Welcome, everybody. I know it's been a while, but we are back with the Meatheads podcast. Burberry scars, stripping Perry on, living like a comet, moving amongst the stars, $100,000 sports car. The following program is rated TV MAL. It contains strong language and is intended only for mature. How's everybody's father feeling today? <laughs> Let me talk to you. Go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. It's showtime. It is showtime, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Circle of the Mate and Top Rope Wrestling Podcast here, ladies and gentlemen, the host of DBS1, and of course, this episode is called The Revolutionary Debate, because we're here to debate, and you see, dog, you have barbed wires all over you, the blood there. That's ah! <laughs> You see, that's what we have. <laughs> that, that is right. But let's go ahead and choose my family. <laughs> my son, my, my it's not that blood because that ain't my blood that Dom has right there. Yeah. <laughs> no, that is I cut one. myself on the barbed wire because I didn't know it was there. <laughs> <laughs> he is the extreme of podcasting, ladies and gentlemen, and he is the notorious one himself, Mr. D O A. Barbed wire and my favorite music on a Friday night with my family. I got low class in the chat already. I'm fucking pumped. Let's fucking go. That is right, folks. The notorious one himself. And Pyro's next week. (laughs) <laughs> oh, I know. I, you know what? I actually do have an idea of doing pyro oh, for that. I think uh, I got the if she's there saying <laughs> kid needed a snack. <laughs> I mean, and, truth be told, we all need a snack. So and don't forget to subscribe to Mr. Universal himself, Nick, Mr. Nick Eatering and Keith of course. Of the Universal Wrestling Podcast, providing you good shit. Love it. Love What's it. Up, Kayla, man? what is going on? <laughs> 
the queen is here. There you go. I'm not outraged to have you here. <laughs> we would like to have hey, you. Hey, Kayla. Hi, Kayla. And of course, we have the only fans of podcasting, ladies not and me. gentlemen. Not me. <laughs> this motherfucker right here. This not guy me. from below us, because this man, he brings he brings it all to us, folks. The mind, the everything, but not the only fans. If you're gonna body yaddy yaddy, body yaddy yaddy, you go three ninety nine for him. Then you better go where he's at because he is the Mussolini. And Kennedy, <laughs> he's the fill of the fucking Pepsi. That's right. <laughs> Pepsi, Phil, what's going Ooh, on, brother? Not the good. The name ain't over yet, so we got plenty of outrage coming for some. Oh, yeah, she got a plenty of outrage coming. That's right. It's a family right there. Love Kayla. You, we love you, Kayla. But man, folks, everybody gave their prediction, but it's our turn. Damn it. It's our turn, damn it. So, man, but we got a lot of need to say it. Do I need to say it? You've heard the rest. Now hear the best. Oh, yes, that's right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Dalton, what is going on, my what brother? Is up, man? How you doing, bro? Shout out to you and Jay and All Elite Wrestling Television. Check them out tomorrow on Facebook. Dalton, or as I call him, Day Sizzle. It's Day D-Man. Sizzle. The D-Man right there in the house. That's his but nickname. Yes. That's what we call him. That's what I call him. <laughs> Check him out on Saturday. <laughs> That's right. And let's get into it, folks. What are we going to get into today? Check it out. And here we go. The predictions for the yeah. Roadblock. Four great matches, which I'm looking forward to seeing of what's going to happen on Roadblock coming up this Tuesday. And, of course, we got also as well the New Japan Cup coming to you starting already as well next week. Who is going to take that home? Who will challenge you know, Naito? And three new signings. Revolution beginning. One on the way, one made his safe return, and the other one on the way as well. At two TNA. And we can't wait to talk about that. And also, ladies and gentlemen, recapping Dynamite. Of course, the last Dynamite of Sterling and the Pentagons. Yeah. Sunday. Revolution coming to you on this Sunday mm. pay per view. I'm excited to talk about that. I see. Damn it. That is right, man. I promised That's myself I wouldn't fucking cry. I know y'all, I know y'all love I know y'all love crow sting, but I always a fan of beach but a beach body. Anything. Anything, bro. <laughs> beach bum sting, crow sting, joker sting. I don't give a fuck what sting. Just sting. <laughs> oh, we're we're gonna save that best for last for about that when we get okay. to the predictions. Yeah. But man, it man. We got to talk about this one here, and it is going to be a debate of the week because I it has to be. I haven't played it, so it's debate of the week, folks. Let's hit it. That is right. We got. One on the way, and one that made his return this past Tuesday at NXT. Did not expect it because of everything we saw 
those subliminal messages, we all came to the conclusion and assumption, oh, it could be Bo, Bo Dallas. Oh, I thought it was going to be Tomatonga, the one right there next to Pepsi Phil. Mm. But turns out it was someone else that it was a 10. But he's no longer the 10 as Ty Dillinger, folks. He is. Well, he might be. I he kept his name because I saw the uh, you know how they did a lot of website they have the roster mm -hmm. and they kept his name. He is now kept his kept his name. Sean Spears made his official return to WWE, but an NXT, well, basically return NXT as well. Made of course attacking Rich Holland, and of course it's already been confirmed that Tama Tonga is on his way to WWE, and that is one we're all like. Oh! This is a revolutionary debate here, folks. Ah! Hola, como estas, amigos? Como bien, todo bien. Shout out to the sidelines. <laughs> shout out to the sidelines podcast, folks. Make sure you subscribe and follow them as well. Absolutely. But yes, good to see you, man. There's a lot to talk about. Man. Jesus, I can't believe it. But I want to hear the notorious one. Give us your thoughts on both of these. The return of Sean Spears. And the on the way to WWE, Tama Tonga. Are you excited? What is it? You know, uh, give us your thoughts overall of everything. Well, first, my thoughts on Sean Spears is like, meh. I mean, <laughs> I know he was great in black and gold. I know he was great in black and gold. How long ago was that? That was a while ago, right? Mm -hmm. Since then, what the fuck has this man done? What has he done on main roster? What has he done in AEW? What has he done he anywhere? Anywhere in professional wrestling. And now he's back in NXT. To maybe, maybe recapture the magic. But it's only a maybe. So my thoughts are just literally like, meh. <laughs> and, and when it comes to Tamatonga coming in, I'm a little bit, I'm a little bit more excited. But even my thoughts about that are like, eh. It's like what? Are, what are they gonna do with this guy? Are are, are, are they are they gonna like put the OC back together? Because that worked so well the last two times. Uh, I, I don't get. It. Is he gonna somehow join the bloodline? Because you know he's he's Roman Reigns' father's cousins, sisters, brothers, nephews, uncles, older roommate, which means they're absolutely not related. Like, what, what are they? What do they do? Like, like they're and they're gonna shoot him straight. Are they shooting him straight to the main roster? Or is he going to NXT too? That's the biggest question there. That's we a don't big know that. jump. There's not a lot of people that made that jump. We're talking AJ Styles and I believe he's the only one, right? That they only made that. I'm done, really. That's all yeah. I can think of. Yeah. I and Tamatonga is gonna be the next guy next to the phenomenal one to come in and go straight to the main roster. That's the biggest that, question there. That might blow up quick, fast, and in a hurry. But I'm 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 actually excited for Tamatanga. Whereas with Sean Spears, again, I'm just like, meh. Are you bringing your wife and her tag team partner? Can we get the iconic back? Because then I'll be a happy guy. I I miss I miss the iconics. Okay. I even now I just want to go. You know, like I can't help myself. So so get them back and then maybe okay, you're the reason for that. I'm happy with you now. But until then, meh. <laughs> <laughs> I, and I would say respectfully, but you know there's none there. 
That's a good point there. Oh, man. Uh, Pepsi Phil. I want to hear what your thoughts are. No, I got two mindsets for this. First of all, I got two. This is a separate one for Sean Spears. This is kind of why I hate WWE. Here's the thing. Sean Spears, when he was Ty Dillinger, they couldn't do shit with him. He Mm -hmm. goes on the independent circuit, makes a name for himself, and all of a sudden, like a thirsty ex, they're like, hey, you want to come back? And in in Sean Spears' defense, I'm not saying no to that kind of money either. Mm -hmm. Um, As for Sean Spears, I think right now, good for him. I think at this point, I think he can finally... Because of where he's been, I think he'll probably have a much better control over his gimmick, over his angle, and the mm-hmm. storyline he has. So I think that uh, even though he didn't do much <laughs> in AEW, I think the chairman gimmick went a really a long way to kind of rounding him out, at least in their eyes, as a potential personality that they can actually mold into something. Mm-hmm. Like, because let's face it, when he was Ty Dillinger, he was a joke. And I don't mean that. I don't not not, and I'm not talking about in regards to his wrestling. I'm talking about the fact that the writers' room treated him like a joke, because the because the ten thing they just. My guess is it worked in NXT, and the writers in on the main roster were honestly a little too lazy and unimaginative. Uh, Granted, that was probably because of their old regime could pretty much do something with them. This time, I think he can come make some damage. See, like, that's where I think you hit the nail with the yeah. old regime. Because if you were, if you remember, the ideas for Sean's for Sean Spears, Ty Dillinger, whatever the fuck mm-hmm. you want to call him, when he got to main roster, we're like, oh, let's put you in a match with Braun Strowman where you get murdered. Exactly. Like that was that was the creative genius that was in the old regime. Yeah, and after that, he just it just went downhill from there because the writers were pretty. I mean, I'm not gonna say they were lazy, but they were, they were hamstrung. I won't blame the writer. I'll just say the old regime pretty much <laughs> the writer's hamstrung. Mm-hmm. Now, as for Tamatanga, honestly, I don't think they're gonna lean into him being a bloodline potential or whatever. Um, remember, there was a time on don't forget, there was a time back in the day where he was online beefing with Roman Reigns. Or, oh, yeah. From a K from a kayfabe perspective. He didn't was, he, didn't he have Reigns. beef with Seth Rollins too on social media? Um, that was more of a, a professional rivalry. Or am I thinking Will Ospreay? Is that what that? Well, is? Will Ospreay, he got he got he got professional. He got beef with everybody. Though. He got beef with everybody. The problem is you like Will Ospreay's beef because it's yes. it always turns out great. Um, with him, Will serves it up just right. It's yeah. like seasoned yeah. and cooked properly. Mm-hmm. I, think, <laughs> I think there was even a time that Tamatanga mocked him in an entrance. Yeah. An yeah. It, was, it was because they were. It was right around the time they first started calling him the Tribal Chief, and Tamatanga took beef with that. Yeah. Um, just with that name, not because like you know any real beef. It was just like from a kayfabe perspective, Tamatanga was like, "Say what now." Like he was like, because he was like his family were known as the tribal chiefs. So right. he was I, like, wait, my father's over here with me. That's the tribal chief. Exactly. <laughs> so I, like I said, I don't think they're gonna do a bloodline thing. They I mean, like I said, is if Jacob Fatu comes in, I don't like them. I don't like the fact that everyone immediately goes, Oh, he's oh, he's a he's of Samoan uh, or Polynesian descent, so put him in the bloodline. That's just as stupid as like every Japanese wrestler got to be in their own faction at WWE, which we won't discuss that right now. Uh, but they do though. That's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> That's the fucking problem. I know we made it that way. You know who made it that way? They did. Right there. You see exactly. that logo? <laughs> exactly. exactly. So 
I actually think Tamatanga could be, I think this is a really good look for them because at the very least, they have a new face, new blood, and they can actually, and let's face it, I don't care what anybody say. G.O.D. was a, a killer team, but when he went solo, oh, okay. it was even better. So yeah. honestly, they this is, and this is not them taking the Japanese wrestler and fucking them up like Shinsuke. This is a guy who's pretty much made his bones we for hope. 14 years, but we hope. I'm crossing fingers, yeah. So you but don't this know guy's that. Been, You're assuming you know, a lot of shit. I, I am, like I said. But here's the thing, though. He's been, he been in the game for 14 years. But here's the thing that I do enjoy, and this is where AEW comes into play. If they fuck this up and he is unhappy, there's a guys across the pond that will definitely take him. These guys across the pond, not across the pond, like literally, like you got AEW over there going thirsty as hell, looking for more talent that can actually that's ready for television. Mm-hmm. So, so there is that. There is that. That's the competition that I think people need to pay attention to. Not like the quote unquote cross promotion rivalry because there isn't, but the idea of like like sports like sports entertainment, pretty much you can be poached if you ain't treating your if you ain't treating your talent right. So. For Tamatanga, I think this would be great. I think they, I think if they're smart, they will keep him away from the Samoans. I think they'll make him completely separate. I mean, truth be told, if they bring him in NXT, I hope to God Jacob Fatu comes in at the exact same time. Oh my God! Uh, I would take a Jacob Fatu Tamatanga rivalry in NXT in a heartbeat. Oh yeah, even a faction with fucking with with OC. I, I, I wouldn't mind. I don't need a faction. I just need because Tamatanga already proved he he a main eventer by himself. He oh yeah, yeah. Well, I think I mentioned it. I think I mentioned it while we were when we heard about this. We were chatting online off air. I was like, it, "Is this is this the reason behind this whole AJ Lone Wolf chair attack Maybe. turn Maybe. to put this whole click back together?" Because this happened right around the same time the Gallows and Anderson popped up in NXT. Now Tim Tonga's coming in, and you know they all have like one thing in common. <laughs> I mean, we could be leading towards a Tim Tonga AJ Styles rivalry too. That, yep, that's even that would be fun. Right. Yeah, that'd, that'd be great. So I mean, so I'm uh, so like I said, <laughs> I'm, uh, I am cautiously optimistic for both of their runs. Mm-hmm. But like I said, the thing that pisses me off about WWE is that. Guys will leave, make great names for themselves, and these thirsty bastards will call you acting like we didn't just let you go because we couldn't do anything with you. And all of a sudden, my question is going to be, what the fuck are you going to do if they come back? Mm-hmm. Like, like, what makes it? What makes but the relationship this time different? The thing about it is, I don't know if Sean Spears closed the door on AEW or they went, oh, your contract's up? Bye. I, I don't know. Look. But either way... He was done with AEW. So where the hell do you go now? Yeah. The no, no, only man. the only company at the moment bigger than AEW is WWE. Yeah. I mean, I think the biggest problem at AEW for him was that mid-card, those mid-card, that was a stacked roster right there. And he got buried under mm-hmm. all of them, unfortunately. Yeah. Not and, not and I mean, the accountability buddy thing was just. I, I don't even know. What you can say he got stacked, but at the same time, the man had so many opportunities. He was part of the fucking pinnacle, for Christ's sake. Man, how many people were part of that group? They they had more members than Wu Tang. How many people were there? Was there was FDR <laughs> who have won multiple championships? 
There was Wardlow, who had won multiple championships. There was MJF, who won multiple championships. And then there was Sean Spears, who didn't win a motherfucking thing. Okay, hold on for that thought. Hold that thought for a second. FTR. FTR didn't need a faction. They were literally doing the faction. I'm not saying they were, but but Sean Spears ended up being to the pinnacle what like maybe Mongo McMichael was to the four horsemen. The difference being the difference being hold on, shut your mouth. The difference being, with all due respect to that man, and I hope he's and I hope he keeps fighting, Mongo actually won gold as a part of that faction. That man did not. I wonder why I won. That's fucking bullshit. You're bullshit, Tony Khan. Bullshit, Tony Khan. You. Thank you. Thank you. He said it. Thank you. He said it. What he said. Bullshit. So, so, but yeah, but to your point though, it wasn't. He made. I don't know what what opportunities they gave him because honestly, AEW did not do anything with him anyway. Let's face it. They made him the accountability buddy. They basically just had him running around with a chair beating Cody, which for some reason seemed to be everybody's favorite. Him busting Cody open with a chair was probably the best thing he could have done because it actually made him relevant. Mm, that's probably why Triple H wanted him back. <laughs> Uh-oh. Just for, I got, I'm going to pick a bone. I got to pick a bone <laughs> with you. I mentioned him in all due respect. Yeah, I mean, I Even Mongo is a level above that man on screen. But right now, well, different world, but I will give you credit. Yeah, there was he did flatline towards the mid to the end of his run. And honestly, they kept bringing him in. And and in his defense, his wife is pregnant, so he was taking time off as well. So, yeah, was was pregnant, so he was taking time off. When he came back here and there, people got into him, and they were just like, after he got out the ring, they were just like, meh. So that's where I'm at. It's like, wait, wait, yeah, okay, it, back. Wait, was, it his fault? was it his fault or was it Tony's booking fault? I blame Tony's booking because thank I, you. I, I'll, I'll tell you one thing. Here's the thing. Like the one thing I'll give credit where credit's due, the chairman, that really went with him. Mm-hmm. I think that really fit, and that was something a character that I enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, perfect. Did this where actually would go with it. How great of what's going on, man? Shout hey, out to what's going on. And follow that man as well. The director right there. That's the director yes. right there. But I could tell you that that oh that was the only thing that was really that kept him kind of going. Yeah. The, 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 and here's here's the thing. And this is a problem that I think on both sides we could say because you mentioned mm-hmm. about the character, how the character was with the ten. It wasn't really building. It was too like goofy. Like like, like yeah, a ten. When he went to AW, it was kind of he went serious, and then he kind of went to like, oh, just with the no face. Use and, it, no. <laughs> and, and, and no use at all whatsoever. Yes, that's very true, Dom. And then 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 no use whatsoever of giving mm-hmm. him a story or nothing. Just being like that henchman, just getting the one who's taking the bullet for everybody, getting his ass whooped. It's pretty much what I saw what they did for him in you know in AW. I mean, and I never understood. There are like so many people he could have had a beat. Like him versus Orange Cash <laughs> would have been a lovely beat. I agree. I would have enjoyed that rivalry. I agree. I and, mean, and, no, I just, yeah, they just didn't. I mean, mm. yeah, I, I don't know why they didn't really move forward with him a lot in AEW. There could have been a lot of potential in him during, like how you mentioned, even in winning the international or back, back mm-hmm. with that, you know, a prior called the All Atlantic. I guess that's he, where he didn't. I even guess this play. is where the debate kicks in because you guys think he has potential. And I look at that man and I just see 
I, I look at Sean Spears, whether it's in a in, in I look at Sean Spears in AEW and I see Dolph Ziggler in WWE before the release. <laughs> fuck, fuck. Like, ah. Hey, we got bigger names and we gotta we gotta use you to get them over. Like like his his last yeah, match yeah. his last match back was against a, a, an incoming Jay White. There was no way he was winning that match. He was putting that match to make Jay White look good. That man was Dolph Ziggler at WWE. But is that a bad thing? And and since they lost Dolph Ziggler in WWE, (laughs) he's probably going to be Dolph Ziggler in NXT, a.k.a. Samoa Joe. Hey, stick around. Let make these other guys look good. If we got to put a title on you because we don't have anything else, we will. You know, that that sort of shit. I mean, an upgrade in NXT. I don't know. But either I mean, way, he, it ain't got me thinking potential and screaming ten. Well, here's my <laughs> oh, question. Well, no, no. His to your point though. Did Dolph Ziggler when he was was that a bad career for him? No, no, no. no. I'm saying I, I'm looking at him at Dolph as Dolph Ziggler at the end of his WWE career, where it's like we need you to make somebody look good. We will rip you out of catering. Until then, park your ass in the back because we got nothing. See, I okay. We'll see. Like I said, we'll. I think. Like I said, I think there's a potential for him. And again, any any given like it's like like football. Any given Sunday, somebody could be great. Uh yeah. yeah. I mean, the, was... I'm still waiting for this motherfucker to be great. All these years later. <laughs> I mean, like I said, here's the thing. There's been as, a lot of Sundays, homie. Eventually, you only get so many Sundays, then your ass gets cut. Uh, <laughs> damn. They're fickle. They're fickle. Consistent. Fuck you. Yeah, I'm like, oh, that one. like I said, I like I said, I there are there are very few wrestlers who I go not a chance in hell. And I he's mean, one of them for me. Okay, that's fair. Like I've seen the Sundays, man. You're cut. Get the fuck out. It, it, it's tough on this one because I I get your point, Dom. But my thing is, you the differential on this one though. I would say is now Shawn Michaels, you know, who's really now. In charge of that, mm-hmm. and when keep in mind that William Regal worked also alongside with Sean Spears in AEW, so he knows that what potential he does have to provide in the he ring. Of course, he worked with Sean in NXT too, but he wasn't. But but here's here's the difference of this though. The difference of this, how Pepsi mentioned, because of the creative, this was all Vince's shit. We already know that he, he wanted that. Hey, pal, give me some. Give what? What's ten? You're gonna give me some ten pushups? Ha ha! What are you gonna get? Thank you, Brian. <laughs> Let's He's see. like, you think the Pinnacle had a large <laughs> stable? NWO had more members in it than Wu Tang, Parliament, Funkadelic, the Jackson Five, and the Isley brother and the Isley brothers combined. And he's not <laughs> wrong. We he's were just old. talking about this during yeah. the watch along of the Great American Bash with De Niro because we we said we both said our favorite moment was when there were like fifty five members of the NWO in ring. <laughs> And, and Crow Sting came down from the rafters with a bat and just destroyed all of them. <laughs> there were 55 <laughs> members. Pinnacle had like six. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm with you. Like Shit, Jodeci had more members than the Pinnacle, man. <laughs> First of all, I think they had about the same number. Thank you very much. <laughs> maybe, maybe. They might have a couple people in and out. You know what I'm saying? Um, no, I think, with Pen- yeah, well, the thing with the Pinnacle that cracked me up was and it goes back to AEW's biggest weakness. They don't know how to run a stable. Like, the one thing I will say that Dusty always said was, when you run a stable, there needs to be one person who eventually you push to the front. And we'll use in, in the nation, it was The Rock. Um, in the Horseman, it was Flair. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and um, even let's, let's see, uh, shit, going back to the app that's go, even back DX. On the, yeah, going to yeah, and DX it was Triple H, mm-hmm. and even in the varsity squad, originally HBK and then Triple H, exactly. But HBK mm-hmm. kind of coked himself out of that one. Oh, um, yeah, that his back was blown out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's why he needed all the coke. <laughs> Well, and even in the varsity club, which was I on that one, it was the Steiners. It was both. It was who the fuck Steiners. is Griff Garrison? <laughs> <laughs> now, if you want somebody who you forget is alive in AEW, Griff I Garrison. give you Griff Garrison. <laughs> well, ask uh... Griff Garrison is literally the golden monkey in Indiana Jones. In the first one, where you literally going, oh shit, he on the pedestal. I forgot this was even here. That was a thing. That was a thing. <laughs> that but it, hey, but ask me, Maria Canella says she's now the manager of him and on Ring of Honor. So I don't know. Hopefully he's doing well out there in Ring of Honor. So I can't really. I, ask mean, I was going to say, I forgot all about Maria Canellas too. <laughs> <laughs> They're perfect together. Who the fuck is that? Oh, right. right. The Playboy. I still got uh, this that will sound This will sound insane, but I think Maria Canellas might be the best thing for Griff Garrison right now. Oh, yeah, I hope so. Maybe I, I since Julia so. Hart, but yeah, <laughs> I, I really hope so. I, like, I, I, the man has potential too. But I mean, okay. if you think about it, that what was whatever they were called, the athletic squad or the the, the athletic jocks, or whatever. Uh, I um, uh, the varsity you, blondes. Oh, there you no, go. Thank you. Varsity blondes. There you go. There you go. Think about it. Of that group, Griff Garrison <laughs> was the only one that got left behind. Well, uh, yeah. well, I mean, I mean, Griff got left behind. Brian moved on and became Lexi. Mm-hmm. You, you know, and, and, and Julia is a fucking blew champion. Up, blew up like a golf and, and and meanwhile, Griff Garrison is is back at Uncle Uncle Phil's house in 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 in, in, an, in an empty room like Will Smith. <laughs> like, how come nobody want me, man? <laughs> First of all, Griff Garrison, if he wasn't was a hard himself, scene to watch, Griff Garrison. <laughs> First of all, Griff Garrison needs to change his name because honestly, he sounds like a character Stanley created for the Marvels in 1965. Well, he just keep the last name. If you're gonna call yourself Garrison, you're gonna need to get swole. Like, oh man, people are gonna chant it, it's gonna be great, but then you gotta get people to chant it, and there's the problem. Yeah, so, all right. So but okay. Anyway, 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 we're derailing here. So I mean, like I said. I I still I I still feel that Sean Spears has potential, and I think he's mm-hmm. able to help develop that NXT roster because by the way, by the way, so it looks of it, we may see probably, of course, people will jump in, into the into the main roster. Oh, Some yeah. will stay. I know he'll give great feuds. So I I feel that Sean will bring a lot to the table to NXT, and he will really really help the talent. Who knows? He could be probably alongside you know. You know, be one of the head, you know, head trainers, possibly so for the developmental. Maybe who knows? We we don't know as of yet. And don't forget that Sean Spears also has promotion, okay, little uh, trading camp. So he has yeah. that too that he's able to bring his talent as well for him to or, get or his maybe talent help train if they're willing to let mm-hmm. him that sort of thing. See, when we talk about potential and WWE, I'm looking at the other side of the screen. I'm looking at Tamatanga. Sean Spears has a body of work. He has a resume mm. in that company, and it ain't good. It definitely mm. ain't a ten. Okay, <laughs> and and Tama, on the other hand, Mister Tonga, if you're nasty, <laughs> he has never stepped foot in the fucking building, but we know what he's done everywhere else. Mm-hmm. We've seen him in New Japan. We've seen him in Impact. We've seen him in these places. 
We haven't seen him in WWE. That screams potential to me. This guy, I know this guy. I've seen this guy. I know what he can do. I'm I'm like, and again, meh. <laughs> I I'm still no, I'm more excited to be see because what they're gonna do with him, what story they're gonna give him to, and how they're gonna book him. It's like Garrison Kane. I know he's oh, like great. Kane. <laughs> Sorry, great memory <laughs> show. Here's my question. Mm-hmm. You think this is part of their push to bring NXT to the main roster level? Well, I, I, I feel if they're talking about moving NXT to Wednesdays, and this is in 2025, I'm talking. If they're talking about if if, if Raw goes to Netflix, SmackDown goes back to it to the slot Raw had, and they want NXT to go to Wednesdays, it needs to be on the same. I think it I think it's because they're starting to put some major they want to put some major weight behind it because here's an interesting thing. And I'm a little bit concerned. I think Dom, you pulled this out. Um, TNA is going to become their NXT. Uh, well, we'll get into that. Let's save that. Yeah. Okay. okay. We'll that. I but have been a- saying that. Yeah. Yes. But I mean, for me, Tamatanga, he has the potential too. But for me, my question is, well, how are they going to book him? Where are they going to book him? I'm worried about how they're booking. They do. They do shitty jobs with people from New Japan. That's what uh, they do. They do, but most of those people are Japanese. Yes, but keep in mind once again, this was when it was the, the Papa Vinny era. This is mm-hmm. not Papa Vinny era no more. This is Papa this is Papa H. That's what I, see. I, I think I think he could come in and have more of an AJ Styles impact than say, and God, I remember this, and I don't know why because it was horrible. Than say Lord Tenzon. Oh my god, that shit was fucking horrible. You remember that shit, Prince yeah. Albert? But he was in all that Asian the giant shit. Giant Bernard went from that to from New Japan to fucking Tensai. What the fuck was that? Dude went, dude went from cock from being named after a cock ring to being an to being an Asian emperor, but he was white. Jesus. What the fuck? If they do that to Tamatonga, I will never watch WWE again. I uh, no, I don't think they will do that. I think they. Really if he comes in as like Emperor Yao, we all know he's not fucking. Oh, it. fuck though. Yokozuna it's... Part Two. Fuck you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, boys. I just got some news that uh, that a lot of people might be heartbroken by. Hmm. Oh, okay. What's oh no? Oh, no it's, it's Shohei Otani. Uh, apparently, just married Hikaru Shida. Oh. Wow. Uh, okay. So sorry, it's heartbroken, folks. So well, there you go. My my <laughs> wife's gonna jump out the window. <laughs> I know we got that dude in group, uh, Colton. Yeah, he is just a sheet of simp. Like he admitted, uh, I'm an admitted sheet of simp. He is probably crying somewhere, even though he's a happily married man with kids. He's probably crying in a corner. I mean. It's a good. There's no joke to that. Back up, the, but keeping it real goes wrong. For that moment, derailing. They're a good-looking couple, and he is a Dodger. So, oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah. I mean, Shohei, Jesus. But I'll take I'll take that combination over Travis Kelsey and. and... Oh yeah, oh, over him okay. oh yeah, oh, anytime, any fucking time. Yeah, Prince Albert as Lord Tencent was a yes, and as as one man gang becoming like Akeem, Akeem the dream. Yes. Oh my god, remember all the shucking and dry and jiving and shit. Like, uh, <coughs> yes, right. di- big white biker dude in a dash in a dashiki. Like, get the fuck out of here! <laughs> you you want to talk about cringe? 
Mm. You want to talk about some cringy shit, man? That's like, was that that was like late '80s, right before the '90s? That was like late '80s going into the '90s. Yeah, that was yes, that's about that right. was the heart. That was that was the cringiest decade right there. Yeah, it was. Yes, it was. Yeah, it was. Okay, but I, like, all I can say is it's a Tonga for me. I'm looking forward. I'm excited for him. And now he's surrounded with his friends. He got Nakamura that he's surrounded with. Finn Balor surrounded with H. Styles, Luke Gallows, Doc, you know, you know, yeah, Carl Andrew, Anderson. You know, Carson. So he's going to be in, in, in the safe mode that I'm hoping that, you know, Papa H really opened his eyes and be like, you know what? All right, let, let, let these guys I mean, input their new The one style. angle, the one angle that we haven't put, that we haven't thrown out there yet mm-hmm. is he could join the bloodline and just roll with Finn again. That's the last thing that I think a lot of people are expecting. And I can't, can I say, do I want that? Not necessarily. Maybe to him to come by and say, this bloodline ain't shit. Bring his bloodline, like Jacob Fatu, how you mentioned, you know, bring Jacob Fatu, bring um, uh, Umaga's son, who's uh, made his way back and hopefully, you know, he got, he got oh, his yeah, son. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I mean, there you go. That's a faction he could have a trio there, like versus you know Roman and everybody else. While Dwayne goes away, like you know what, I'm out of this one. Cool. Can we please but, say fuck the bloodline and just let it die? Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. I got it. Before I sing, I got to get in the right mood. Hang on. <clears throat> let it go. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. You need Kathy as a backup dad singer. Finish the story. <laughs> let it go. <laughs> like, honestly, we all agree the bloodline storyline has been running way too long. Way oh, we, long. yeah. We, we are way too long. So, so uh, honestly, if we can just say, fuck the bloodline, fuck all that, let Roman either just become Roman by himself with Paul Heyman, and then, you know, you know, solo, God help us, just run rampant as, throughout as WWE. As- let me put it this way, uh, just real quick. As soon as J- as soon as Jimmy screwed Jay in that mm-hmm. match with Roman, I went, "Oh no, this is gonna keep going." Fuck, mm-hmm. fuck. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, fuck, fuck, fuck. True story. True. Story. That was me. Not gonna that was lie. not Jay White. That I'm was me on the watch along. He just got a live clip. So here's my thing. Two things about that clip. I forgot why he was so mad. Ah, <laughs> uh, shit. Someone turned his back on him. Someone turned his back yeah, on him. Yeah, uh, yeah. But the thing with Tamatonga, I think maybe his arrival is, hey, look, we have other people here who of Polynesian descent. We can let these guys die now, irrespectfully. Because as far as I'm concerned, disrespectfully, as far as I know, at WrestleMania, Roman loses, Jay beats Jimmy, Solo just goes fuck it, I'm out. The bloodline needs to fuck end. This shit, I'm mm-hmm. Fuck this shit, I'm out. Fuck this shit, I'm out. Solo just go on this wandering samurai move and just start beating up people for no reason because he can fuck this bloodline misery. I'm gonna do me. Fuck this shit, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, I don't want a comparison to him. I don't want an anti-bloodline faction. I literally just wanted to go away. Let's see what's, what's being mixed. Mean, no. go death go. more with the blood li- with the bloodline Holly- uh, Hollywood with Terminator or <laughs> Square Enix with the Final Fantasy Seven Rebirth coming out. Um, first of all, I've seen the box set for Seven. Uh, that shit looks great. It does, but. <laughs> I 
kind of have to go with Final Fantasy, man. They keep throwing that shit out there. They just keep throwing it out, keep throwing it out, keep throwing it out. I'm done with this shit. I barely even played this shit. This is still a thing. Fuck all that. But yeah, I mean, like, like, and there have been some good Terminator movies past the originals. It, well, outside of three. So I can't say that, but uh, yeah, I'm leaning, I'm leaning a little bit towards Final Fantasy myself. Mm-hmm. All right. Any final thoughts so we can move on to the next topic? Oh, please. Let's move to the next one. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, because we still got another debate of the week because I want to know where you guys' thoughts about this other signing as well. Another, another debate of the week. There you go. Back to back debates. Has this ever happened? Oh, uh, actually, it did happen like a couple weeks ago. We did did do that. We did it twice. Oh, when Bruce was on, yeah. Yes, we did. <laughs> it is official. Alex Hammerstone is now signed with TNA Wrestling, and congratulations to Alex Hammerstone. Now that he is officially, obviously, been gone from MLW, he finally got his contract out, and now he found a a, a nice home, which I hope it is a nice home. You know, Tessa Phil mentioned earlier about TNA looking for their recordings, doing television tapings at, of course, Full Sail, Full Sail University, where NXT is. Uh, which is the biggest question for... We think yeah. not. Well, no, it's not, it's not a coincidence. But I can say I'm happy for Alex Hammerstone. Will they use him? Well, that's the biggest question. Will they use him potentially how... I can give you an example how... I know it's different now, of course, but I wouldn't say it was the best or it was the worst. I could say it was medium. Like how <laughs> was with Brian Cage when he was signed over there, when he was a former oh. you know, Impact champion. And I know I'm basing it based upon you know, the big size, big men, big meaty men, yeah, but they are very similar though. They're very similar, but mm-hmm. Hammerstone I have a lot of respect for and met, you know, talked to the guy, met the guy. He's fantastic. He's very humble. This guy was, of course, the longest, one of the longest reigning of PCW Ultra champions in, of course, the PCW Ultra. Mm-hmm. The biggest feud that he has, and of course, in MLW was with Jacob Fatu and also in PCW Ultra. So I'm excited for Hammerstone. What is what the potential they'll have for him, and what Tommy Dreamer and Delirious and Gail Kim will have in store for this man. So notorious. What are your thoughts for the future for Alex Hammerstone and TNA? Well, they booked this man right, or you're afraid that they might fucking do him bullshit. Okay, it's a little bit of a mixed bag here. Not because of him, because if you've watched me ever at all for four years, you know Alex Ham- Alex Hammerstone is probably my favorite professional wrestler anywhere. Outside of maybe, well, one guy. <laughs> I love that dude. I have watched him in PCW, MLW, every promotion he's won a championship in. I have watched because of him. I am extremely excited for him to be getting the opportunity. My concern is that he's coming from a place in MLW which had a little bit of turmoil behind the scenes that. Other wrestlers went, yeah, I don't want to be here. Uh, like, like, let me get out of my contract. When my contract's up, I'm done. Whether it be Hammer, mm-hmm. Jacob Fatu, there's a list. There's a pretty long list of guys that may that were dominant in MLW who are no longer in 
MLW. And now Alex Hammerstone is going to TNA where they clearly have some shit brewing behind the scenes, but we don't know how bad it is. So on one hand, I think we mentioned, or maybe Bruce mentioned it when we talked about it originally about the Scott Tamora firing and everything where he said, well, TNA better get ready to be, uh, to be scouting gyms and independents because those are the only guys you're going to be able to get. Alex Hammerstone is not one of those guys. Nope. So if this is their way of saying like, okay, people can walk out because we're going to get guys like him, guys like Nick Nemeth, so on and so forth, then maybe, maybe the thoughts of TNA's demise or the speculation has been just a wee, wee bit exaggerated. Because this guy, and as far as how would they use him, I mean... He walked in the door. They were like, we're going to put you on a pay-per-view against Josh Alexander. Now, granted, I know Scott had something to do with that. But <laughs> you don't think Tommy Dreamer can book this guy? <laughs> I I know Tommy Dreamer can book this guy. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, Tom, in Tommy's defense, man, he did learn in Paul. Paul did teach him everything he knows. I mean, there are there are people out there who were kind of unhappy with this, wanted him to go to AEW, whatever. And I wouldn't mind seeing him in AEW. But when you talk about Brian Cage's run in TNA compared to his run in AEW, it's like it's like comparing poached salmon to dog shit. Yeah. Ooh. Brian Cage's run in TNA was actually pretty good. He won a lot of championships. He main evented a lot of pay per views. Mm-hmm. He had a lot of big time matches. Has he done any of that in AEW? What's up with that? For real, because I love the machine too, by the way. That's a your bullshit, Tony Khan. Moment uh, right there. Oh, uh, yes. Yeah, I'm serious. Go. I'm not going to sit back and take this fucking shit. We've been going to take it. Take you it. You are. You are astonishingly full of bullshit, Tony Khan. You and what you do to that man who is a literal fucking machine. You are. This is this is Mount Everest pile of bullshit. Okay, <laughs> but I digress. I'm not gonna lie. All I'm saying is, if we look at the TNA run for Brian Cage, he did a lot of things there. Alex mm-hmm. Hammerstone and he are very similar. They're very big dudes who are very mobile and athletic and can fly. And so, at least, at least, the blueprint is there to book this man. It would be like Brian Cage crawls so the Hammerstone could walk. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so there's a lot of positive there. My only negative is him going from one situation at MLW, which was like the frying pan, into what could possibly be a fire at TNA. We don't know yet. So, so Knock on wood on that. I am cautiously excited and optimistic for this one. Mm-hmm. And, and the only thing that could fuck this up will be the higher-ups in Anthem, because it ain't going to be Tommy Dreamer. It ain't going to be Delirious. It ain't going to be Alex Hammerstone, because that man is a five-star match waiting to happen. Mm-hmm. I agree. Anthem, I'm looking right at you. <laughs> you're bullshit, Anthem. You're bullshit. You're really bullshit. Oh, you're really bullshit. Mm-hmm. What is what is what is TK not knowing how to book bigger men like Ryan Cage, Ward, Lokizi, and Miro? Powerhouse. The one thing I will say is what's his name? Evil Man. Um, he did know how to book a big dude. 
I will give I'll give Vince that credit. He could be he booked oh, he, oh scumbag. Okay. Yeah, scumbag. He actually booked big dudes well, even against everyone. But that's all he, he did, could do. Yeah, exactly. That's, I mean, I mean, I'm not you saying you had to talk that but, motherfucker into Shawn Michaels and Bret Hart. That's yeah. how. That's I mean, how I'm not saying he was the first. Big man. I'm just saying he. I mean, he did set a blueprint for how to book your big guys. He and, did, but only because he kind of had a fetish. Well, we won't discuss that. Not respectfully. <laughs> <laughs> not respectfully at all. I mean, I can explain that perfectly. So, mm. Mm. so mm. that's Phil or is yours. Extremely happy for Alex Hammerstone. Thank you. He, he's needed. Um, I, I I feel like this would be. I think I feel like Hammerstone has pretty much been, and I hate using this phrase, the underground sensation. And he's not really. He's not really. But I want the. Fa- I want more people to see him because honestly, I've seen all of his matches through MLW. But and that's but that's when I first got introduced to him. And the man is magnificent. Yes, he is. So. I actually love the man's work, and TNA I think is a good boost for him. Mm-hmm. What I I will say this: what I want to see him in AEW, no. Um, I think he would be relegated to probably un, he would be relegated to losing to Orange Cassidy. No offense to Orange Cassidy, mm-hmm. and, and and he's and not respectfully, all right? Not yeah, respectfully. not respectfully. Like, and you know what? <laughs> You know what? Uh, I get when people say they want to see him in in AEW because they're MLW. Most of them are MLW fans who want to see the dynasty get back together. And so, like when MJF comes back, they want him to walk in the door with Hammerstone and Holiday and just you know go after Adam Cole. But even then, they're outnumbered six to three, y'all. I mean, truth be told, the way AEW handles yep. a faction, by the time MJF come back, it'll just be it'll it'll literally just be Adam Cole by himself. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, man. We haven't even had the Bang Bang Scissor Gang and the Kingdom come together yet. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know what it. the fuck. Like they keep having these weird collision matches with the with the guys from the Bang Bang Scissor Gang. I'm like, yeah. didn't they get together because of because of the undisputed kingdom? Shouldn't they be going after those guys? Like again, them? again, again. I just look at the House of Black and went, um, who the who they beat? They had they had a perfect opportunity to rate House of Black actually beef with BCC and did nothing with it. Yeah. So. I mean, I hate to agree during a debate, but in your to your point mm-hmm. and to Brian's point, it, I don't want to see him in AEW because AEW does not know how to book big men. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I can tell you right now, the thing, the moment I heard Hammerstone was in TNA, the first thing I said is, I don't know how y'all need to make that Nick Nemeth match happen. Right, Nick but make it happen exactly. And, and, and at some point in the near future, we need Hammer and Moose. <laughs> oh, because, that's a match I really want to see. Yeah, Hammerstone needs to add that title to his many, 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 many other titles everywhere else he's been, and, and that would be amazing. But it, it's just, I mean, the laundry list, like, like I, I know they're different people, but for me, for me, guys, just to give mm-hmm. the analogy for, for why I don't want him in AEW. Mm-hmm. When Shane Taylor showed up in AEW, I lost my fucking mind. I love yeah. Shane Taylor. That guy mm-hmm. is amazing. And yes. then he and Keith Lee were, were like beefing and then talking about getting back together. And I was fucking hyped. They have done nothing with Shane Taylor since. Mm-hmm. They've done more with Keith Lee than they have with Shane Taylor. 
Well, now that's sad. That's sad as fuck. I know we're derailing on that, but all I can say is that there was no, with, but that's why I don't want Hammer there. Because when you have these two talented big men who are amazing and you've got nothing, you don't need Hammer. You I will deserve say, Hammer. I will say this, however, when it comes to the new signings, this one, this guy is the one I am most excited by. Yeah. I'm most excited to see because honestly, there is such um there is such a TNA because of the way it's built has such a pool of talent of guys who love wrestling. Seeing the Hammerstone go against all of them would be great. Oh, it's going to be amazing! But y'all better get ready over there because it's about to be total nonstop Hammer. Oh yeah! So, so TNA TNA is going to stand for total nonstop Alex. He's just so, taking the fucking place over. Here's the problem. I, yeah. Here's the problem I have with TNA right now. I do not like the fact that they refer to their pay-per-views as premium live events. What do you we mean? already know why. You know why. They're heading to that direction. Yeah, that you is my concern. That and that's that what I'm worried that, about. That's my concern because at a certain point, you're going to get guys like Hammerstone who are going to be relegated to pretty much development status. No, no. You know what we're not talking about? You know, I don't, we, I don't, I don't you know how we said they were, they were talking about they were talking about moving NXT to Wednesday to compete yeah. with, with AEW. Well, they already did that, and we saw how that worked, right? Mm-hmm. I know where you're going. With okay, them. okay. Do it. Imagine, it. imagine they buy TNA, they bring this whole roster in, and they put them head to head on USA Wednesday night. And then you do have the women's wrestling that people complain about. You you got Hammer, you got Nick Nemeth, you got all these uh, again. I'm not like names. That. I mean, again. All all that being said, we don't know what the fuck the future holds. I mean, we really don't. We don't. Oh, no, we don't. But I know what the past held. And when they tried putting NXT (laughs) up against AEW, if if The Undertaker wasn't on the show or if they weren't invading for ratings before a pay-per-view, they were getting fucking clobbered. I know that because I watched that. (laughs) Well, that's because, remember, at that time, NXT, that that NXT was not black and gold NXT. In the beginning, it was. They switched it. They switched it. After pandemic, the, it became 2.0. Yeah, the 2.0 era. Before they switched it because they thought that was going to beat AEW. Because if you remember, if you remember back then, AEW had the bright pastel colors yeah. behind your name. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, NXT went, well, we can do that. And then AEW changed their shit up, but it didn't matter because they were still kicking the living shit out of them. There was a week they yeah. won around Christmas because AEW took the week off. Does that count? The only thing I'm saying about that is those who don't know their past is doomed to repeat it. Okay. Well, two point, no, no, think about it this way. If we go back to premium black and gold, which is kind of where they're going to now, on a, they they're well, they're never gonna be premium black and gold anymore. But um peak, I mean, but if you take what they're doing right now. With what they're doing with NXT right now, if you raise the money in a production and bring in a talent, like you get, you get like, you know, you get your OC, you get your Sean Spears, and you get those, and Baron Corbin, who, bless him, finally, finally is relevant. For the love of God, for the love of God, (laughs) I I would, I would honestly, I would rather watch Hammer and the Motor City Mm -hmm. Machine Guns and all those guys over the OC and Baron fucking (laughs) Corbin and all these fucking guys that can't get on WWE programming. See, there's there lies the problem. When you look over at the other show, you're like, oh, these are the guys that WWE ain't got jack shit for. Okay. Mm -hmm. And and you don't really care. 
But when you look but, at TNA, you look at these guys, and if you look at Hammer, and you think to yourself, I'd rather watch the NXT guys. You're out of your fucking mind. <laughs> but my question, but here's the thing, though. How do we know? How do we know he won't get relegated to the same status if they're not careful? That's the concern. How do we know he won't get relegated to the same status? Because the talent around him is bigger names than anyone in NXT. We I don't care what you say. Nick Nemeth is more popular today than Baron Corbin, and you know it. Well, no, it's not that, but think about it. Talent don't mean a whole lot if you're booking his shit. Yeah, but their booking right. ain't shit because they got Tommy Dreamer. So I'll tell you this right now. I'll tell you this right now. I have more faith in Tommy Dreamer than I do in Shawn Michaels. Oh, because no, no. Tommy can still get in the ring and can still look you in the eye with both eyes. There's a big advantage. <laughs> <laughs> after all the shit Tommy's been through, Tommy been through more shit than HBK, and I don't care what you say; it's a fact. After all, we have a shit, clip of a ref throwing still... a yellow flag. Please, do we have a clip of a ref throwing a yellow flag on that? I, w- I wish I did, but I don't. I should get. Where's that. the flag? What did I do? What did I do? <laughs> Go to replays. You know it to be true. Look at the shit Tommy went through. No, it's not, he's no, it's still not. able to look you in the eye with both fucking eyes, and he still has a fucking pony nub, Deshaun. <laughs> Fair enough. A, I guess the concern I really have is if you're right and Anthem starts sticking their nose in and fucking with Tommy's booking, I'm worried, like you said, it's a thing to get sold to WWE, and then Tommy's control gets diminished. So the concept, the, that is my concern. But if TNA stays where it is right now, and it went, look, our partnership has you on like has you on when has you going head to head, then fine. Then we just then we just get TNA on television or TNA. Yeah, we get TNA on, on, on USA. Thing. Yeah. I mean that Jesus, that, USA counts as television. No, I know it that what I'm saying is that gives TNA the exposure they've been dying for since basically mm-hmm. Spike TV. Yeah. Okay. And Paramount been around for a long fucking time now. They have been dying for that attention since Spike TV. They ain't got it. They get on USA. They're going to get it. And if they go head up, a lot of people who kind of passed on TNA after Spike are going to see that back and go, oh, shit. And they're going to check that out. Then they're going to see guys like Hammer and Nick Nemeth and so on and and, and the knockouts division. And they're going to go. And I'm sure a lot of them are going to go, you know what? This is better than AEW. And I, I couldn't argue that. I can't argue that either. Honestly, I can't argue that either. Yeah, so no, now I, you've got a real war. We mm-hmm. saw the war and what happened before, and it's going to happen again. Mm-hmm. Baron Corbin is not going to have you beaten AEW. I don't give a shit. They could, they could literally have a two-hour match where fucking Danhausen takes on a broom, and that will get better ratings than fucking Baron Corbin doing anything. That's a good I mean, point. I mean, that's fair. That's fair. Now, that Hammer, fair. on the other hand, will blow that shit out the water. <laughs> I mean, I, like I said, if if they maintain the if they maintain their structure the way it is right now, and it isn't a kowtow to quote unquote more buyers, or at the very least, a endeavor more more kowtow. That's what I say. You look at it, they've already they've already signed a few deals with Endeavor. Mm-hmm. We know Endeavor and TKO or and maybe that's a monopoly, maybe not. Two companies? I don't know, folks. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not part of the better business bureau. I couldn't tell you. But 
it's already their foot is in the door with WWE, just like Okada and Osprey and all those guys had a foot in the door with AEW. Mm-hmm. So I mean, push we'll- comes to shove, and they've mm-hmm. got to sign something. Who do you think they're going to sign it with? I mean, I think the biggest issue is is they. It's interesting to me that they had a partnership with AEW for a while. Remember when Kenny was the belt collector? Oh yeah. And obviously that relationship is gone. I'm curious to see what this relationship brings for them. I mean, it so, brought them Kaz. That, that was a thing. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, you know I love Kaz. I do, too. Mm-hmm. I'm not knocking it. I'm just saying. At least they got Kaz out the deal. Yeah, fair enough. So We're going to have to wait to see how they're going to do it with, mm-hmm. this, with this one, honestly. I, 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 But I'm excited for Alex. I feel that Alex, mm-hmm. he's going to bring a lot to that roster not mm-hmm. being permanent, you know, his matches that he'll have, I will, you know, him and Speedball, if that Speedball stays, because we don't know, because a mean, lot of markers are up. I mean, think uh, about, a think lot of things he's going to bring to the table. Think about a Hammerstone versus Eric Young. That too. Oh, of course. That would be fucking awesome. So, I mean, if I, this, but I want to go back to a point that Dom made about the stability of TNA. Mm-hmm. I think right now, after the last pay-per-view, you made a really good point back in the day, Dom. That somebody basically like this is a wrestling business, and like I said, Eric Young's Eric Young's post, I think, was a corporate thing. But I think it probably was a mirror, which is probably a lot cleaner, more PG than what he probably had in the locker room. Probably. I feel probably. like I feel like they might be on a more steadier keel right now, and I, even though everyone's putting a stupid hourglass, I honestly think with Tommy. Like you said, and with um, Eric Young and guys like that in the locker room, that they will probably just, even though what happened to Scott was pretty bad, legitimately, um, I think right now they're probably more stable now than they were the moment they fired Scott, unfortunately. Probably. It looked that way. It looked that way. I'm I'm waiting. I'm just waiting to see what happens here and there. There was, Mm -hmm. you know. There, there was a glimmer of hope after no surrender. And, mm-hmm. and I, I'm hoping that like just sparks everything. And, and somebody like him coming in, you know, makes people think like, okay, these guys, these guys at Anthem, they're willing to write the checks and spend the money to get people here. They're they're committed. Maybe we should give this a shot. Yeah. Also, I also say uh, Mustafa Ali 2024. <laughs> he already did it. He already did it. He already did it. He already did it this past fucking. He did it this point. Yes, sorry, just, he's I, like I, he's like the Barack Obama of TNA. He walked in and said, "Yes, I can." Yes, <laughs> I can. That's what he pretty much did. I mean, all right. I enjoyed his inauguration from last week. That was fun. That was a lot of fun. But any final thoughts here on Hammerstone? No, it's just, I think I think I think it's safe to say of the three signings announcements. This is the one we're most excited about. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited yeah. for all three. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely excited for Hammerstone. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping he finally gets what he deserves. It's getting platformed somewhere where he's able to be exposed. And Anthem, yes, work on your fucking network shit. Mm-hmm. Expose your fucking talents because that's where it's missing here. TNA on USA, just watch. Do it. I mean, I ain't gonna lie to you, man. I'll take, I'll take TNA on Canadian broadcasting channel at this point. Oh god. 
Uh, that's fine. Yes. And shout out to the Canada, everybody that watch watching and listening to us on all, all the other platforms, man. I love I love Canada. I'm not hating on you guys. I'm just we saying. love Canada. We want to see ourselves too, but uh, you know, see your Canada, Brett screwed Brett. Um, Timmy Hortons is amazing. I don't yeah, care what anybody yeah. says. Okay. Shout out, <laughs> shout out to Ronnie Garvin, the hardest yes. Canadian I know. Oh, the, the toughest Canadian shit. of all time. Mm-hmm. Fuck the Hart family. Ronnie. Oh, <laughs> It's time to move on with the prediction. Yes. Yeah. And that is for NXT coming up this Tuesday. I may do a watch along, folks. Depending, depending, depending. Okay. You gotta bear with me. I may do it. I'm not sure yet. Depending how it goes for me in traffic to get back home. I may do the last hour. Maybe so, because there's I've a I have a good feeling there's gonna be something happening here heading into stand and deliver. That, that I do believe. But we're getting out of the way, folks, because I can tell you, a lot of things that were professional have been happening for the last couple, since last mm-hmm. month. I mean, we, you, you know, Dom, you know, since Phil, Bumble, myself. Baby, I'm burned out. We're burned, <laughs> but we're doing it, baby, for you guys. For you. We got, for, we got four matches that are coming up this Tuesday. And just to break it down, what happened this past Tuesday, of course, uh, Carmelo Hayes came out. What's going on? I want my number one contendership. He wanted his, you know, he wanted his title shot, his rematch. The only thing that came out, one I want a match, you know, with Eli Dragunov. No, how about let's say we face each other? You know, the winner will face, you know, Dragunov at Santa Deliver. And we do have the rematch between uh, Kovic and Gacy. We're going to have Baron Corbin and Braun Baker defending against, of course, you know, you, the University you. And. Uh, of course, we're gonna have Lila and her BFF challenging the Kabuki Warriors for those tag team championships. And I'm really excited to see that the Kabuki Warriors at NXT. So, very brief, we're just gonna give our thoughts overall and what we got. I said it'd be interesting because we may see right here maybe the return of, of course, whoop that trick. We may see that, mm-hmm. maybe so. Whoop that. We may see that here. Um, I know everybody's been speaking about it, and I think we have already prior as well mm-hmm. that Carmelo should be getting that championship before Saturn Deliver and have mm-hmm. and have Trick Williams challenging him at Saturn Deliver so he can win it over there and close out his chapter in NXT for Carmelo to go to the main roster. Mm-hmm. We've we digressed about that before, but we don't know if things could change here and it could be a triple threat. We don't know as of yet. But by far, Pepsi Phil. Are you invested on this Tuesday coming up? First and of all, yes, first of all go ahead. we just say, Hey, Miss Parker. Hey, Miss Parker. <laughs> when you gonna let me fuck? <laughs> what you say? <laughs> none, 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 none. She is not in the card. I know you want her to be in the card. I know she is not, but still, She's um, not. she always deserves a shout out. Um, I am. I am pretty much invested in this just because. Everyone on this roster is fun. Everyone here is fun to watch. Uh, Carmelo, I think Carmelo's story gets ended. That's right, I said story. Cody ain't the only one with the story. Um, gets you shut ended. your mouth. <laughs> I think Stand and Deliver will be the end of his story. Um, Trick Williams will finally come into his own. Um, to Dom's point, the only good thing about the War Dogs. Uh, wait, that is what they're call- that is what they're not calling themselves, right? 
don't know, man. The uh-huh. War Dogs. They are close to the War Dogs. Oh, yeah. okay. I thought so, but I wasn't sure. Anything with Baron Corbin in, I tune out. I mean, if I'm not mistaken, I thought I, I actually thought Braun was signed to SmackDown at some point. Oh, he's my he signed, but okay. the thing is that he's still a NXT Tech Champion. So. so that pretty much guarantees that they're going to lose. <laughs> so whoa, you're saying they're going to lose the tag team belts here on Tuesday? I think that either they lose it now or stay in the deliver. Either way, this is a team that that they are numbered. Kabuki Warriors are the wild card for me. Um, I think they're retaining because I don't think they're because honestly, as much as I love NXT, if Given these titles, given the women's tag titles to NXT roster, is mm-hmm. a bit of a step down. No offense to the Didn't roster. They already tried that once and it just yeah, backfired yeah. hard. Yeah, yeah. So I think they're retaining. I think, however, I think this will be kind of a homecoming to watch them go to work. Um, for the most part, this is just a fun. This will be a. This feels like kind of a and that's a transition. <laughs> A transition paper. I'm sorry, premium live event, as we like to call it. Paper. Uh, Nyquil and no duh, no duh. So I mean, so exactly. I think overall, barren melatonin. <laughs> so I think overall, it'll, that's pretty much where it's gonna be. I think, I think this would be. I think this is just transition. I don't think any. I'm gonna say this cautiously. I don't see any big moves happening in this one because I think that's what standing delivers for. But again, mm-hmm. I think this will be. Uh, I think this is kind of like their elimination chamber because it's just like this gets us set up for the big event, the really big event, in my opinion. I, so, I mean, I think it's just a TV special, you know? Yeah, mm-hmm. it's it. This is what this is basically NXT Battle of the Belts. Yeah, pretty much. If you put it that way, honestly, yeah. yeah. But you know, they yeah. don't watch that other they don't watch that other program. There's no such thing as competition. We just brought the Undertaker on for no reason. We felt like it. Okay, Cody too. <laughs> I mean, let's but, face it, ratings I don't care. Rating and rating is ratings. I don't care. You can no, say no, I, I'm fine with the rating. I'm not fine with them being like, oh no, it's not a competition. Then you break all that shit out because they're going head to head. Bullshit, it's not a competition. Fuck off. Man, you can't be acknowledging the competition. You you acknowledge them. You give them. You give um, them a stroke. <laughs> did, did you watch ECW in the nineties? Did you watch WCW? They all did. They all did. The only one that didn't was WWF, and the rest of them were like, "Yeah, fuck w- ECW's in the corner." Like, fuck WCW, fuck WWF. Here we are. We're gonna kill each other. Come watch. I mean, in the in the end, who won? It wasn't their fault, but in the end, who won? Well, because who had the money? Of course, Church Tenorant. Because they had the money, exactly. Exactly. If Tony Khan, if Tony Khan was, or or if Tony Khan's daddy was back at Paul Heyman back in the day, we'd be ECW would be up there on that graphic instead of WWE. If if Tony Khan's daddy was back in Tony Khan, it would be a competition. Where do you think he's getting that damn money from? Nepotism. He could, he, man, they could get more. They say honestly. he owns this, he owns that. No, his daddy owns that shit. He my just question, spends money. Think, <laughs> they could spend a little bit more money because let's face it, you could spend a little bit more money. Cody, Cody didn't spend all their pyro budget. And by the way, Brickett News they just announced a match for this one. They're gonna add Sean Spears versus Rich Holland in the chairs match in this match. Okay, that's okay. gonna be fun. Okay. Yeah, that's be gonna fun. be fun. Mm. Okay. It'd be a good win for Sean in his debut. The chairman is back. 
not, not, not that chairman. Not, not the. Not that they watch the other program or they pay attention because there's no competition whatsoever, folks. They don't yeah. even know shit about the chairman. This is just coincidence. Just coincidence. First of all, the only person who ever really said it wasn't a competition was Vince. Triple hey. H did too. Triple H did, but Triple H was like, look, Triple H was You know he's fucking watching. We already know he's watching. Triple H said it the Monday before they broke the dead man out on Tuesday. Don't even go there, Pepsi. We know he fucking texts. You know, people out there, congratulations, blah blah. Like he's no, done right. that. Yeah. I'm telling you that he out here, he out here texting people you up every time they win a belt. So he he well, he admits he watches oh, everything. Yeah, like he watches. He said it. He's him, but at the same time, if they're doing something that works and he wants to beat them, he's going to use that. Oh yeah, he would. Well, yeah, that's what you do. That's what you do. So admit that instead of saying, "Oh no, it's not a competition. I don't even pay attention." <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's my point I can tell you for me on this one I got a feeling that this is the direction we can see heading to San Delimer that we might see even before we might see even Tatum turn her back on Valkyrie right here on this on this mm-hmm. matchup Already? I think I, I, I have a feeling I've been I, for like three weeks I know right like for the last three weeks we've been like what the fuck is she what is she gonna turn her back on her but it looks like it might happen here maybe I don't know but it, it, if it doesn't they're gonna. I don't know. Look for me. Mm-hmm. Oh, by it doesn't far, carry the suspense that an Adam Cole and MJF did. Yeah. That's very okay. true. Look, I will they, say. I, I will say that. this. I will also say this. I'm going back to this. Uh, for the pre-show, I would like to book a Gigi Dolan, Jade Parker, Miss Parker match. There's, uh, there's no pre-show. You want to rematch that? Gigi already lost to to Parker. Oh, sorry, so, yeah, but I'm Gigi sorry. looked good doing it though. <laughs> yeah. uh, Let me say this: this is this will refer to as the the cake cage match. No, yeah. it's it's a Nalga Mania match. That's what it's called. Yeah, we call Nalga. it we call it a bakery brawl. Uh, <laughs> and brought to you by three ninety nine right here, folks. Bro, I ain't gonna lie to you. I go, say whatever you want. Male or female. Oh, I just started no, to get my groove on. Damn. Let's face it. A male or female ain't no one on that. Ain't no one on them television shows who ugly. So nobody's yeah. saying that. Nobody yeah. said no, that. No, 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 no. But but go 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 back go back to this shit. Uh, I'm kind of I, I don't. <laughs> if if Braun Breaker had anything cooking going into Mania, yeah, I'd say they'd lose those tag team titles. He doesn't. Yeah. We all saw Gunther say, "Who is my opponent?" And we did not see Braun Breaker come to the ring. Could be a surprise. Nah, it's gonna be somebody from the Judgment Day, and it's most likely gonna be Damian Priest. We all know <laughs> they got nothing for him right now, and they probably won't until after Mania. So I see that. So I don't see them taking those titles off of him and Baron Melatonin on TV. Okay. Especially, they literally just won them again like two, three weeks ago. So they're gonna get a little bit of run. Maybe they'll both come up after Mania and start in the tag division, and then one will swerve the other, and we're off to the races. I think the Kabuki Warriors are going to retain because, as I said, mm-hmm. they tried to put these tag titles together at one point, and it went horribly fucking wrong. Mm-hmm. Like to the point where NXT didn't have tag team titles for a while, mm-hmm. and, and and I don't need that again. So let Kabuki Warriors win that match. I, I think I think Mello wins and then you know hopefully gets the dragon off and somehow we get it, it wins the title, we get him and Trick and mm-hmm. stand and deliver, but that's a lot to do between now and then. Mm-hmm. 
And then my heart wants to say Dijakovic, but I know Gacy's winning that match. I think I, yeah, you're right. I love Dijakovic. He has stolen my family's names throughout his entire wrestling career, and I'm proud to say he was Donovan Dijak in ROH. Now he's Dominic Dijakovic over here. Mm-hmm. I, I love the man. He's extremely talented. I hope he gets another crack at the main roster. But there is just something about him and anything WWE that doesn't seem to mix. Okay. Okay. I like. Okay. We'll have to wait to see, man. So we'll see, you guys, on this Tuesday. So keep an eye out here on the channel. Maybe so. I may do a watch along for this event and get you guys' recap and to see because. Like Abdal mentioned, we all mentioned it. There's a lot of things in the world of freshmen that are happening. Oh, wow. we're like, oh my god, I'm like, it's you know. The good thing about this also is this is a tight card, so we would so this at least very least guarantees four great matches. So I, you know what, and also with D'Angelo, I feel like I'm glad he's getting at least that push for this night, mm-hmm. and I think he's going to show up yeah. very well. One thing I'll give D'Angelo one thing. I, I'm I, I get you, Tom. But see, here's the thing. D'Angelo has both things. He has a character and he can sell in the ring. He can tell a story. He can tell a story in the ring. Even if it doesn't have to be a, a, a very oh my god move type of thing. But one thing that I'll give D'Angelo is is the way how he can tell a story in the ring, besides his character that he has. I know it's it's goofy, whatever you know. Like you it's know, every like, generic Italian goomba you ever seen on the corner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's the problem. I hate. I, I hate when they. Do it's that. Lil Guido on steroids. Pretty mm. much, they, I'm with you. I am so with you, but I'm not disagreeing. Just for me, is at least they're at least the the audience likes it, and I I'm not gonna say no to them. And I mean, yeah, because everyone loves cliches. Shit. Well, come on, you know, like they're cliche you, for a reason. Does it doesn't sometimes. <laughs> Doesn't it make you want to go back and watch Sopranos season for some time? So, no, or... I fucking hated the Sopranos. Why? What? What? We got to bake that out, out of that out of this. No, nah, I'm not gonna that? go that far, but I will say every now. Wait a minute. What? I, well, no, 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 no. I'm not with him. Just let me let me finish. Let me finish. Every now and then, when I'm watching something on YouTube and a commercial pops up, they bring up the Sopranos. You know, go back and watch on here, and I'm like, yeah, no, nah, I'm good. Like I enjoyed it, but that fucking finish ruined it for me. I know that's the only thing that fucked it up for me too. I, I I'm with you. I'm and with I can't you. go back and watch it knowing that's the finish. I know it's stupid. I know because like stupid. I can watch I can watch The Godfather when at well maybe not three because three was just fucking weird. I don't uh, even want to go. I don't, I don't even want to acknowledge that one. Okay, but I go back. <laughs> I and watch thought it's one two. That's it. I can go back and watch the first two all day because mm-hmm. I know exactly how it's going how it's going to go and how it's going to end and it's epic every fucking time. <laughs> Sopranos on the other hand, not so much. Here's the problem Brian. I had with that. I'm I love Brian. Crown Royal I and popcorn. <laughs> I love Brian. I love you I love the Godfather. As far as I'm concerned, almost every Italian mob movie takes their cues from them. Yeah. And Sopranos, no goddamn different. And honestly, I didn't think Sopranos did a good job with it. I think, I mean, I had Goodfellas, which was fucking amazing. Oh, Goodfellas. <laughs> so, and like that one, even Donnie Brasco, I enjoyed. But truth be told, I like the, wire. the further oh, the wire was good. I like yeah, yeah, the wire was good. But the further we go down the Italian mobster storyline, the worse that the worse the genre became. Because at a certain point, everything just became know, a man. Everything Sopranos, became a Sopranos was all downhill after they killed Big Pussy. Yeah. That's the only thing that really pissed me off. Now, don't get me wrong. Um, what's his I name? I was mad. 
Who's the who's the um who's the who's the uh what's the name? Um who's Tony? Who's the actor who played Tony? I'm sorry. Um, James Gandolfini. Yeah, James yeah, Gandolfini was, was so amazing. Funny. James Gandolfini. Oh no, he's great. He was great, but honestly, the storyline it got it felt so diluted because of the fact that we know where it came from. It just became a bunch of cliches. Yeah, it was a little interesting for me up up for a few minutes, but then I was just like, yeah. I want to say more. Like, no matter what, I know he hasn't been in much, but what he has been in, James Gandolfini kills it. If you ever saw, if you ever saw the movie True Romance, mm -hmm. he is a bit part in that. Kills it. I mean, there's also what was it, Joey Diaz? Um, Was it Joey Diaz? Not Joey Diaz. Um, um, No, it's Joey. I he, tells great, he tells the great stories about pretty much how the reason he went into a podcast was he robbed a hooker and then and, and set her hair on fire. <laughs> Joey Zaza? No, no. Oh, that's I a godfather. Even, I don't even remember that. Shit. Anyway, we did we did real. Anyway, anyway, next. Anyway, <laughs> but anyway, the, the, anyway, but yeah, the, honestly, the the Italian mob goon goomba thing um, is like it's cliche. He's a great wrestler. They could have came up with a fucking better stick for him. I I think it just, no, I just I just think they could have done better with like just because he's Italian he doesn't need to be the mob guy. I know I might get shit at what I'm about to say right now, and I and I'm not trying to compare them at all to it, mm-hmm. but I'm going based on in a way how this individual kind of put himself over. Mm-hmm. He kind of wanted the same interaction with the with the audience with the crowd. Mm-hmm. Kind of like Enzo in a way, you know how Enzo, even though he was that that, that, that Italian version, right? Like, but you he had that you know that voice that every day, you know, kind of like D'Angelo, but D'Angelo has his own type of style and more. That I mean, I'll give him credit. I do like him a lot more than Enzo. Like, I, mean, I do too. Like I said, it isn't the fact that he's not a great wrestler. Like that, you were right. He is a great wrestler. I just don't like the gimmick they gave him. Like, I think it. I think that gimmick. Limits his personality and and his character, in my opinion. A little bit, I, I, a, little a little bit. bit, a little bit, but at least it gives the entertainment aspect <laughs> bit. towards it. Yeah. You know, that's the one thing. At least it gives the entertainment for it that I can't yeah. really, but, uh, I but can't I, bash on because it's. I'll, I'll, I shit you not, and I'll be. I'll say it's before in the beginning. I'm like, ah, oh, just another fucking mob fucking yeah, of I, action. I'll that's like that in the beginning. But I'll be honest, I would bash him harder if he wasn't a pretty talented wrestler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'll, I'll, I'm with you on that. If, let's oh, say yeah, so. I said yeah, the same favorite. thing about Lil Guido because all this bullshit, mm-hmm. you know. All, all, I, 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 I wanted to fucking slap him, but at the same time, when you saw the man in a ring, mm-hmm. you were like, "Okay, do whatever the fuck you want, Guido." I don't know about these other guys who are clearly not Italian pretending to be, but you, <laughs> you're cool. <laughs> like I said, honestly, you're cool. You're cool. Fuck, fuck you. you. You're cool. And honestly, and truth be told, it starts to feel real offensive at a certain point in time for me, just because it's like if that's the if that's what the gimmick they go to all the time, like it just feels it feels very ninety ish and very kind it of is. Ex- and, and very exploitative to me because it's like these guys are great wrestlers. You can come up with something, goddamn it. You can come up with something. Like I said, I'm not a booker, so I I, I can say that from the armchair, but goddamn, 
You can come up with something. Since the is going to be like leading his own family and everything. Put him in some suits, make him a little slicker, make him a little more Tony Soprano. Yeah, and a little know. less, and a little less. I can't. I think his name was Chris, the Unibrow dude that was always wearing the track suits yeah. and had the hot chick <laughs> that he what that he married and everything. Oh, make that. him a little less of that. Make him a little less of that and a little more Tony. Like, like, you know, put, him, put him in some suits and some and some collared shirts and have him, you know, talking some slick shit no, you're and, right. and like, being a little more quiet and contained until he gets to the point where he yeah. needs to take action. And then boom, you know, like like that would be cool. This feels more like Chris. Like just give him a unibrow and 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 a quaff, and mm-hmm. you got that dude. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, I mean, like if you're gonna go mobs or go Godfather, that's some, yeah, that's, that's the template right there. God damn it. Mm-hmm. I mean, we'll, we'll see how uh, as the story develops. Anyway, I'm there. sorry. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We'll <laughs> Tell you, folks, there's a lot of things happening here in the world of professional wrestling because it's not over. The next topic, we got a prediction. Yeah. <laughs> already got yeah. my pick. I got my pick already. I, I, I already. I, why am I surprised that you mm-hmm. have your pick? The, the, you know, and just to show everybody, of course, New Japan, New Japan Cup starting, of course, next week. Sonata versus Yoshihashi, Kenta with the show and Omino, Jack Perry making his. Actually, I, I got it wrong. Excuse my apologies. So Sonata got a first round. So there you go. So he passes. So you have Yoshihashi versus Kenta, which I'm I'm happy to see Kenta back. Mm-hmm. Shota Omino versus Jack Perry. That's going to be a good match. I'm looking forward to see that one. Mm-hmm. Toriyani versus Takahashi. Eh, okay. Mm-hmm. TJP made David Finley. Okay, I'm excited to see that. Tangaloa versus Great Okan. That's going to be an entertaining matchup. I love Tangaloa. Yeah. He's the Val Venus of New Japan. I'll tell you that right now. Tomo Hurt, easy with Chase Owens uh, Entertainment, of course. Chase Owens is going to give him whatever he can. Goto mm-hmm. got a pass. Evil got a pass as well. Hikuleo versus uh, Bolton Organ. So I guess because well, Hikuleo is going to win that one. Mm-hmm. Shingo Takagi versus Yuya, Yuya. So I'm looking forward to seeing that. Yeah. Colin Newman. Which I'm looking forward to seeing him and Gay and Gabe Kim. So in Yoshizushi, of course, Jeff Cobb, that's gonna be a great one. El Fantasmo versus Mickey Nichols, that's gonna be an exciting one. Mm-hmm. Tai Chi versus Red Narita, which that's gonna be an exciting one as well, because that's a future. And Zach Zombra has a past. Mm-hmm. So that's which what we have. Which, right which I think is weird. No, it makes sense. And I don't think it's weird. I think it makes sense. Yeah, it's not weird we, to me. No, it makes sense. CSJ, you go to the second round. Fuck that. It, you got to keep in mind, Pepsi Phil. This is now the 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 future. Now that they need to get to prove themselves. So you already got the you already got, of course, like Sonata, Evil, Sex Umbra, Go to who's been in these been in this tournament for how many years already? And now it's time. Yeah, if that then I guess my question is: Hey, that, Tom, what's happening, man? Hey, Good morning. Having Shingo versus uh, was it uh, broadcast? Tom, hey. love you, man. The future, yeah. Having Shingo and Yuya go against each other in the first round, I mean, you might. I thought they might want to spread that out since those are your, those are your young guns right there. Or I get you know, it, but no young lions at least. They're young lions, but for me, I, I look. I think we 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 mentioned this a while back when we brought it up. Mm-hmm. I think even I think Dob probably gave his prediction already, but I'll he'll, he'll recap it himself. Okay. But I think. Um, I think you said Zach Zombre. I think mm-hmm. I think I think all of us are going with Zach Zombre for like this one. I don't know if you feel the same, Pepsi Phil, but I feel like Zach Zombre is gonna win this tournament. By, by definition, I gotta pick uh, from one pimp to another. I gotta pick Great Ocon. 
What? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> if you look at that, first of all, god, if, you damn. At, if you look uh, at that man's Instagram, he a pimp. Pimping ain't easy, right? Right. No, damn. but it sure is fun. Yeah, I got um, to lean into my brother right there, Great O'Con. I, I don't know. I. I have the I looked at the brackets and my finals came down to ZSJ and Kenta. Mm-hmm. At that point, I don't know I like who that. I want to win. I don't know who I want to win, but but considering the way we've been talking, you know, about New Japan and saying, mm-hmm. you know, it is Zach's time to shine with everybody leaving and mm-hmm. everything else. I think even if it gets to ZSJ versus Kenta, he's gonna pull that out. It's gonna be a tremendous match, mm-hmm. but he's gonna win it. So here's my here's the thing. So I got a so I have a, a fixation on Hikaleo because I actually really like Hikaleo. Um, yeah, he's all right. Yeah, I mean he's still young. I mean literally he's young. He's young uh, and dumb is what he is. <laughs> I mean, and you know what else? <laughs> I mean he what is he like? I think he showed up at TNA for a few minutes. Um, but I think Hikaleo once is or young. twice. Yeah, yeah. I think Hikaleo is like I think twenty five. Him against Evil is interesting to me. It is. it is. Oh no, there's a lot of interesting matches. Yeah, there's a lot. Yeah. So I mean, I don't know if they'll let him beat Bolton though. Um, that's the interesting thing because honestly, Hikaleo has they. Had, I won't say they haven't been giving a push, but honestly, Hikaleo has been really quiet. I mean, it's just funny because, like, you know, the Continental Classic, we gave it its flowers and everything. We talked about how great that was. And New Japan's like, yeah, hold our beer and just puts this <laughs> shit out. And you're like, yep, yep, yep. This is why you do this because this is what you're good at. <laughs> Everybody else is imitating. You're the originator. And then you got Shoda, who I know, I, you know, God bless Jack Perry because, you know, he exists. Um <laughs> But Shota, <laughs> he touched in and changed boobies, and he likes them too. Oh damn! Oh my god! Hey yo, what the fuck? Shota. I like going to Japan because it makes me feel good. Wait, Shota. And Shota's Shota's at least a semi- boobies, and I like Shota's them too. Shota is at least a semifinalist at the very least. That's what his new name should be, as far as I'm concerned. The Water Boy, Jack Perry. <laughs> So shoulders definitely have finished, but David Finley's I think going to be the wild card for a lot of people. I like, think I, Finley's going to get deep. Like he might get quarterfinals. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Bracket yeah. finals, you know. But I think he, I think he could be a finalist, legitimately a finalist. Because if you look at his bracket, other than Goto and um, Ishi, well, no, Ishi probably won't be, but Goto. Yeah, but honestly, I think <laughs> I think Kenta's going to be a test for him. Kenta is when we decide if he owned that one. So I don't know. Um, what? Well, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, right now, right now, it's a it's a battle of mathematics. Like, how far does David Finley go? Does it? Do we get a Kenta Finley um, finals? That's what I was. I was thinking we get the bracket finals as Kenta and Finley with yeah. Kenta getting the win. Yeah. Oh, oh, uh, oh Kenta it would be huge. It would still be huge for David Finley to get that far and exactly. have like an amazing exactly. match with Kenta and come up, you know, just short. Mm-hmm. That would that would that would push him to a whole other level which he's already, you know, gotten yeah, on so, like come up several levels yeah. in the I mean, in the, I, I'd be petty and have it and have a uh, Nick Nemeth come in and screw him over. If, there you go. But, but I didn't uh, think about that, but you're right. That'd be fun. <laughs> I don't. I don't. It's a New Japan Cup. 
there's a certain bit of re, there's a certain bit of you got you can only screw so many people over in New Japan and New Japan. Well, that's Cup one though. Good. That's only one. Well, I think well they don't really do that in New Japan Cup. It's like those are just matchups. No, no, now they do that with Gaijins, but they don't do it a lot with <laughs> yeah. their own talent. They do it with Gaijins though, <laughs> a lot. <laughs> <laughs> So, That's how they start feuds in, yeah. in Japan. They just yeah. have somebody come in and fuck over a gaijin in a tournament. Yeah, and so that's yes. pay per view. Yeah, so that side I do have Kenta and Finley being the finalists, and obviously Zack Saber Jr. Um, it's the, who is Zack Saber Jr. going against? And I guess it'd be Shota. It'll be the winner. The winner. No, yeah, no. he'll. Well, in the final, you talking about the, like the semifinals, or are you talking about the the final? No, the next round. Yeah, next round final. Oh, no, he's waiting for because he's going through the winner between Taiki. It, it could be. Well, no, he's gonna fight. Yoda oh no, he'll probably. A, I was gonna say Tai Chi, but but that's. Yeah, between uh, the winner of Tai Chi and Renarita. Mm-hmm. that's yeah, he'll fight in the second round. And unfortunately, but I don't know, man. Evil could be. Evil could be a spoiler too. Evil could be a spoiler as well. Evil could be a lot of things, but he yeah. won't. <laughs> I mean, he did. I mean, he did marry up though. So there is that. Oh no, I'm not. I'm <laughs> facts, but still. <laughs> I mean, the only thing I'm really sad about is Jeff Cobb is probably not getting past the second round. Mm, yeah, yeah. It's a shame too because I love to see. Yeah. Uh, I, I'd love to see that, but if mm. he's in a. Any in the same bracket with ZSJ? That's yeah, he is. I mean, I don't, I don't see. I don't even think Jeff Cobb's gonna make it past whoever wins El Fantasmo um, and Mike Nichols. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I know it's harsh, but I mean, I can see him getting into the bracket final and losing to ZSJ. But okay, I can see it. It it could go either way. Really, it's like Mm -hmm. it's damn near fifty-fifty. I mean, the good thing is this is probably one of this is a beautiful bracket. These this is a beautiful bracket to play. Oh yeah, this is what New Japan does, baby. Everyone's like, oh, they don't have talent. Look at this fucking bracket. There's talent all over it. What we need, <laughs> what we need is a new. What we need is Temple to be a correspondent. Go, what you know? Right, Temple where the fuck is Temple tonight? <laughs> Temple uh, no stuff. I How don't dare know. you decide to sleep in the United <laughs> Kingdom instead of come view us? What's wrong with you, Temple? It's because it's five o'clock in the morning. God damn it. He'll no, get up. It's, it's like He'll it's like eight o'clock in the morning, and broadcast is here. Okay. <laughs> so He'll get up soon. But, but man, yeah, I, I love I love the whole tournament. Like, yeah, they lost a lot of guys in New Japan. But when you look at the you look at both sides of those brackets, and, and there's no Nick Nemeth, there's no Matt Riddle, there's none of that, and you still got all that. I yeah. think New Japan's all right, folks. Yeah. Well, I, mean, I think that's the best part about this. Like, I feel like they were like, okay, look, we know people got to go. So we just got to leave. This is like the, the New Japan Cup. I think, the, the, Ivan, you said it best. This is where they start building their talent. This is where they start putting people This is over. how they do it, man. This is not they have to. It's, it's, it's a must. They're they going to have to start They end it. up losing nine, ten guys a year. Then they're just like, well, we'll start bringing up the young talent, put them yeah. in the tournament, see how far they go, and then we'll know who we need to push yeah. and, who the next, and who the next crop is. And we'll do the same thing next year, so on and so forth. Just rinse and repeat. And it works. Yeah, it does. It has been working since before Prince Debit, since before Fuck You, Captain New Japan, since before. (laughs) (laughs) Mm, Man. But, I mean, we'll see. I'm excited. You guys have any final thoughts? No. It's going to be a cool tournament. It looks. I mean, yeah. I mean, like Dom said, they they do tournaments well. 
Oh, they're the masters of it. Mm-hmm. Also, yeah. I, also, I would like to call. Well, I forget which syndicate in Singapore is doing it, but Singapore has a has a has a match going on now where it's going to be uh, a murder grandpa versus uh, Maki Ito. Uh, I don't know why, but I think I'm going to. I would enjoy watching that greatly. Um, you know, I, I was I was about to ask the question, why the fuck you bringing up Singapore on this shit? But now I get it. Now I yeah. get it. Now I get it. No, that should be fun. <laughs> well, the weird part is Maki I mean, Maki Ito a murder. It's gonna go to the point where it's like your, uh, like your Minor Suzuki versus Oscar in a tag match when Suzuki beat the fuck out of Oscar, and that's just gonna happen. You're the same right. shit. The right. weird thing about those yeah. two is, is have you ever seen them together? It really is like a big brother, little sister thing. Oh no, That's it what is. It is. Well, you know, in 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 movie terms, if you remember, I think it was Hot Shots Part Two mm -hmm. when when Lloyd Bridges, as the president, comes busting in and starts fighting Saddam Hussein and says, "Well, settle this the Navy way. First guy to die loses. That's this match." <laughs> <laughs> so, That's that match right there in Singapore. So bringing it back to New Japan. Um, the talent this this right here is a perfect showcase for their talent. I'm sorry, hopefully, hopefully, hopefully we'll hope no diamond. one dies in this tournament. <laughs> <laughs> no one will die I in this love tournament. Real <laughs> <laughs> so, no one dies in this tournament. Oh, um, oh and again to uh Dom to Dom's point that's the big champion. That's one reason you're the and, big and champion. Th and thankfully. There is no Matt Riddle, so I'm very excited yeah, about that. I don't even want to talk about him. Why didn't add him into this topics? Because no, we're know. not. We don't even need. No, to go there. I no. don't need to. Because mm -hmm. there's no need to. Like, you must be the stupidest motherfucker to <laughs> fucking bring. Did not tell you. Uh, <laughs> that's like Honestly, why we should do a I'm, segment. I'm on sorry. We should do a segment on who the dumbest fucking wrestlers are. Look, okay. Matt Riddle is the dumbest. There, right, the segment's right, over. But before I get to your to your to, to your comment, I apologize. Mm -hmm. I just maybe want to do the debate center tomorrow because of this shit. Um, He's so angry. He froze. Oh, I thought it was yes. me. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I can you say that again? You were so angry, you froze on it. Yeah, you were like. I, I, I said, I said, I I want to do a debate center about that tomorrow because also to recap SmackDown because there are some things there that I saw highlights with which I will rather not say here, rather have everybody to watch it. See, we're busy for you folks. We're doing this for you guys. We're doing it for we're doing it for you. But you must be the stupidest motherfucker to say what the fuck you got suspended. Like, and, then say, and then say all three times that's why. Jeez. Like, mm -hmm. I don't want to get into it. Yeah, I don't want to get into it. I don't. No, yeah. I, I rather that's why I added to the top because we would have been. I, stuck. I, would, I would like to say one thing in a world where we literally almost lost Scott Hall at a young fucking age. Mm -hmm. Almost lost Jake the Snake over that type of bullshit. Mm -hmm. The fact that this motherfucker flippantly throws Flaunted. that shit out. Uh -huh. Like it's nothing. It's too. That's not the right wrestler bracket. I'll get. Uh, yeah. I'll, I'll get past sixty-eight. <laughs> It'll be bigger than this fucking tournament on screen. Uh -huh. Oh man! But all but I know is I could, 
I, yeah, go ahead, go ahead, Phil. But that's the problem I had with the way his flipping attitude. Like we we literally almost lost two of the best wrestlers because they were falling to the, their demons almost took them over. And the number of wrestlers we did lose because of their demons. The shit ran rapid and rampant in wrestling for so many decades, and he's out here gloating about it. exactly. Yeah, I don't right here. See, I put the thumb up too, Rocky. But that's I mean, the, Ricky. But that's the problem. That's the problem I have. But um, but all right, let's move on. Let's move on. Let's take the news. Yeah, I know. Yeah, but Brian, you're absolutely right. The dojos in New Japan work these young guys. Work the young the young boys. Fuck yeah, they do. Man, get them ready so that when this type of shit goes down, (laughs) they can throw they can throw one of those guys on a bracket, and those guys are just going to show the fuck Mm -hmm. out. Yeah, definitely. And I mean, honestly, New Japan strong always strike me as a. I don't think that's a developmental brand, but it's weird. It's like, it's like you're step one before you can go to New Japan, like New Japan proper. Well, Which, yeah, because you, I mean, you have uh, you have Kushida, who's actually running the dojo along with uh, Fred Roser, right here in Los Angeles. So they're doing they're running Kushida's the dojo. in TNA. I love that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean that 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 TNA New Japan connection. Is mm-hmm. stronger than it was. It was two weeks. Oh, ago. it's a lot stronger than it's, it's ever a, been. It's a lot stronger. Believe me, believe me, a lot. But you know what? The stronger folks, because you know what time it is. Because we're almost there, folks. So you know what time it is, Vader. What time is Get it, baby? It. You gotta tell me. It's time. It's time. It's Vader. Dynamite. That's right. Dynamite! Dynamite. Oh, Jesus, what the hell happened here? There you go. Okay. Yeah. Oh, we're See, back. Dynamite happened 48 hours ago, the last Dynamite of Stark! Unfortunately. Why you gotta keep saying that, goddammit? <laughs> I'm gonna have Tony, Tony Savani say it, so anyway, so I, I saved him for last. But man, all I know is that I was impressed to see Atlantis Jr. versus Chris Jericho on this one. So, yeah, well, and shout you... out to Atlantis. I go, well, don't even, bro, you know I'm fucking Rasa. So, I do have a toy of, I, I gotta look for it. I think my son has it. I have to see Atlantis. It. Yes, I do have it. <laughs> man, that was a long time ago. Woo, when I was a kid, man. Jesus. Uh, of course, and of course, the, the debut. Oh, I would Can I say debut? I would say more. I guess he's returning. He's officially now. Are you talking w. about Kermit the Frog on leg day? Yes, on leg day. That's so awesome. <laughs> I love that, man. But we're not, I guess, we're not going details in each match because we still got after this the predictions for Revolution, folks. But we're just going to talk about it overall. Uh, so I'll just go ahead and digress mine very briefly. Mm-hmm. All I can tell you is I love that promo of fucking... Liar, Hangman Page, and Samoa Jones were. <laughs> you mean Hopper? I knew it immediately. Yep. He, I, I mean, like this motherfucker ain't hurt. First of all, you can't hurt your quote unquote knee ankle and fit going. How the fuck you get it into a boot? <laughs> a cowboy boot, what exactly. Heel, and you mm-hmm. got ankle, and you got an ankle or a knee injury. Fuck mm-hmm. out of here with that bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. Or, I'm MJF sold it better and they hurt his knee and he had his fucking thigh wrapped. But I will say, I will say this. I will say this though. I will say this though. What does anybody else remember that? Because I fucking I, 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 I do. That's a blood blast. I'm listening. After, after the bullet club takes out his knee. What the fuck? 
<laughs> I will say this though for Swerve. He goes, I will do anything. I may have done some things. I'm like, yeah, you terrorized the baby, Swerve. The That's what he yeah, he, he terrifies the I'm baby. I'm somebody's house and threaten their child and threaten their baby. He said what you, it. What you mean you done some things? Yeah. He does some things all right. So, but uh, I, work, I though, can say, it? look, but it I can say <laughs> that promo, it, it put over Swerve a lot. And I'll save my my thoughts of that when we get to the predictions because I have a lot to say about that. But I just want to say, but the shout out to the promo, especially Samoa. So I don't give a fuck what anybody says. Samoa Joe is the man on the mic. Yeah, you give that man a mic, Always. he Always. will bury the fuck out of you. I love that man for that, and I love him overall. Period. Mm-hmm. Period. Because what he's done in TNA. What's not to love? He's Joe. Yeah, he's Samoa Joe. I love fucking Joe, man. That's right. (laughs) I mean, I think Jeff. I mean, was it? I think Jeff might have a little beef with him because of that sit down and (laughs) (laughs) that one comment he made. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh wait, 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 wait. What do you say? What do you say? What do you say? Oh, wait. <laughs> what are you talking about? Fuck, I already forgot. He, he, said, pretend like, he said, pretend like it's meeting and just sit there and shut up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but oh, no, um, I was happy about that. There was an interesting thing that I realized. That trio's match in the beginning, I didn't think that was needed. No, it was needed, and I'm going to tell you why. Mm-hmm. I'll explain that to you why. No, no, I mean, I understand from a booking standpoint, but for me, mm-hmm. I know that I know, I know Eddie's going against, um, Eddie's going against, um, uh, uh, Brian, Brian, Dianson, how Dianson, Dianson, Dianson. and then you get, and then you get, um, and then you get FTR versus uh, the rest of the BBCC. So I understand that, but there's a part of me that goes, was that. Did we need any more heat on that rivalry for both of them? There's a reason there has to in be. In my opinion, it, yes. Yes. Because that the, shit it, got hot. <laughs> and it needed that shit. But mm-hmm. and like you I know said, we did we didn't need the Bucks interrupting Eddie when Renee was talking to him about it. We didn't uh, need that shit, but yeah. the ring shit, we needed that. Uh Red and Stimpy, unfortunately. That's what I call him. Fucking Red and mm. But I I mean that match was great too. Uh, Orange versus Nick Wayne was a great match. That was good. Good to see mm-hmm. Nick Wayne finally in action. And that's the one I felt like we didn't need. Not not because of Nick Wayne. For Orange Cassidy's <laughs> sake, the man has been put through a fucking ringer. He's defending the title in a few days. Let him take the goddamn night off. Mm-hmm. Hey, but hey, at least he wasn't the first opening matchup though. He was the second one. So oh, I, mean, I know he was the second. One, but why not? Okay, so so Garcia is going to be fighting Christian, right? Why not yes. let Nick Wayne fight Danny? To soften him up for Christian and give Orange Cassidy at least one fucking night off. That one. Sense. I agree, See, but that's where I'm at. <laughs> but then I again, mean, you remember you have the you have the Roger. Give me the one. pencil, Tony. Give me the pencil. I mean, truth be <laughs> told, I think with Orange Cassidy has the same problem Seth Rollins does. He, uh, likes, he, he likes his job. Like he likes, he likes wrestling. He likes being hurt. <laughs> Maybe he maybe he got a kinesio tape fetish. Possibly maybe so. he's just got a pain fetish. <laughs> and we saw Red and Stimpy running around looking for staying with a baseball. At least bad. they at least they finally changed the suits. Oh, I know, right? At least so here's the problem with that gimmick that they're doing right now. Um, you can't take them seriously. 
We like, talked I, about that when it first came out on Independence Bill. We talked you, about that. Yeah, but I was you would think that if they were trying to push it like right now, they okay. They, I know we're not debating, but if I could if I could just play the other side of the card for a moment. Mm -hmm. The reason you could take them seriously because they are now acting like everything Phil, the other Pepsi Phil said they mm -hmm. were acting like. All yeah. the shit. Like, he talked about it being arrogant. He talked about it being brats. He talked about it being dicks. And what are they doing now? So that's how I can take them seriously because you heard somebody bitching uh, about them in the back and now they're acting that way. Okay. All right. I, I can see your point. But for me, it's just... <laughs> Yeah, I gotta deal with these two. I, I, oh no, still I gotta deal with the not so young buzz killers. So I am yeah. not. <laughs> I am not happy about it. I am literally just devil's advocate, other side of the coin. This is like taking a shoot and turning it into a story. Yeah, mm -hmm. I, I agree. I agree. So can also, I would like to say uh, the the Chris Atlanta Sky Blue match. Oh yeah, was perhaps. So Hold the on. best and funniest shit I have ever seen. Oh, why, fucking why the fuck am I not surprised that you were going to say that? I, I, well, no, the reason I enjoyed it was... Hey, here's another... We know why. But no, but here's the thing, though. The thing I... The reason I enjoyed it was... You know what we don't get anymore? All right, quick. You know what we don't get anymore? I missed the... Remember... The one of the matches I've always enjoyed, or the the, the 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 visuals I've always enjoyed, was the Awesome Kong Gale Kim rivalry. Oh, yeah. like, to me, that was you my you comparing that to that. Well, there was a point where Sky Blue jumps on Chris Statlander. She presses her and throws her ass into the crowd. That was very Kong versus Kim. Yeah. Okay, that was very. I'll, I'll give you that part. That, that and, like, I'm not saying it's as good, but it was yeah, giving you them flashbacks. Exactly. I that was the same energy. Oh no, like it was good. That was respectfully, respectfully. I was gonna say, here's was, another unshocking comment: sky blue and that ass. <laughs> respectfully, but yeah, but seriously, but <laughs> not no, but us, really, That was why. That was why I enjoyed it because we don't see that anymore. Like, I mean, butt cheeks running wild. Respectfully, yeah. But see, but tremendous competitor, but I can't. But it's hard to focus. All right, <laughs> like, this come from me. I'm gonna need you to focus for a minute. Work with me. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying. We're talking about. I can see her. I can just picture. I can just picture that shit. And I'm like, hello, lady. <laughs> so, yeah. So, but watching those two wrestle, it was like, like we don't get a big versus small in women's wrestling anymore. Like no, we just not don't. Really. And like honestly, really. seeing those two go, it, it was a lot of fun. I mean, it was also a little bit evil, but it was actually kind of fun because I'm because all my first thing I said is, why is Chris Stadler fighting that child? Um <laughs> <laughs> I was like, it, it's probably a little more comparable to like Riho and Nyla than, yeah, than Kong yeah. and Kim. Yeah. But they're all in the same family, you know. Yeah. They're just they're just very they're very the, the they're very far off on the tree. So it was still, but it was yeah, but it was really good. And honestly, it was a good show for Chris Statlander. Oh, what, what happened? Kicking that right. Uh oh. But go ahead, continue. Mm -hmm. We got hacked. No. Oh. No, but continue. Go ahead, continue. Oh yeah. Oh, we got. Um, but yeah, it was good to see Chris Statlander. Um, I have been enjoying her stick with Willow and Stokely. So. Yeah. I thought this was just like I said, this was just fun to watch. So and I'll, I'll throw my two cents on this one too, though. Yeah, Forgive yeah, me. But yeah, the thing about I am enjoying the storyline. The thing mm -hmm. about this is 
at one point somebody's gonna have to go like like if willow is cool with stokely then mm-hmm. statlander gotta go and that's fine that may you know that's 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 a that's a traditional wrestling storyline but then that also makes willow a heel how the fuck do you make willow a heel she's just this bubbly smiley thick happy woman you can't make that a heel <laughs> i mean who says willow has to be a heel well, is Statlander gonna swerve them? Because Stokely's always the one trying to cheat. He was the one handing, the, trying to hand her the chain. Well, remember when that storyline first started? That was Stokely trying to turn Statlander against Willow. True. True. When that storyline first, that was the original storyline, and I don't know how Willow and him became best friends, but at a certain, it point, is so weird. <laughs> <laughs> but it is. I enjoy it, but it's so fucking it weird. Is. So. So, like, honestly, I don't see Willow turning heel because, like you said, that's like being mad at a puppy, respectfully. But, like, yeah. or, or being mad at, like, the happiest person. Like, being mad, it, it's like being mad at Bailey Hugger Bailey at one point. So, I need, I need to get the Journey King Lauder. Puppies, I need to get that one day. So, <laughs> we're not bringing that one back. <laughs> oh, God, that would be fun. But, but <laughs> I mean, yeah, it, it's just, I can't boo Willow. Look at her. It's like, oh, you're so cute, boo boo. Look at you all happy. I mean, she ain't John Cena. She can be a heel. No, no, John Cena could get booed. Willow, I don't think so. I don't yeah, think so. so like I, said, I, I booed Cena and I can't boo Willow. Okay. <laughs> I will say this though. I think Statland is the one that, that turns heel. I think she turns, I think she turns on Willow and Stokely just stuck there because it turns out to be a swerve that Stokely basically. He like I think Stokely right now is Emperor Palpatine, and he's trying to corrupt Statlander. Let the hate Willow. flow through exactly. you. Yeah, I, I guess I I guess I can see that. Like Statlander loses too much, gets mad, you know, mm-hmm. swerve. Mm-hmm. Okay, because if you're gonna have Stokely and Willow get tight, then they're gonna have to swerve Statlander, and and that would make Willow the the heel, considering the tactics and the swerve and all that shit. Yeah, yeah. Because remember. You can't- you can't have evil Willow. Willow's about as evil as a bag of fluffy kittens that just got declawed. Well, think about this way. Remember, Will and Willow was complaining about Stokely's interference. So they are leading to something. Because remember, when Stokely- Lord knows what that is yet, but we don't even know. We Man, it, right? yeah, I'd rather have that than have to deal with like that fucking storyline between Ruby and and and, and oh, the butt of the bubbly oh yeah mm-hmm. yeah exactly the chef notes like, oh, that's why i love this guy he gets it mm-hmm. you can't hate on her <laughs> again they said the same thing about sky blue and look at her yeah but sky blue really made a transformation and <laughs> i don't know willow could do that i don't think she could <laughs> Everybody yeah. just be like, no, we're not booing. We're we're concerned. You need to smile. I mean, when you go to Hot Topic, what happened? I mean, I ain't gonna lie to you. She does she does have the Rob Van Dam effect, as I like calling it. Whereas thank like, you. No matter how much, <laughs> I mean, no matter how much you try to make Rob Van Dam a heel, they're just like, Man, that's just Rob being silly. What yeah, they're just like, oh, it's Rob. Yeah. <laughs> No, we love you, man. RVD. Uh, I mean, that was the thing about that was the thing I love this run. It's like RVD is a heel invasion storyline. Uh, I really hope Jamie comes back soon too. Oh yeah. Well, was it was it her knee or was it? Uh, it was just her knee, right? Her knee. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, so it was an ACL MCL uh, injury. So yeah, it takes a minute. Yeah, it takes a minute. But it's been a minute, so I'm hoping she's back soon. Uh, could oh, be. I mean, it could be revolution. It could be. Maybe she could drag Britt Baker back in with her. Where the hell? Britt Baker's on a milk cart. Did she get hurt? I don't even know. No, she's. Um, I think she's in. I think she's in the back working with talent. In between, she is. She is working in the back. She's working with talent now. I think. I think Tony, in his wisdom, really better. So you cannot be on TV, and then I'll give up my TV spot. Great thought. Great thought. Well, I mean, I think Tony's <laughs> trying to. I think, well, here's the thing, though. I think for her. Remember, she still is. She still is a dentist. Like oh, I know that. He has a but whole. She's practice. always been. She's got a practice. I, I think about it, Britt Baker. If you live in a town where Britt Baker is what the dentist, mean, where are you going? There you go. So she's probably overwhelmed with that, and like running the practice and doing training and trying to build up the women's division. Um, yeah. So it, I think I just for the for the sake of time, I jumped in with the goods because I, I I felt the same way. So I figured I'd just pile on. Yeah. That was that. There was that. I had some beds in it, but you know, you brought up a lot of the good stuff, and so I had to uh, I had to chime in. I couldn't. No, you're right. Uh, really, I didn't know that. Aren't you relationship with Beulah? Oh, oh, oh! Yeah. And he can still get away. Yeah, no, was, <laughs> RV didn't get away with anything, man. I mean, that was the problem. It's like, how are you gonna be mad at a pothead? All that shit he did on Twitch with Katie, and they were just like, two weeks later, they're like, Yeah, you can come back, Rob. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, like, pra- he practically turned their Twitch channel into you porn, and, mm-hmm. and <laughs> I mean, they were like, Ah, it's Rob, no big deal. Fuck I mean, it, this fucking guy. You, I mean, you see him and his partner show up, and I'm like, Rob, uh, what are you doing? I don't, I don't know if you could do that on Twitch, brother. And he was like, But watch. <laughs> <laughs> so and they were calling it like a week I later. No, it's like, and here's the thing though, it's like two days there was scandal on you know, on social media. Oh, yeah, they got thrown off, they got banned, all this bullshit. Mm-hmm. Everyone's talking about RVD being, being fired. The following week, they're back on TV, and there's our, they're back on Twitch, mm-hmm. and there's RVD. Mm-hmm. Him and his was it? Were they were they strippers or porn? No, they were strippers. So not that there's anything wrong with that, but I was just laughing like, were they stripper or porn stars? Because Rob got that kind of risk. Uh, anyway, so God bless him. Anyway, yeah. I mean, so. I, as far as the show went, I mean, it wasn't bad. It definitely felt like a go home show. I'll give you that. Oh, I, I I called. I gave it a C. I gave it a C. I was gonna say it. I give it like a six out of ten, maybe a D plus. Mm-hmm. Like it, it had its moments. Don't get me wrong. Like like the Will Osprey moment. That was that was probably my favorite segment of the whole night. Like when he came out, started talking trash about himself. Like I said, Kermit the Frog on leg day and his whole story. <laughs> of, anytime he says "bruv," I'm a happy guy. So, I, mean, <laughs> I feel like Guy Ritchie's writing his dialogue somewhere. He might be. We don't know. But but Will is amazing. Uh, 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 the Bucks, ugh. I know. you know, I know. And, and and some of the some of the segments in the back. I'm like, can we can we please can we stop? And, and like I said, with with Orange Cassidy, I felt like that that could have been a spot where you put Danny in and you know had Nick try to soften him up before the TNT title match. Mm-hmm. And you could have had some kind of, you know, quick backstage segment where Orange and, and his boys get jumped by the Undisputed Kingdom. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm loving the heat between. I actually, I actually like the heat between Eddie and Brian more than I do 
mm-hmm. with FTR and and Mox and Claudia. Really? Yeah. It, it it just feels like, hey guys, remember these four from WWE? We have them too. <laughs> but with with Eddie and Brian, there is a literal disdain towards one another. I'm sorry to interrupt you, but this is what speaking of Brian. <laughs> Find some Pepsi because you won't turn it into a taxi cab confessions or cat out. <laughs> no, that's that's no, please, oh. happily. But yeah, but yeah. I, that that feels like an actual intense rivalry where FTR and the and the BCC guys is just like. Hey, we're really trying. We're really trying to get you into this. We're really trying to get you into this. And I'm like, yeah, and you're failing. Well, that's like, the, that again. Like to me, Eddie and Eddie and Brian, yes. You you have sold me. I want that. Those four having a tag match for no apparent reason other than to have a fucking tag match again. That was the reason why I did not understand. The trios match, like FTR. I, I'm gonna save myself. I'm, I'm gonna tell you why, but I'm gonna save myself for that. But go okay. ahead and see. I apologize. The FTR and BCC. There's no real reason for them to be beefing. The first match, I will admit, we were all really excited for. Mm-hmm. The fact mm-hmm. that it's become a rivalry, we do not know why. If it's just two guys, if it's just four guys who like to fight. Fine, but, I guess. No, see, that's that's what I'm saying. Like, I know why Eddie Kingston and Brian Danielson want to fight, and it's not just for a, t- uh, a yeah, 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 yeah. That's my. That's I my have point. no idea why these four are even beef. Well, that's well, that's my point. Like I said, if if there is no reason for them to fight, having them kind of keep meeting each other, especially the trios, dilutes their whatever storyline they're trying to build. So it's like yeah. if you're if you're just trying to build it to make it a a, a pay per view event. Having a tag match that pretty much sets off like we really want to see him go on the pay-per-view, then having them do a trios match feels like on their side it dilutes it. Now the mm-hmm. Eddie and Brian one, I understand that they got those two together because let's face it, Eddie took the pin in that one, or I guess the joke in that one. And the, when the match when he went night night. Yeah, he went night night. He got so, he got kicked unconscious, basically, yes. and then yeah. got choked. So that right there makes the pay-per-view worth going to go see. Yeah, that's what I said. <laughs> but, but the other two, the other four guys in the ring did nothing for it. So you could have just had that first match in the beginning, find another tag partner for Brian and Eddie, and then pretty much jump straight to the four guys at pay-per-view. Because, like I said, it felt deluded yeah. by the time it got – like, it felt See, deluded. I, like I said, I was okay with the six men. The, the Orange Cassidy match didn't make any sense to me. Mm-hmm. But uh, – the last two things I'll say is I'm glad that the nature boy did not turn on Sting because I didn't want a reason to hate him after all these years. <laughs> and seeing know. seeing Sting coming down from the rafters with mm-hmm. the bat just brought me back to a point where I didn't have gray hair and, and, and I felt like maybe my life was going to go somewhere. I, I, it was beautiful. I, I don't give a fuck how the rest of that went. I, I, I don't give a damn if he waited for Darby and everybody else to get fucking killed before he did it. 
Mm-hmm. I, I don't I don't care. Just protect Sting and give me my childhood. I'm a happy guy. <laughs> I, I was just scared that like, why are you doing this? Like, I thought we got rid of the concept of someone sliding down from the roofs anymore. So, so oh, I was Sting, like, <laughs> let's be honest, that spot was probably safer for spit for Sting than some of the shit he's pulled at pay-per-views. Yeah, probably. So it was like I said, it was a nice, it was a nice callback. So yeah, I agree with you. It was a nice. And it callback. was, it was even reported that the end of that show was kind of ad libbed because they couldn't get Sting rigged up properly, and they mm-hmm. didn't want him to drop until they knew he was absolutely safe. And that's why Darby took a beating, everybody else took a beating. The butt, you know, and all that played mm-hmm. out the way that it did because they did not have Sting rigged properly. So at least, at least. They did everything they could to make sure that shit was going to go off without a hitch. I'm mm-hmm. sure Martha would have appreciated it if the same <laughs> shit happened back in the day. Yeah, I'm I didn't. Sorry, is it too want, fucking I soon? I didn't want to bring it up, but yeah, I was. That's what I was. That's yeah, what, I at did. This point, <laughs> at, this, at this point, every time I see somebody go, we're throwing it from the Raptors. That's all I see. Like I said, Look, all, all I can say is that, and I'll, I was going to say it for last, but well, I've been playing more than once, anyways. But no, One we- thing we can say is this is the last time we're going to hear this. Stop here. Stop talking to me, man. <laughs> get there. We're going to get there. And we're going to have some price guests coming. This is my too. early birthday present. Sting's uh, gone. You know. But one thing I'll say is as much as I don't agree with a lot of that piece of shit Alvarez says, mm-hmm. I don't because I, I just don't. And I know you hear this shit because three years ago you fucking sent me an email like stop talking shit about you. Good and yes, you, you have. Which I don't know happened, yeah. shit about you. Look at you making friends and influencing people. I don't, I don't know why he doesn't like me. I don't give a shit. He does. Is that what you call hating? No. Yeah. <laughs> you're just hating. It's hating. You're a piece of shit, Alvarez. He, he still just, hasn't stopped, by the way. I still would. I'm not a stop. But even when, if I, if I ever see him eye to eye, I'll still tell him you're a piece of shit. He's like Puff Daddy back in. That man, never. that man is like Puff Daddy back in the '90s. He's like, can't stop, won't stop. No, I'm not gonna stop. Fuck that. <laughs> never gonna stop that asshole. But the one thing is that oh, Rick Flair, you're 75 years old. You, this is not about you. This is about Sting. Keep away. Like, there's no reason for you to do what you did. No reason at all. Right for me, it's just like no. This is Sting's last run. Sting wasn't there when he went to your retirement and say, "Hey, even though he could have been there if he wanted to, but he wasn't there." Mm -hmm. But you know, interfering in your shit or making the save or anything. No, leave. Ah, God, just let this man end the way how he wants to end it, which we'll get to. We'll get to it, but... You know what? The only I, reason I'm okay with it is I think they kind of did an audible with this when Sting's father died to get Rick in to kind of make... to continue that story while he was mm-hmm. in yeah, the boat. I, yeah, I, I get that. I get that. So, so it, it just... Gonna, uh, I mean, I'm the same way with you and Flair. Um... So, wait, wait a minute. Sorry. Oh, to, hold up. I had to hold on before you do. I had to take this off. And I gotta play his intro because he's here, folks. He's here. Right.
club till the wolves come. Surrounded by the sheep in the streets till the wolves come. Everyone strip on the floor. We the wolves done. Fuck up the mirror. I got a Snyder extender clip. So who wanna play heroes? Go bad shit like Ozzy. I was born in the darkness. Oh, you the wolf till we pull up and you're harmless. So pray to Oliver, the Don Dada, the top shotter, the top spot. Final boss you cross. That's when your ride stop. Bossy out with that white chalk. What up? What up? What up? Brother De Niro! Oh, you come. I didn't know you'd come, but I'm so excited. <laughs> That's what she said. That is what she said. <laughs> Sorry, am I late? Am I late? <laughs> no, you're, you're right on time. You're right nah, on time. Man, I appreciate you. I, I, what's the call? I was listening to the show on the way home. I was driving home. I had a big important meeting, but definitely a lot of cool shit. Wanted to hop on, though. Definitely was also listening to what was going on on SmackDown. And I just want to say I called the fucking tag match. But whatever. <laughs> which which one? Which oh which I, I, all right, you know what? No, if no spoilers, it, no spoilers. It. All right, the rock came out. He said, Let's let's fuck the little challenge Cody Rhodes said. Let's have a little tag team match night one. Seth Rollins and Cody Rhodes versus yeah. the Rock and Roman. And if Cody Rhodes and Seth Rollins wins, then night two, Cody Rhodes and Roman Reigns will be no bloodline ringside. But oh, if the rock and Roman Reigns wins, then that means it's bloodline rules. That means the bloodline could do whatever the fuck they want during the match. Ah, uh, uh, I'm gonna I'm put it this way: to the non-believers, go back to Raw Dogging with De Niro. Watch that. You will see him and I both say this shit was going down on night one. A hundred percent. Here we I have are. A video. Go wait, check out wait, the wait, Wrestling Delore podcast Instagram where I said this shit three weeks ago. Put out a whole clip and it had fucking Temple saying, "Dude, that is very stupid. Fuck that. Love you, Temple." Well, keep in mind, though, Dub, you were a little skeptical. You're like, Roman can't show up for two nights in a row? No, Roman I know. Didn't look once, I, I had said on Monday, mm-hmm. once Seth announced that he was cleared. Okay, okay. I see what you're saying. Okay, I'm That gonna... made me feel like we were going towards night one tag mm-hmm. match. Night two, you know, Roman, Seth, and Cody go on and fight, and, and Rock goes home. I'm just waiting for <laughs> go home, please. That man ain't going no, home. Right. He ain't going home. Where he got the back to the UWF to worry about. Word. Nah, but speaking of home, thank, thank but... you so much for what's called for letting me come on late. Right, I appreciate you. Uh, I got you like can't, you can't run out of time, bro. Because like we're You're always welcome, dude. Are we thank you. I appreciate are we, it. Man. Are we doing it? Are we doing? We still on dynamite or doing predictions? Well, we're doing predictions in a moment, but mm-hmm. we gotta let we we gotta let. De Niro give his thoughts of dynamite because mm-hmm. we heard everybody. We, we need to hear his. So the floor is yours on that one. What were your thoughts overall? Overall, I thought it was a good dynamite. I love Hangman Page as a heel, right? <laughs> Hangman Page is the most intriguing he's been for a long, long time on the show. So shout out to yeah. the opening yeah. segment with Hangman being a heel. Good to see uh, my man Will Ospreay, who I announced on the DeLorean as my 2023 Wrestler of the Year. I think mm-hmm. that he's going to be doing big things. I'm very excited for him and Kanosuke Takeshita this Sunday. Uh, yeah. I thought it was really cool for someone who followed Lucha Libre growing up because my father used to watch Telemundo like crazy and CMLL would come on, right? Mm-hmm. Shout out to, you know, Atlantis versus uh, Corazon de Leon, Chris Jericho. Mm-hmm. Definitely a uh, fun little matchup. And if you know, you know moment because, you know, mm-hmm. I, I appreciate that they showed the video footage of they actually Chris had Jericho. Yeah, I know. It's not often. AEW's starting to listen. A video package? Wow! It's like they listen. <laughs> uh, as for Orange Cassidy and Nick Wayne, I think that, you know, as much as I like Orange Cassidy, I think that Orange Cassidy needs to lose this title already. It's boring, and I'm going for Roderick Strong all the way. Um, 
Yeah, and yeah. The the six man tag match was very fun. It was a nice little preview of what we're going to get at Revolution. I think that AEW needs to do this more often, where they put their stars in matches against each other instead of just having a bunch of you know nothing matches. Like this easily could have been fucking you know the the Iron Savages versus the Blackpool Combat Club or some shit. So mm-hmm. I'm glad that they went this route because. They have a really stacked roster. They need to use that roster and utilize it. So really, really happy with this matchup. And the fucking, the the Sting segment at the end made me feel like a little kid again. I love that Play for him, Dom. Yeah. Play for him, Dom. Play for him. Uh, oh, oh, play. I gotta find it. I don't even it. know what it is, but play it. I gotta find <laughs> it. I'm not in clips. It's on. the last one. It's the last one. You'll see. I'm it. going, I'm going. I'm scrolling. My scroll, man dropped scroll, scroll. I got old fingers and shit. Give me a minute. What <laughs> up, Brian? I appreciate you, bro. No, but, I mean, he, we said it. Brian said it, it. It all brought us back to childhood, man. Yeah, <laughs> I definitely felt like a little kid, man. I remember watching. Uh, to be honest, I was a WWE type kid, right? And I know my dad was a hundred percent WCW. So it was tough on Mondays when my dad would say, "Shut the fuck up, we're watching Nitro," and I'm like, "I want to watch that," <laughs> right? <laughs> and I would, I would always remember the one thing about Nitro that I always loved was Sting. I always loved when he would drop down and lay waste to the whole NWO, one man against 20. like, And that's where it brought me back to. Sting coming from the rafters and I dropping down from the ceiling is I, definitely I, a classic, classic moment. I mean, I will never I will <laughs> never be more grateful to Scott Hall for Crow Sting. Like, literally, but the fact that he was like, you know, you should check this out. And next thing you know, we get, we get what? Was it nine? Was it six, seven months? Of just quiet staying in the shadows up in the rafters. Up in the rafters with an actual fucking raven or buzzard yeah, yeah, or some shit. Creeping and shit. Like, bro, you lurking. I was like, wow. <laughs> and to think Why he went from surface thing, all bright colors, to this black and white, yeah, you know, mysterious yeah. character. It was a total 180. It was amazing. But by the way, how come they didn't cast Sting in the Crow remake? Because Brandon Lee did a great job at it. But they're they're literally remaking the movie right now, and Sting is not the girl. <laughs> I will never watch it. <laughs> you know, I it's funny because during um the I think there's a revolution media call that Sting was a part of. He he brought up today that Crow Sting was not even influenced in his head by the crow. He he never really was influenced by that movie. He took influences more from Batman. And he said from uh, the face paint, he said, was more influenced by Kiss. Um, Batman for like the lurking and like the vigilante stuff. Huh. He took uh, a lot of inspiration from the Rocky Horror Picture Show, he said. So it's very interesting to hear Sting say that Crow Sting was not influenced by the Crow, even though we all knew Crow Sting was <laughs> the Crow. Fucking influenced by the Crow. <laughs> like, my, my wife is a big fan of the Crow. She has a DVD and all. And she has a shirt Dang. with the Crow on it, right? Brandon Lee Crow, and I'm always like, yo, that's that's a stink shirt. Fuck, fuck the crow. That's a stink <laughs> shirt. <laughs> right. She's yeah, like, I, I've had the same moment, bro. Yeah. Because <laughs> Kathy loves that movie too. So I've had the same mm-hmm. fucking moment. So yeah, yeah. Oh, and, and on that Dom, I'm not gonna lie to you, I probably won't watch the new crow movie either. Um, I ain't gonna watch it. So because like as far as I'm concerned, they peaked at Brandon Lee in the original version. Oh yeah. And then they had the audacity to do a TV show. Oh. Um, so yeah, I know I'm good. I'm good. Don't don't bring that up around my wife, by the way. <laughs> uh, if you wow. thought she got mad at Gonzalo just for being younger than her, <laughs> you ain't seen shit. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. 
All right, so we're done with dynamite. So before we get into the predictions of per, of revolution, folks, let's get mm-hmm. let's, let's talk about the media call. I want to talk about this for a minute because there were three topics here that really caught my ears attention because and also wanted to get you guys' thoughts about this. Mm-hmm. First of all, of course, Camille Brickhouse names brought up. They asked mm-hmm. him, "Hey, where Tony Khan? Are you watching her? And have you talked to her? And are you planning?" Do you have any interest of her? Oh, I'm watching her. Yeah, you know, you're just watching her and to see what I wanted. You know, she's very talented. We speak a lot and blah, blah, blah. You know, he didn't really see speak a lot, but you know what I mean. He just more okay. So we got that point. They brought up, of course, the the, the woman who was writing the stories for Mercedes Monet in back of WWE. Mm-hmm. And how was that edition? What was your, you know, how was the edition for that? And he was happy about it. We needed another input, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Okada, on the other hand, was not brought up really that in this media call, but the one thing was brought up about. There's a reason why. I'm going to bring it up, why, Pensifo, mm-hmm. because, because there's two things happening at the revolution. You have rumor your window. Keep in mind, folks, we're not that piece of shit out for us. Uh, once again, no. we're not. Or Uncle Seltzer. No, or Sean Ross. Fuck no. Our opinion. But... He's going to make his debut after Revolution here on next week's Dynamite, based on the rumors in your windows. Mm-hmm. Then the week after that, you're going to have business, baby. Business coming and making business in Boston to make it her like, debut. Yeah, I wonder what's going to happen there. Like, no. What is it with this beef with Julia that she has right now? Um, it, there's, I'll get to that. And, I don't, I, and I'll say that right now. But once you know, so that's what's going on here in this in this topic here for this media call. Mm-hmm. I'm not bringing up the whole oh house when one I forgot who was it to ask about you know when it comes to harassment and blah blah. That's not the topic we're going to touch here because we're not that that shit. That mm-hmm. shit is over there. That's you want to deal with that? Go to the attorneys about all that crap. And that. How about this? That. Fuck that scumbag. How about that? But the and I'll. To answer your question, Phil, we know that she's dropping the belt. That's all I can tell you. Yeah, no, that part, no, that part I understand. But it's interesting yeah. she's dropping it to Julia because she's leaving. She's leaving to be with uh, Grosso for his promotion. So, so Julia's gonna drop the belt by the by the end of next month. I don't want to be surprised it'll be Mercedes. So don't be surprised that she's over there training because she's trying to get herself ready. For whatever's gonna happen coming up next mm-hmm. month, I can't give you details until it's further no, further provided. I don't know. I give you something we talk about later, Pepsi Phil. <laughs> <laughs> Act like we don't do this a couple times a week. Pe- it's <laughs> you get to say Pepsi Phil is in the mood of this all the time. Well, no, my question though is: is this if you if she is technically going to be in big business? Are they going to let her? I mean, I guess she's going to keep the belt while she's in AEW. You stardom is always on my niche event. So, yes, they will let her keep the belt. That okay. was for sure. So, that's the biggest question here about these two that were brought up on the media call. And so, basically, my question is this, gentlemen Should Tony Khan, do, do we see Tony Khan signing? Camille Brickhouse, since now her name was brought in this in this conversation in the media call. What are your thoughts of having two back-to-back debuts here at the revolution? 
you think it's the right move for them to do that right away after the after whatever happens on Revolution, which we'll get into. But is that the right move to bring two of the highest st top stars in the world professional wrestling to make the debut right away in this whole month of March before even we're heading into Mania? I know you said it earlier, Phil. We're not competing here. There's no competition here. But it's just, sure. is it the right decision? Yeah, I quote on that. <laughs> but is it the right decision for Tony Khan to do this back to back coming up next week, the aftermath of Revolution, and the following week heading into big business in Boston? So, De Niro, I take it to you, mi hermano. I hope you like the little things, by the way. You, I don't know if you saw nah, it. It's fucking dope. I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This, this side has all the special name bars. <laughs> <laughs> no, he got blood on top of him. That's why. I don't remember. Yeah, I'm it over here. Look, I'm like Sandman. Fucking... <laughs> don't worry. That's still going to have our We still need a Coutrement. Some of us is us. Well, you, well, you, well, Some well, of us deserve a Coutrement. And that's well, the impact players of podcasting. Okay. Right. Look, you, you're going to have an OnlyFans all around you, right? Are we talking a podcast tag match between me and oh, I? Yeah. <laughs> we're we're three-time ECW tag champs, bro. Right, that depends how, how bad they're, you want to lose. They're, 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 the network, they're the debate network tag team champions. I can't, I can't, I can't do that. All right, I got to do it all. Everybody. The, the floor is yours overall, just, everything. Bro. Everybody loses. <laughs> Not yet. Uh, first of all, I, I like I said, I just ran home from my, my wife has been missing me all day, so I might not be able to stay on too, too long. Right. Mm -hmm. But I definitely want to uh, get this out. Right. This will be an absolutely amazing idea to have Okada come out and debut on the following. Well, on the next week's Dynamite and then two weeks after that or a week after that, have Mercedes Monet have it back to back. Why not? You have a big, exciting surprise for the men and a big, exciting surprise for the women. I feel like if you saved Okada until after, well, I heard some people saying that Okada might debut during big business. That's going to take away from Mercedes Monet. So why do it like that? Have mm -hmm. it the week before and then maybe give Okada his first matchup as a member of the AEW roster at big business to help sell that crowd out. Because mm -hmm. the, the TD Gardens is a massive arena. I, I've been to the TD Gardens. It's a big arena. So, yeah. you know, you, you want to sell that out. Having Okada wrestle would be a good way to help sell that out. So why not have Okada come the week before and then have his debut matchup with AEW, even though he's been there, but as an AEW roster member the following week in Boston. Mm. Um, and also, I think that that's going to get the buzz hype and, you know, excitement for AEW again, because oh, it's been numerous times this year already that Tony Khan said that 2024 is going to be the new 2021. And if you remember what happened in 2021, we had not only CM Punk, but we had Brian Danielson and Adam Cole, like back to back to back Adam Cole and Brian Danielson being in the same night, you know, right in the same segment, they both debuted. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, I and think about, about the, yeah. Think about the excitement that that brought, you know, I think yeah. that AEW right now, they definitely need not a reset, but something to rejuvenate them. You know, Tony Khan already mentioned on his Twitter that the show's going to get a new look. I don't know if you guys saw the new dynamite logo that's already out. Oh, um, saving that for next week until it's official. That's what happened, but I didn't bring it up to these topics for that. I, yeah, yeah, my bad. I'm already on next week. I'm already next week. But so, yeah, I, I think that it's really cool. I think that it's going to be something that's going to make AEW exciting again, you know. And as for Camille, if she comes too, I mean, that that's another huge roster member that could really help that women's division. 
And right now, I think that the women's division is going to be at an all-time high. Think about the stars and talent that they have on that division. And if you bring Mercedes Monet to that, then you're talking about probably one of the best women's divisions in all of wrestling. Mm, possibly, yeah. Possibly. I mean, think about it. Everyone talks about impact. I love the knockouts, right? I love the knockouts. I love WWE's women's division. I love Rhea. I love Charlotte, Becky, all of them, right? But think mm-hmm. about ring talent. You got Mercedes, Tony Storm, Deanna Perrazzo, who people sleep on. I've been saying it for like the last few years. Mm-hmm. Best wrestlers in the world, men or women. Oh, yeah. You have <laughs> Soraya, who could step back in the ring whenever she wants. You have Britt Baker, who's sitting on the sidelines, who's a megastar, who once she gets back into the ring, it's going to be a big deal. You have someone with the in-ring prowess like Serena Deeb. You have mm. Doug Rosa. You, that is such a stacked women's roster. The only problem is they are not being utilized to its fullest potential, and that's what we need. We need there utilization of the women's division. Okay. All right. I can give you that. I'll give you that. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, Pepsi. You want to take it? Go ahead. Yeah. Um. I think, and this is me being a little bit on, on the negative side. Bear with me. Shut up, Dom. Um. <laughs> you negative? Never. Uh, like you're um, positive, right? This sound Electrified, terrible. exploding landmine, 4,000 light tube cage yeah. death match. <laughs> Oh, they done. Oh, <laughs> right. the stream over here. On this I, I, uh, De Niro pretty much hit the nail on the head. Sunday, uh, De Niro hit the nail on the head. Uh, the 2021 multiple debut during a pay per view thing. I think AEW busted their wild. They can't do that again. So having it be after after is much better because the everybody wants you. Everybody wants you to show up the next week after their pay per view. Like it's like when revolution happens, it's like watch that show up at the next one. I don't know what the match is gonna look like, but if you got a promise of Okada showing up and then Monet at big business, or if it's reversed, I can't remember. Um, yeah, that's pretty much the best way to do it. Um, I'm not gonna lie to you, I don't think Tony is smart enough right now because he's in this shiny thing thing that to see to see Camille as a good one. I think Camille would be great in AEW. I think. Right now, putting her in it with Sasha makes them the most competitive division at the moment. Wouldn't at that moment, like I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, T- TNA, yes, WWE, yes. But when you talk about talent and competition, like competitive, where single handed you go, I want to see this match happen. I want to see that match happen. Like, can you imagine Chris Statlander versus Camille? Can you imagine right. Queen Amanada versus uh, Sasha Bank? I mean, Mercedes Monet. Like right now, from a from a, a competitive booking standpoint, that right there could make it happen. I mean, I hope Tony realizes Camille would be a great asset. I mean, again, it would also depend if Camille wants to like want, wants the money that he's offering, and if he's offering like because if he does some bullshit like we'll hire you, we'll leave you on ROH. What the fuck? <laughs> the what the fuck is the goddamn point? Yeah. You probably get you probably get less people watching her than fu- the one she was in. Don't make me spill my beer for God's sake! You were about to make me spill my beer. That is a thing I think Camille needs to worry about because, like I said, look how long it took Willow to get up to the AEW main roster. Yeah, like yeah. AE, like it's not That's like another she, thing we could reinvigorate when when Mercedes rolls in her Willow. There is that, yeah, so that was um, good shit. Yeah, but even uh, and honestly, yeah, Willow versus um, Mercedes Monet would be awesome. I think mm-hmm. the thing is that I don't like the fact I'm worried that you got all these talents. Obviously, Okada is a separate story, 
But you got these two, and, and I'm worried if Camille comes, she's going to be relegated to, like, do ROH for a couple of weeks, and then we'll put you on the AEW main roster. Like, that is what I don't want because of the fact that – because that's what he did with Queen Nominata. That's what he did with Willow. Um, that's what he did with Sky Blue. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure he did with Sky Blue. And then, and that's the one thing I don't want. Like right now, Camille, in my opinion, and she has been there before. Like she has been on AEW before. So Tony does know she exists. I don't know why he's, I don't know why the fucker act like he ain't never seen her before. He fucking gave, he booked her one time already on AEW. I mean, Bullshit, Tony Khan. Exactly. Thank oh, you. wait, 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 wait. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Hit it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I gotta hit it, no, because he has to. He has to he... That's fucking bullshit. <laughs> bullshit, Tony Khan. Like he Thank knows you. who, like, he knows who the fuck she is. So I saw you. that, and I'm like, bullshit. You're bullshit. I'm sorry, you. Because my thing is like, bro, you saw her. You booked her during the pandemic. What the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, so, stop that shit. Mm. Cut it out. So Tony's Tony's weird like that. So he might. He, Look at him. He might not remember yesterday. <laughs> One less coke line you'll remember, Camille. Another toilet. you love me in the morning. <laughs> Just make sure you don't. It, now I know he's going to hire Matt Riddle for sure. Allegedly. Yeah, bro, what do you think we should do? No. 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 <laughs> yeah, so, so yeah, and Okada, I mean, Okada, like I said, the one thing I was thinking about, like, after this, like, af, af, after we get Kanosuke, who does Okada deal with next? Is it just going to be him versus the Callus family for a while, or do we or do we get Okada against other people? And who who is the match after Kanosuke? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's the I say what I think. Someone like Okada. Okada is coming in a little higher than where Osprey and Jay White came in. I think yeah. Okada needs to go straight Thank to you. Joe. Go straight yo, to Joe. Yo, yeah. You have you have a history with Joe. You have a history with Joe. Joe was the fucking guy who brought you into TNA, and you was his little sidekick. Now he's not. Right? Yo, I'm not your sidekick anymore. I'm not fucking okay or anybody, whatever the fuck you want me to be in the Green Hornet. I'm fucking If that if they went that route, that'd be great. But I mean, then that'd be I mean that'd be two losses for Joe right there. Follow. I mean, oh, I, we haven't done any predictions yet. So yeah, no, no, but, 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 but as much look, it's just debate, but mm -hmm. I would disagree. The reason why I disagree with what you said in the arrow, because keep in mind what Okada said. And we talked about this a couple weeks back, and we, you know, Dom and Phil are here to, to say that Okada wanted to re reinvent himself again. He doesn't want to have that momentum again to be like, hey, I want a title shot immediately. No, mm -hmm. that's not the point. The point is he lost that spark. There's a reason why he's leaving Legion. You give the credentials deserve what he's been given. He is the John Cena of New Japan. Mm -hmm. we, we already discussed that a while back. You and I didn't know what we talked oh, about. Oh, I mean, if you but, think about it, though, Joe's not going to have the belt after Revolution. We'll, we'll get to that, <laughs> Mr. OnlyFans. Give me a minute. Why we'll are you get putting there. all this out now? <laughs> give me a minute. Because I'm all, kidding. <laughs> all I can tell you is that Okada is going to start over again. That's where he's mm -hmm. going to do it. He's starting over again. Mm -hmm. I get you have that point you're saying that. However, I still feel that it's too it's not gonna happen that right right away. I think he wants to get his feet wet before they even book him to that. If Tony Khan books it that way, then that's another bullshit right there because it's like 
okay, so what are you going to do after? You're literally going to give him the belt right away. And what about then from and then MJF come back with him? Then what? So now you do where... Okada versus Jeff Jarrett. Because oh. <laughs> <laughs> I know you love Jeff Jarrett. Oh my I'm God. serious. I'm not going to sit back and take this fucking shit. Now, speaking of being presumptuous. Nah, but I agree with you. All jokes aside, I, I do agree with you. I mean, that, that makes more sense to mm-hmm. have him build back up. A little bit. A little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Dom, go ahead, brother. No, All right. Well, when it comes to Camille, do I do I think she do I think she'd be good in AEW? Yeah. If, like De Niro said, they actually utilize women, because you got Mercedes coming in, mm-hmm. you already have all these women, you have all this talent, but where are they? Mm-hmm. And so that's why it. I'm not looking at it from a standpoint of like, oh, would AEW sign Camille? Because they would. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at it from a standpoint of. Does Camille want to be there? Yeah. And when you're looking at what, when you're looking at the division and you're saying, and you're drooling over, oh, I could fight Brit or I could fight Deeb or I could, I could have, you know, a, a, a monster, a, a monster match with Statlander, ABC, blah, blah, blah. Your next thought is, but when would they book this? Yeah, And the answer, if you've been watching the product or if you, even if you've been talking to some of the people that you know from NWA who are a part of the product, like Thunder Rosa, Sky Blue, whoever, your answer is probably, do I want to be there? You know, will they use me? When will they book it? No, and never. And that's why, as much as I hate to say it, I think she might be better off in TNA. Because, yeah, they have a ton of women. But they also use those women. You could still have those matches with Savannah Evans, with Jessica Havoc, if she Camille and and, uh, Jordan Grace would be Jordan Grace. Oh, that'll be fire! That'll be fire! Exactly. That that match would basically be called Death by Snoo Snoo when you're looking at those two women and (laughs) respectfully, it would be great. So I, I I feel like that's a better fit for her right now until AEW proves. Yeah, we have these women, and we're going to use them. Mm-hmm. The only time they had two matches on TV it was literally, it, at least in recent history, was literally Tony Storm crushing a jobber from that town, and then Deanna immediately followed her. Mm-hmm. And it probably I took agree. the time that one, and it probably was, it probably took the time of one match. And nope. it wasn't like WWE, where even if they have a couple of quick matches, they 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 were good. They meant something. Yeah, yeah. It was just like. Yeah, this got the story forward, but yeah. Can I, can I have a little quick suggestion? I what's it called right now? I have on the TV, and you know, Rampage is on, and Rampage is virtually pointless in my opinion right yeah. now. With you Look, got you got. Are you Dynamite, about to go where we've all went? Preach the word, preach it, preach it. So I think Rampage should be AEW's all women show. Yeah, I'm not saying saying don't have the women on Dynamite and Collision, but you could give more emphasis to that women's roster on Rampage. And you you have have said that so many weeks in a row at one point. We said there was no, yeah. So you are, I'm fucking watching Evan Bourne and some (laughs) luchador right now, not Evan Bourne, uh, Matt Seidel. <laughs> no, but and it's like you know, it's like I'm, I'm a big fan of Seidel, right? Mm-hmm. I'm a fan um, of Lucha Libre. Like mm-hmm. this is cool, but it's pointless, it's meaningless, and it's just mm-hmm. like a throwaway show. So why not have another show that you already have on TV 
to establish the women's roster. And I'm not mm-hmm. talking, oh, give them an extra match. I'm talking dedicate the show the whole to show. Them. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. make it feel like, uh, well, what's the show that's out? Wow? Make it feel like yeah, wow. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, do, do your thing and make it a full effort to make this women's roster seem as meaningful as the men. Because mm-hmm. right, right now, you, it doesn't seem like it's meaningful at all. Yeah, I'm right I, there with you, dude. I've been saying it forever. It's I, I, I guarantee you would utilize the women's division. You'd probably get better ratings. Mm-hmm. And it would, and then maybe somebody like Camille, for instance, would feel like, yeah, I can go there. They've got a whole show dedicated. Like you imagine, an hour, it's an entire show. Can you where, imagine if they did like they took over and they had a women's, they had a women like a, a, a continental class for the women, mm. and and imagine I see four, a qualifying match for yeah. madness. No, Nick, I really don't. And then you, and, but then you, you and had, the ring fanatics, but. Uh, mm-hmm. Or the Rick Fanatic, great. I really fucking don't. Yeah, but great yeah, show today, by the way. Great prediction show from Rick Fanatic. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But in, in the thing, the way, um, but imagine if Camille came in as a surprise guest on that C3 for women on on Rampage. Yeah. They could. They could make an all-women's pay-per-view, mm-hmm. and they're not. And it's But what would be the point? All of yeah. women. Exactly. Well, they haven't yeah. built it. They haven't yeah. built it. Yeah. What's the point of an all-women's pay-per-view if... You have no stock in the women that are on their roster. I mean, you have mm-hmm. to build those women up before you can give them that spot. So AEW mm-hmm. needs to work on that division before they give them that spot of having a whole paper. I mean, which is as, why you get the all women's rampage show. Exactly. As much as they messed up, NWA actually pushed their women and had an all women's pay per view. That mm-hmm. one was a, a success because that was power. James had yeah power. That was oh yeah. James, That's James what I'm saying. Was, at at least they were willing play. to do that, whereas. Somebody with a much bigger budget and a much bigger promotion and a much deeper talent pool is like, nah. Mm-hmm. And I don't Shit, TNA was having their one night only all women pay per views like yep. every year mm-hmm. for a couple of years. That's they, very true. Yeah, 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 for several years. But that's mm-hmm. so. If I'm Camille, I'm looking at that and going, until that day happens, no. I mean, yeah, and I, mean, and I, I know. Okay, can I get my turn in now? Because <laughs> if not, I'm going to sign off and go to bed. <laughs> if y'all need me, I'm dipping. Uh, nah, nah. Shit's about to hit the fan. Go ahead and jump over your barbed wire and come get me. Reclaiming <laughs> my motherfucking time. Okay. Up until I hear Dom. So I want to hear Dom before I sign off for sure. Mm-hmm. Now, I know we all know where Mercedes is, is debuting, and there's a lot that could happen there. And, and I am interested, despite what I just said. But I, I'm here's a shock I don't think Alvarez and Seltzer are right. I think there will be a debut at the pay per view. Mm-hmm. And I think the Rainmaker will debut at the pay per view. And I'm going to save where till we get to the fucking predictions because I know how segments work. I love it. Stop asking, right. asking questions that require me to get into the predictions. Let's get into it. Fucking might as well because yeah, we were yeah, we just wanted to get that out of the way. You know what time it is, folks? It is a prediction. Yeah, Matt Hardy, tell me that is wonderful. Oh, you tell me wonderful. Yes, the last topics of the night, of course, folks, is to end the year with the predictions of, of course, 
Thank that you, Steve. <laughs> yes, right here. Unfortunately, we're not having the meat the meat ones because they canceled that one. We thought we were, but they guess canceled it. So all that was pre-taped, I guess, for rampage and collision for the qualifications for that match. So it's not gonna happen based on Tony Khan what he said 24 hours ago on the media call. No, it ended up being it's becoming a six a six man matchup now. What the fuck, man? Oh, Tony Khan, you're full of shit. No, yeah. Man, so it's not gonna be Meat Madness. They're going to add, I think, Pentagon and uh, yes, another couple of people because it's now a six man. They just took the name Meat Madness and now they made it something like All Star, uh, yeah, whatever. Scramble, yeah. scramble. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Well, yeah, I, I thought I heard I that on Dynamite, it's... but I was tired as fuck. So, yeah, it, it's like All-Star Scramble or something like that. Yeah. Right, Big E sued them for IP infringement. <laughs> Big me. And, it wasn't because uh, they lost the meats. No, no, never that. <laughs> no, All right. Let's get into the Fuck it. I mean, I'll, I'll, we'll skip that one. Let's start with the first one. Right here. The opening matchup that I feel, Mox, John Moxley, and Claudia versus FTR. This is, and I... To answer your question, Pesciville, because I know you asked earlier when we were recapping Dynamite, you said, why is this match happening? Why is this kind of delay? Why is it... no, 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 why? I, no, I said, why was it happening on Dynamite was my question. I, I, get, I, I get that, but keep in mind, remember, and mm-hmm. I know I don't want to compare it to WWE, but I know everybody, you know how everybody does their... They always do that type of shit, when they always kind of have everybody come together and, mm-hmm. hey, you know, like do a six-man mm-hmm. or do a tag match. The pre like a preview of what's happening into the into the just not a PLE or just a pay per view. So this might I'm I know I don't I don't normally do this I really don't. I feel like this might go to A and B. I feel like it could be A could be FT uh, Moxie and Claudia winning cheating here on this matchup. I think it's gonna great be a great opening match here between these four gentlemen, and the the feud's gonna continue. B would be B would be uh, it'll be a draw in this case. So Again? I feel like it, it could be a draw, and then the feud will continue between these two guys, and the thing is not over yet. Yes. So, but I'm gonna save myself. I'll let De Niro break it down because he's gonna have to hop off. Go ahead, Daniel. Give us your take on this one. I think that this matchup is also going to be the opening matchup. Um, I, I thought that they really had a great matchup on Dynamite. And, you know, if you had five more seconds, I think that FTR would have won that matchup. Um, I, I don't know. Did they announce if there was a timer limit with this? Because I think that this matchup is probably going to get close to that 30-minute mark as well. I think that they're probably going to go about like 27, 28. But in the end... I think FTR is going to get the victory here. They need the victory to continue to build back up and get back into contendership for that tag team titles. Um, Moxley and Claudio don't necessarily need to win this matchup, nor are they a established team like FTR. So mm-hmm. I think that FTR needs this victory. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, so we're going to let De Niro break his very briefly, and then we'll give ours after one because he has to – Jet off, so I'm putting it here that. for that. So we have those cards. So all right, so we talked that one. All right, what about the the continental one? I what's called. Also, don't want to do another cheap plug. I'm gonna run through this uh, more like rapidly than I guess everyone else who's going to really break this down. But if you want to hear my full predictions of 
Revolution that dropped Wrestling DeLorean Podcast episode 327 today. The full predictions of Revolution where I really break down every single matchup. So I'm going to just say what I said there pretty much. Um, this matchup, Eddie Kingston needs to win. Eddie Kingston needs to earn that respect from Brian Danielson. I think that Eddie Kingston needs to continue to hold the Continental Crown, really establish that he is your Continental Crown and your Triple Crown winner. Um, what would be the point of him to go through that gruesome, grueling Continental Classic just to lose it a month later or two months later? So Kingston needs to win. And the one last thing for him to finally, you know, establish him as like a top guy is to earn the respect of his peers and Brian Danielson, who says he has no respect for him. He needs to respect him. So he beats him. Brian Danielson's forced to shake his hand. Okay. What about the international championship? Orange Cassidy, Roger Strong. Roger Strong. I, I feel like Orange Cassidy's getting stale with, it. you know, he's had over 41 uh, title reigns with the two title reigns combined. And his first title reign with the international championship was very fun. But ever since then, I think that, this uh, second title reign has been a little lackluster. And I think, and the same reason why I'm going to say Wardlow needs to win his matchup, you have done nothing with the Undisputed Kingdom since the big reveal of who the devil is and who the devil's henchman is. When mm-hmm. you need to establish this as a top faction and a dangerous faction and a threat, right? So in order to do that, you need to win gold. Roderick Strong wins. Okay. Time is Tony Storm and Deanna Peraza. As much as I love Deanna and I will continue to praise Deanna as one of the best wrestlers in the world, I think Tony Storm needs to win this matchup. I think the bigger money matchup down the line, not too far down the line, but I think the bigger money matchup is Tony Storm versus Mercedes. Mm. Mm. Christian mm. Cage, Daniel Garcia, TNT Championship. This matchup is interesting. I, I, I did not expect this matchup to be on this card until a couple weeks ago. Kudos to AEW for really building up Daniel Garcia as a top contender with the Continental Classic. And then also him, uh, what's called, feuding with Christian Cage and getting close to beating Adam Copeland. They really built Daniel Garcia up. So I think that as much as this is going to make Daniel Garcia seem like a top contender who could hang with Christian Cage, right now the most consistent heel in the business is Christian Cage. So Christian Cage needs to continue to hold his title until we get the eventual rematch between him and Adam Copeland. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, Osprey, this matchup is going to be, in my opinion, probably the in-ring match of the night. Um, this has the makings to be a, and I'm not, you know, saying predictions. I, I think that this has the makings to be a early match of the year contender if both these guys come with their working shoes on. Um, Kanosuke Takeshita is very underrated. A man who should have been a top contender for the AEW champion after he beat Kenny Omega twice in one week and then beat Chris Jericho. Um, in the end, though, I think Will Ospreay is going to win the matchup. He needs to win in his uh, victory here for his uh, debut as an AEW uh, signed talent. But, you know, I'm not going to say what I think may happen afterwards because I think Dom was hinting to that later on. So, I'll let Dom talk about who may help uh, Will Ospreay against the Don Callis family here, but mm-hmm. definitely Will Ospreay. Okay. Triple threat match for the AEW World Head Championship. Now, I'm glad you put this because a lot of people were saying, oh, well, Sting is old school. He would want the title to be last. On Fuck that. Sting is old school, but Sting is a legend and had a 39-year legendary career. So if you have an event dedicated to Sting's final matchup, you put that shit in the main event. Dang. World title match or not. So... I'm glad that you put that here because I see a lot of people saying, oh, regardless, this match is going to end tonight. No, it's not. Um, this matchup is going to be very interesting. 
for everybody who says, where's the stories in AEW? They built this story up very well. They built the story of Hangman Page being so obsessed with making sure that Swerve Strickland does not win the title. They built the story up with Swerve Strickland being so obsessed with making history and becoming the first African-American champion. And Samoa Joe's just being like, I don't care what you guys want to do. I'm going to be both your asses. In the end, I'm, I'm always saying you got to strike while the iron's hot. And I feel like the iron is scorching right now, Swerve Strickland. You got to give him that victory. But I don't see it happening. I think that they're going to make Swerve look extremely strong. I think Samoa Joe is going to retain Samoa Joe's title reign still has legs on it. I mean, he just won that title two months ago. I think that he's going to retain by pinning Hangman Page, but Swerve Strickland is going to come inches, inches away from winning that title, and everyone's going to want to see Swerve win it even more after this matchup. Okay. I love that. I love that. Main event, the last match, Sting, Darby Allen, the Pentecostal Championships versus the Red and Steampy. That's what I call him. But, yes, Nicholas and Matthew. Not-so-young buzz killers. Mm -hmm. I think that uh, Sting is probably going to no-show this event. So, <laughs> nah. You know, I, can't, I can't retire if I don't show up for the last man. Here we go again. <laughs> Fuck this shit. I'm out. I, I also see a lot of people saying that Sting is old school. Sting is going to put over, you know, somebody on his way out. I, I think that the person that Sting's going to put over on his way out is Darby Allen. I, I don't think that Sting and Darby Allen lose this matchup. I don't think the Young Bucks need another tag team title reign. I think that Sting and Darby Allen win this matchup, and they probably just relinquish the titles. And then AEW loves their tournaments. We'll probably have a tag team tournament going into double or nothing or whatever the fuck. But I think Sting and Darby Allen win this matchup. Sting ends his career on top as a champion in the main event of a pay-per-view. I think that's the only way you could go. Oh. Okay. Love it. Okay. All right. I appreciate you letting me get all that off. I know like you have the whole order set up, but thank you so much. Yeah, I love coming out with you guys. I wish it was, you know, for the full show. I had to run home and then hop on quickly, but I appreciate you so much. And I love you all. You guys are family. We love you, brother. Don't forget, if you ain't doing anything on Sunday. <laughs> oh, yes, sir. This was you not can at 5 a.m. Watch so. Revolution with me. This was not at 5 a.m., so you know I'm there. Oh, oh, there, oh, there you go. So that means, uh, yes, you already you heard that? it, folks. Breaking news, folks. The Impact Players of Podcasting will be at Revolution. <laughs> <laughs> They'll be hosting. We're, we're, sure, we're flying yeah. down to Norfolk, Virginia. Not no, uh, Greensboro, <laughs> Greensboro, uh, North Carolina. You can fly to... here because I'll fly to Virginia. To I'll, I'll... I live about an hour away from North Carolina. <laughs> I do it better. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> nah, definitely. I, I love you guys and thank you so much for having me on. I'll have the rest of the show on in the back, but gotta hang out with the family. I've been out for like the last like six hours, you know what I mean? And oh, we'll yeah. definitely talk about all that when y'all no, give, the, ba too. give the baby some love. Say hi to Ange. We love you yes. guys. Thank you for oh, showing up. I appreciate man. you. Love you, man. Take care. Wow. See you Sunday. <laughs> yes, sir. All right. Good day to you. <laughs> all right. So now there you go. So I already gave him. Oh, shit. That's the wrong one. There we go. See, they had everything all mixed up. This is what happens. But yes, folks, I already get mine. So let's start. What is Pepsi Phil and Notorious after that? Um, I agree with De Niro. I think this is FTR's match. Um, I don't know what it is with the, the, the Blackpool Combat Club, but for some reason, 
they will win some matches, but big matches like these in pay-per-views, they have they ain't showing up really. They ain't showing up. They it's a it's always a wonderfully violent and bloody match. Shout out to the fork who deserves the VIP for AEW. Um shout out to Forky. Exactly. <laughs> um, but or Spoonie Knife, depending. Um, but honestly, for some reason, BCC doesn't win pay-per-views except for that one. Um and Which one was it? As a uh, uh, blood and guts. Oh, you're right. That's right. That, was that one... wasn't even a pay per view. That was on TV. Oh yeah. Oh wait, no, they no, that was no, they lost that one. Oh damn. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, I, they don't have a lot. They don't have a huge win record when it comes to these kind of matches. And honestly, FTR is looking sharp and clean, um, and it feels like it's their match. So, um, is this a is this lead into them getting tag belts? I don't know, but I think. Right now, I feel like this is FTR's win for me personally. Um, I think Moxley and Claudio, um, and honestly, Moxley as a Claudio as a tag team just feels disjointed. Um, I, I'm still not sold on that, um, but I understand why they're together. It just doesn't feel like they don't feel like a team to me. Mm. Mm. Okay, well, you know. Uh, Sorry, go ahead. No, I oh I thought you were done. Um the the thing for me is, you know, FTR, we know they're a tag team. There is there is a difference between a tag team and a click. Mm-hmm. It's like if the if the Usos are in the bloodline and they're fighting, they're a tag team. If Roman and Solo f- get into a tag match, it's because they're a click. Mm-hmm. There's another level. A click, they know each other, but they're not. They're not privy to that. They don't have that chemistry as a tag team. FTR does. So for that, and for every other reason that De Niro and Pepsi Phil brought up, I'm taking FTR too. I think they're going to make a push back to the tag ti- to the tag titles, and uh, I'll save the rest for later. But <laughs> <laughs> but you know you have uh, I-, I will always take the tag team over the click. Hmm. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. I love that. I was anyway, I'm saving myself. I'm saving mine for last for the main event. But all right. Now, I'll answer your question, Pepsi Phil. What you said on Dynamite. All right, I'm gonna answer Please. it. Didn't you already do that? <laughs> I didn't actually. Oh, oh no, that was about the six man. That, yeah, yeah, you that, did yeah. that. <laughs> what? No, I didn't. I, I said I, I'm going to save myself. Why that happened? You said why it, it shouldn't have happened. It, it, I, I okay, my bad, bro. <laughs> now this matchup. The reason why this why Brian de- you know defeated Eddie in that dynamite was because mm-hmm. Eddie is going to win this one. As much mm-hmm. as people and I heard fucking piece of shit Seltzer and Alvarez say no, he should lose. He should win before he retires. He should have a belt. Shut the fuck up! No, it, you're, fuck you're you. mad. You're mad at the fact that you know this man is putting people over. What other way to put over Eddie Kingston in this matchup? Because first of all, uh, shout out to Eddie, Eddie Kingston. Shout out to him because he's 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 getting in shape again. Of course, it's not it's not gonna be like in an instant for everybody. Oh my god, he loses the belly. No, it's gonna take time, folks. It's not gonna be like ready reason. Here, this man, he's putting everything what he needs to have here, spiritually, mentally, and heartly here. 
what he's doing in the ring. He's been in the, in, in the business for quite some time. Yes, I know he's not a big TV star, but he's a big independent star that became a big TV star now within the last two and a half years. This matchup with Brian Danielson that I know Brian is going to put him over. This is going to be your New Japan Strong Style matchup because you're going to have Misawa here versus right here that I can Brian himself. And this is going to be the match that I am looking forward that could be one of the matches of the night. At the end, I see Eddie Kingston defeating Brian Danielson clean for the first time. Now, if Brian wins on this one, then they're, they're the feud's going to continue. Because mm-hmm. Brian doesn't have nothing. Uh, but other than that, I see Eddie Kingston winning this. I see him winning just drastically, just crawling over there and counting one, two, three. It's going to be an emotional matchup for, from Eddie Kingston because he's always done that, and I love when he does that because it shows a heart and soul what he has. Don't put it to under Bret Hart. Because I know that was pay per view SummerSlam 1997, I believe it was. It was called, but yeah, it's 96. But uh, that this was just gonna put a heart and soul of this matchup, and he's gonna give no pun intended to the pay per view revolutionary in that ring with Brian, and it's gonna be one of the top matches of the night. Okay. Pay per view. So Eddie Kingston, I got. Okay. But glorious. I want to hear yours. All right. Well, here's what I got for this match. I what see. I see Eddie Kingston retaining in like a sudden move, like a quick roll up or something where he gets a three count and Danielson get And this is one of two places. So we'll, we'll, we'll dig into the other one later, but Danielson gets, you know, upset, starts screaming at the ref, turns around, you know, begrudgingly shakes Eddie's hand and then sucker punches him starts choking him out, goes to kick his head off. And that's where you hear the rainmaker music. Mm-hmm. He comes, saves Eddie Kingston, and then maybe, just maybe, at double or nothing, we get Kazuchika Okada, Brian Danielson again. But okay. That's one of two. The second one is coming later. Stay tuned, folks. But I think Kingston retains because, like you said, he's been on this respect tour ever since he beat Claudio. Mm-hmm. Ever since he got that first belt, he's been on this respect tour. Everybody that he fights, he, he has to get respect from. Mm-hmm. And, and the, uh, I don't know. I don't. I honestly don't see him losing unless, unless after this somehow he tries to go after Moxley to get his respect. Okay. Okay. Uh, I. If that does happen, I hope that I'm here for the watch along because I will go net. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, you are putting your debate network title on the line, whoever wants to compete with it, because I'm not. I feel <laughs> that I am not doing that. But that's he's if he's opening those doors, whoever wants to compete with it, he's more than welcome to because that's his debate network championship. Mm-hmm. I'll um, think about it. I'll think about it. The only other thing I'll say in regards to to uh, the last thing I have on this in particular is, and the Alvarez bullshit and all that, Danielson does not need a title. He does not want a title. The Dragon is doing here what CM Punk said he was going to do. Uh, I, I would say, I can't, I can't compare that, Brian. That's that's the that's start. That's tough. It's different. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't compare that because Taker's career is way different than Brian's. I'll tell you that. Yeah, exactly. Pepsi Phil. Um, I'm going with Eddie as well. I think you're right. 
Danielson does need a belt. He's reached a level where at this point, just being in the ring with him makes you better. You don't even have to wrestle. You just show up in the ring with him, you're better. Like you are considered a contender if you even show S. up. Garcia. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Keep in mind also, I like this storyline because if I'm not mistaken, Brian beat Eddie in the classic at one point in the early rounds of it. I think Brian well, yeah, beat- yeah, in the early rounds in the beginning, that- yes, and then Eddie yeah. beat him after. Yeah, but that's the interest. So this is like their rub. This is now this is technically a rubber match, but this is kind of like the final countdown decision of like it's the final <laughs> countdown. <laughs> so if Eddie's on his respect, sorry, that's If Eddie's on his um respect tour, yeah, beating Danielson is kind of like a nice punctuation to it. Um, I think, and I mean, Brian Danielson has said it. He's wrestling because he loves to wrestle. He isn't looking for a belt. This He knows that his time is limited. And right now, he's just wrestling the matches he wants. Yeah. And I think on some level, Okada showing up at the end does make a whole lot of sense. I know. Because they know. <laughs> Because no, if, I swear I will lose my shit if because here's the thing. Remember, they because technically they've had one in AEW, which broke, which broke his arm, broke Danielson's arm. Mm-hmm. They had their they had their new Japan match, mm-hmm. which Okada won. Mm-hmm. And now he gets to come here and move into his house and start the next part of his bout. So it wouldn't surprise me if he showed up. Um, it would it's an interesting call. Does he show up at the pay per view? Maybe, uh, uh, but I do believe he shows up in some involving Brian Danielson. Um, for me, so well, it like, could be another spot, but I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna wait. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, but like I said, it is really like I said, there is a part of me that's like you, Ivan. I'm really proud of Eddie to get this point. Um, he is still, like I said, he's healthier. He's got better cardio. His timing in the ring is much better. And like I said. He, all the shit people gave him shit for kind of get to this point. Um, no one recognized the fact that he was getting better every single time we saw him in the ring. Like, because I enjoy the fact that when we didn't see him on television, he was someplace else wrestling, getting better. And so seeing him like well, see him on television just get great with how he runs. Like, because I know everybody gives him shit because they say Eddie's not and Dusty, forgive me, not the most athletic wrestler of the day or has the physique of the day. But Eddie right now, in my opinion, for what for for what he's doing in the sense of carrying three belts for two different companies mm-hmm. is literally impressive in and of itself. I know we talk about Orange Cassidy. Three. <laughs> I know we talk about Orange Cassidy being a workhorse, but goddamn, Eddie is a workhorse's damn self. So... I mean, Eddie's the only belt collector of wrestling right now. Yeah, well, on the main on the mainstream level, because Viva's mainstream still, belt collector. Yeah, because Viva Vay still got like seventeen more on her. Well, yeah, I know that. <laughs> I'm just saying, like Kenny Omega been a long time. This is the next one. Yeah, exactly. And I had called that too, by the way, y'all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah, so like, but but I so. Something about this tells me this will probably be, if it won't be the match of the night, but it may be a co-match of the night, these two. We're going to have to wait to see how that one turns out to be. I'm excited yeah. for it, though. 
It's mm-hmm. definitely going to be intense. That's for yes. Sure. Mm-hmm. Be, it is going to be intense. I'll tell you that. Mm-hmm. All right. The brawler versus the technician. Fuck yeah. Oh fuck yeah. <laughs> International championship. Orange Cassidy. Roger Strong. Uh, I know the Nero said. I think he's bored of it. I must say, I'm not. I'm not bored of it myself. But I can say that as of late, I I I know I'm going to get shitted about what the fuck I'm about to say right now. The problem is, this is the booking. I think mm-hmm. we've been digressing about that for the last couple of weeks. It just, I get it. They're probably giving the leniency. You know what? This mania week that I'm having, we got ours after. Because their mania is double or none. Okay. So maybe here is just heading into those storylines. Maybe this is the beginning. And if it is, then that means that Orange Cassidy is going to lose his belt. That means that Roderick is going to win this belt. Does he deserve to win this belt? Realistically, for me, I don't think he's ready for it. Uh, but then again, you deal. I think all of us said this a while back, and we said it generically. We said that we need a fucking, we need a chaser because it gives us more of an intense, more of that feeling to get into the chaser more than some a baby face holding a belt. Mm-hmm. Depending on who the belt, who the face is. Like I'm not disregarding or bashing on oranges time as a champion but we didn't we knew that the last time you remember Don when we had the when we had the the view uh the watch along when he lost the belt to Moxley we were like okay yeah we kind of you predicted it you the one who called it first before anybody so I know like yeah I know and it was right that's what I do <laughs> and so it could be the same here in this route I think it could be Roderick winning here part of the cheats uh maybe I just hope that uh, one of his people does not turn his back on him. We don't. I don't know, but it gives me something that feeling. But then again, I think Roger's going to cheat on this one, and he's going to win. Okay. Somehow, somebody's going to win, and hmm. I'll choose Roderick on this one. Okay. What do you, go ahead, Pepsi. Go take it away. I'm going with Roderick as well, if only for the fact that Orange Cassidy needs a break. Um, he's been defending that belt way too long, and I think. On some level, this round is kind of one of those things where it's like, good job, but we need somebody new to kind of, we need some new blood to get it. I think, unfortunately, Roderick Strong is the guy they have in mind for it. Um, I don't know what he's going to look like as the international championship, but he's the guy we got. So it should be good. To, I mean, it's going to, it'll be a good match, if nothing else. It'll be a hmm. good match. However, the personality, of carrying that belt needs to be on. Is Roderick Strong it? Man, I don't know. Like I said, are we going to love Roderick Strong as a, as a, as a belt-wearing champion? I honestly don't know. But I do need I do know he needs to win um, just because because right at this point, I can't see who Orange Cassidy will lose to later on down the road um, mm. at this point. That's the concern I have It's like, we going what you going you going to have Roderick Strong lose to him then have what have have Orange Cassidy lose to Wardlow no man <laughs> no i mean uh, unless Wardlow gets more compelling um i don't know but we'll see i mean does and then would that actually be okay with the undisputed kingdom storyline or would they go oh now they get into a fight over the belt so but hmm. but yeah oh but honestly orange cassidy great job but yeah, your your time as champion is, I think, pretty much done. 
on, on Revolution. Notorious, take it away. Mm-hmm. Um, so the thing about this is I, I feel I don't think this this has been any more grueling on Cassidy in this run than the last. The difference is I feel like that title lost all its momentum as soon as John Moxley got injured. Mm. I, I feel like it changed everything. I, I I seriously could believe that the Undisputed Kingdom would be going after the BCC right now with Moxley as the international champion. If all of that wouldn't have happened, like we'd have probably had a match that Cassidy won, then we would have had a rubber match, then we would have had the Undisputed Kingdom jump then, because if you look at how many people are in the Undisputed Kingdom and how many people are in the Blackpool Combat Club, the numbers match up a lot better than Orange Cassidy and his buddies. Yeah. And that that is that is the underlying problem with Orange Cassidy holding this title right now. He froze again. Is, I did? Yeah, a little bit. Yep. Okay, am I back? Yes. Mm-hmm. All right, so the, the underlying problem with Cassidy holding this belt is that it basically doesn't have any momentum. It's just sitting there stale. And so mm-hmm. I do think I do think that Roddy will win and take that title because of, A, the numbers game in story, and, B, the fact that this run from Orange Cassidy is just really uninspired compared to the first. It's hard to get that lightning back in the bottle. Yes. Mm-hmm. And we don't have to love the champion. I don't think anybody loved Pac when he was walking around with that international title. No. Maybe in the UK. Uh, maybe. I think we respected hey, him. Hey, more. I think we respected him more than he would with Roderick Strong. Okay, well, you said love. You didn't say respect. You did not love Pac. <laughs> and yet he still made a damn fine international oh champion. And Roddy, Roddy will do the same thing. Okay. 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 I can't argue with that. That makes sense. I mean, I expect to run in by Hoover to Guerrero, but go ahead. <laughs> I'm sorry. Any chance, any chance I can remember the great and mighty in Great Mighty Hornswoggle, which I have not mentioned in a while. Hornswoggle I, I was going to say, I'm amazed you didn't say Swag comes in and helps him becomes a new member of the kingdom. Swoggle, forgive me. <laughs> the, you know, I was me. waiting for that for you to say Swag. I, I but yeah, I got I got Rowdy in this one. I, yeah. I I think Cassidy is fine. He's just he's. It, I think people are finally just kind of over him holding that title. I don't want to see. I don't want to see freshly squeezed become Roman 2.0. I mean, the good thing about it though is, unlike unlike Roman, unlike Roman, you can honestly say Orange Cassidy matches are at least enjoyable to watch. Yeah, it's, and typically there's a clean finish, but yeah. it's still it's still the same result. Yeah, he's exactly. beat up. He gets beat up. He wins anyway, and, mm-hmm. and another week goes by with him as the champion. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. So that we that, that we got something to agree on. So I'm twisting it around, not doing it how I did it for De Niro, because I did it very quick for his. So mm-hmm. we got the TNT championship, which what the fuck happened? 
Like, I don't know. For me, it felt like, <laughs> you, I, I, like, I, like, I, 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 look, I, we had the momentum, right? And it kind of died out. And then I'm like, okay, some momentum. I'm out, like, I'm happy for Garcia to have his momentum right now. Mm-hmm. Because he deserves that. And could we say they asked him, even Tony Khan asked him yesterday on the media call, just the first time in pay-per-view event. I'm like, is it? I'm trying to remember where it is for Garcia. Not for, for Garcia? Um I could have I could have swore he was in that well, what do they call it? What the anarchy in the arena match when well, that was what that was the appreciation society and the combat club. Uh, he's yes. never had a one on one match. No, there we go. Yes, in ROH, yes, in AEW, no, no. So, this is the first, his first one. So, I'm excited for him. Uh, it's gonna be exciteful. I, I think Christian's gonna sell the shit out of it for Garcia, but of course, Christian's gonna re- retain. I mm-hmm. uh, you know, but at least he's gonna sell to Garcia. So I see that already happening. He's gonna sell him very yeah. well. Which at least Garcia's gonna go over because then I'm like, oh my god, I think you what headed. So mm-hmm. yeah, but Garcia's gonna get over in this one. For the crowd, will okay. he win? No, he's gonna lose, unfortunately. Because I don't, I don't know what the fuck they're doing with this belt. At first, this belt was like, oh my god, yeah, hell yeah, we were really involved, and now it's gonna like, you see. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Bad booking, bad booking. You see what I mean, Tony Khan? It might have been Adam Copeland pushing himself a little too hard, too. Like, mm-hmm. It could have been that. That's what happens when you only have a two. You have two, two. You you have a two-hour show on Wednesdays, one hour on Fridays, one hour on Saturdays, and then you have one hour on Thursdays. Okay. Uh, I'm just saying, maybe, maybe the maybe the Cope Open was not the greatest idea. Mm-hmm. That is right. Shit's about to hit the fan. There you go. So, Gloria's let, let the people know what are you? Oh man, I, I mean, this is going to be a tremendous match. Uh, but I feel like the outcome in this one is the same as the outcome in the international title numbers game. Mm-hmm. Like it, it's it's going to be. Somebody. Like, yeah, maybe he'll have Danny Magic out there or Daddy Magic out there, or but it's going to be one of God. It could be Nick Wayne. It could be Mama Wayne. Mm, respectfully, it, it could be Kill Switch. One of them is going to help Christian retain this title, but Garcia is going to look great in his first one on one pay per view match in AEW. Mm-hmm. The crowd is already behind him. That's good. They're they're going to get. I th- I believe this will get them further behind him, and it'll show that like he's ready to get away from all this shit. Get away from the clicks and the entertainment, and even Daddy Magic and Cool Hand. Like you can go have dates with Ruby Riot all you want. Mm-hmm. Ruby Soho. My bad. <laughs> I'm gonna be over here contending for championships and kicking ass. Mm. And occasionally dancing, because, I mean, the guy does have good hips. You can't fucking deny that. Yeah. Not my hips, but he's got good hips. Because <laughs> his hips don't lie. It, oh, no. They are factual. They are snapple, they are snapple t- cap fact. Mm-hmm. Like, that, it, that's simple. But I, I, do, I do love Garcia. I, as I said, I think maybe this would have been Adam Copeland had they not had he not pushed himself with that too far, but 
this is a nice course correction. They built it up pretty quick. I think it's pretty cool. But at the end of the day, it's got to be Christian. I mean, do you agree, Pepsi Phil? Uh, or are you going to go way out on a limb? A little bit of a limb. A little bit of a limb. I got two, I got two modes. I think, honestly, it's Christian. Christian, I think De Niro said it best. Villain-wise in wrestling, Christian might be the most consistent, most interesting, funniest, the darkest guy, like one of the best guys around. So t- there, right now, he's a little too hot to lose the belt, as far as I'm concerned. That's my first thinking. No, you're too hot to lose Olden fans, all right? You guys are going to have My second – I'm way too hot to lose my belt. I'm just saying. Oh, yeah, the know. second thing is, is I would like – there's a part of me in my head would like to see Garcia win because of a Copeland run-in and a swerve to Christian. That would be nice, to be honest. That would be like, I mean, mm-hmm. he's still hurt. He's obviously still hurt and can actually do a run-in. But there is right. a part of me that wouldn't mind seeing that just because that way it's kind of one of those. Maybe there's a there's a Garcia-Copeland beef. But I think for me right now, that those are the two. That's how I want them to go. Um, outside of that, I mean – your pick is as good as mine, but before, but Christian, I think retains. Um, but again, there is an outside that Adam comes in and screws him over. So, but at mm-hmm. the same time, I mean, it's a possibility for sure. Their their rivalry really doesn't need a championship. Yeah, thank you. Um, so yeah, so that could happen, but we'll see. Um, but again, this really just drops down to the fact that Christian literally is probably the best villain, best heel out there right now. So yeah, wow, wow. yeah, but there you go. That's my that's yeah, that's what I got for that one. I mean he's no Adam Cole, but you know no. well, <laughs> he ain't no Adam Cole. But I tell you who's an Adam Cole because this lady right here, oh Jesus. Uh and, and right away when he left, because I was gonna play his fucking song right here, baby. Hold on, not that one, this one. Hello. Uh, Yeah, man. Eat your heart out, Danny Garcia. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. The AEW Women's Championship. Timeless Tony Storm versus Deanna Perazzo. We finally get to see the matchup that we've been wanting to see. And it's going to happen here in America. America! Fuck! Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go right quick. Uh, time to so, 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 so. Okay. <laughs> damn. No, but it's gonna be a good entertainment matchup. I think they're gonna they're gonna go back to the old school days grappling, and then Tony's gonna be like, "What is this crap? I can't do anymore." And then she's like, "Oh, I remember." Mm-hmm. Like she's gonna like have her split personality here. Somebody told me she's gonna have her split personality in here in this matchup, like her old school. Oh, do you remember me? Do you remember me? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then it's just gonna come back, and then she's gonna go back to oh no no no, and then maybe oh she'll... yeah, it's gonna be great theater. It's gonna be exactly great entertainment, fucking in the ring. I think it's gonna be good. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it sucks because it'll be Dion's first loss. And we talked about this weeks ago when this match was official. We said it that what are you gonna do after with Diana after that? Mm-hmm. And unless the notorious is a DOM, something that. I'm waiting to hear. That's why I'm, I'm letting him go right after because we're gonna get another appearance here. Mm-hmm. Notorious. 
Because you said you were saving yourself here, pal. So I'm like, all oh, right. I am, but I don't know why I'm saving for this one. Because, well, you know. You never know because most 95%, 95.9, you're majority right of it. So that's why you're, <laughs> you're, you're the big champion. That's the reason. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, like, if you if you name a show after a certain person in their hometown, you're not going to have them come out on this pay-per-view. Okay. You're not. You, you you're gonna you, you're gonna you're obviously immediately when they announced it you knew who it was for and where they were saving her for mm-hmm. so I, I don't really see that happening but i don't think this match needs it because i mean the story you know again i know de niro brought it up and i'll say it again they say aw doesn't tell stories this has been a great fucking story mm-hmm. they've gone they've gone through their personal history uh Tony may or may not have gotten a cover-up tattoo just to further the damn story. I mean, it's been it's been amazing. Mm-hmm. I don't see Deanna winning this one, mm-hmm. but I also don't see her getting treated like the new shiny because it, it, if I can look to the future a little bit, I know the DeLorean's gone, but I feel like Tony retains here. Loses to Mercedes, and Deanna is the one that beats her. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I, I'll tell you one thing, and and I apologize, Pessyville, but I, I I thought you were going to say we may see the return of Jimmy Hater here. That was what I was waiting for. But you didn't say I, that. I wanted to, but I don't see how because if, if Jamie comes in. Well, she she's probably gonna bell to anybody. She was well, no, she did in, in the mm-hmm. match. No, she did, and that's the if she comes in now, it it, it would be to help Deanna, mm-hmm. who she don't even know. <laughs> that's fair. And that's then fair. Tony would lose, and, and that wouldn't be so bad because maybe that makes Tony snap even further that we get a, a feud with Jamie. But then we're gonna, but then it would literally be like, okay, Deanna's here, and she's the mm-hmm. champ after. How many? What two months? Yeah. And then Mercedes is gonna come in, and what if she's the champ a month later? Now all of a sudden, the AEW Women's Title has become everything that we complained about the TNT Title being. Oh, they're just hot potato in that shit back and forth. You get the title. Oh, you get it. Oh, you get it. Oh, you get it. Oh, you get it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, I, I feel like this one is gonna be a straight up one on one match that Tony manages to win, maybe with a little help from her entourage, maybe. Maybe, and then yeah, of course Luther, and and don't forget Mariah May, who is who may who may or may not be a sexier Mickey James, just depending on how you look at it. Respectfully, (laughs) respectfully, respectfully. Respectfully. Okay. Okay. it, it, it's just it, yes, it may come down to numbers again. It's just the way this shit works. I am, I am set this fucking card up and give these people all these lackeys. AEW did that. I'm mm-hmm. just predicting the shit. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I'm strongly, I'm strongly leaning towards Timeless Tony retaining here and having nothing to for I want to hear Mr. OnlyFans right here because, yeah, I know he's going crazy for this matchup. Okay, so for this one, this will sound weird. Um, Tony Storm, I really feel like her gimmick right now is so strong. She doesn't need a belt. In my opinion, she doesn't need a belt. 
Mm. I, I feel like she literally has surpassed the need for a belt per se, because honestly, there's points where it's like, you can theoretically say, oh, she has a championship. Good for her. I forgot she had it. Cause that's how what? It's- you're oh. saying that. No, I, saying see, that. I'm not mad at him for that. But if you recall, we said the same thing about Britt Baker and she held that shit for like another six months, and people loved it. <laughs> uh, but that was that's different, though. But this, this is this. Well, this is, this is it's an just because somebody doesn't need a title doesn't mean they're gonna lose the title. Yeah, that is that. did that. Tell me, he didn't just say that. I mean, you the know, thing because the, <laughs> the thing about her is that she is like she is legitimately their number one product, in my opinion. Like she is their number one product. And I love Diana, but there is a part of me that wants her to win this one, just so yeah, so she, because like, this is my this is my fear. Tony will have to will retain in this one. Sasha shows up, her and Sasha beef, and Sasha takes it from her. And for some reason, I don't want that loss kind of throwing off her gimmick. I'd rather have Deanna lose to Sasha. I know the hot potato thing is a concern, but I think having Sasha keep it for a few, like for probably six or eight, six or nine months is fine. But there is a part of me that does not want Sasha to go after her when she shows go after Tony when she shows up. Because I think Tony could literally live through a time without having the belt and being just even more crazier with without without a belt, missing her title. So, so I mean, I know the problem is I know booking wise, a lot of a lot of a lot of folks would like Tony just to win and run that shit into the ground um, until we start going. Okay, she can lose the belt now, um, but then again, who does she lose it to then? If it's not going to be Deanna, who's she going to lose it to? If Britt comes back, fine, you could have her lose it to Britt. But at this point, do y'all see Britt on the horizon anytime soon? No, I don't. It's just, no, because not even Thunder right now, who did not yeah. lose the belt. Exactly. Annoyed. Exactly. So if when Mercedes Monet shows up, who's she going to? Who is who's going to go after the belt? Do you see Mercedes Monet going? Oh, I'll take the TBS title instead. No. No. No, because no. It's, where they fucked about this one, and I think we talked about it. It's like what we said is like you literally did not give Soraya that rematch mm-hmm. that she needed. You know, mm-hmm. she lost the belt and like what the fuck? And then the story went different directions. Like, what yeah, the fuck? So, like that so, that's so, more... so yeah, so this is so at, at if she retains, this is a headlong, headlong, headlong match, headlong match right into Sasha Monet versus her. And let's face it, Kamlas ain't gonna win that one. Now, do you oh, want her? Yeah. Now, so who do you want to lose? Do you want Timeless or Deanna to lose against Mercedes Monet? Because you want to keep because you still want to keep building Tony. But that's the thing, like Ivan said, double or nothing is kind of like the WrestleMania. Yeah. And the big time, big money match mm-hmm. for that pay-per-view would be Timeless mm-hmm. versus Mercedes. I agree. So who so, so who, if the question is who do I want her to lose to? Uh, I think my answer and AEW's answer would be you you want Timeless to lose that belt because you want as many people watching it as possible on TV and in the stands. Okay. Uh, yeah, because you, you got to get this guy excited. Let's fucking go! That's where you got to get 
Jesus. Last thing we want is to, last thing you want is Tony getting a hard on. Um, oh, he already got a hard on anyway, so he got it anyway. What do you expect? So yeah, I mean, so like I said, there's a there are multiple perceptions, but yeah, but I mean her losing at um, double or nothing, yeah, okay. Um, but like I said, then that leaves Deanna floating around somewhere doing what? Do we give her? I mean, does she stop going after belts and just start picking fights with folks? I don't know. So, because I think the problem is that I'm afraid of Deanna losing her momentum. We'll I am most concerned about her losing momentum because um, she doesn't need to. Like, you can definitely keep building her. And I guess this goes back to me just not surprisingly not trusting Tony's ability to run women, run women wrestlers. So that's probably where this comes from. Oh, that's the debate for sure. Yeah. So I think that's where this really comes from. So I think, like I said, Tony's already built up, so Tony's going to be Tony. But Deanna, however, is still in her baby her baby stage of booking, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, yeah, yeah. All right. I feel like the match is going to be the match of the night for myself, mm-hmm. and it should be the match of the night. The debut, I would say now – I say debut for a reason because it's now he's – Full time AEW, mm-hmm. and that is of course ah yeah you bollocks yeah well uh, Osprey right here. yeah Imperium is he still part of that faction? Because I thought yeah. he... the Empire Empire, Empire. Okay. see I had a long day I've been up since four thirty in the morning folks so I'm still you and me both bro <laughs> but you know I was, what I, I was up to five, so <laughs> oh I'm sorry you and me both bruv. See, De Niro's watching a friend. But this is going to be the match of the night. We're going to see Noah versus New Japan style. Yeah. That's what we're going to see here. And and that is going to be fantastic. And I think this is where we're going to see Don Calistami turn turn on Will Ospreay. And then we're going to see Cal Fletcher make his decision where is he going to want to go to. And where else to go to? Because who's the one that made him? Yeah. And that is mm-hmm. that is Empire. Thank that you. That was that was that was gonna be my next. And, and then Mark, yeah, Davis is gonna come back, probably with one arm, and be like, hey, hey, what the fuck? And then you're gonna have the United Empire come back, and you have a trio of Will, of Will Hobbs, Takashita, and they'll eventually get somebody else on their their faction. It is see what did her say? The, the, the Billy Goat better not be overshadowed by the Rainmaker. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I hope not. Denver. Let's just hope not. Let's just hope mm. that he's not. Okay. But this is gonna be the match of the night for me, and it's gonna be fantastic. And and you heard the crowd, and a cut, of course, this was what on Dynamite was on Alabama, baby. No, no fans, Alabama. Love you guys. Mm. I've been out there, but I'm scared. Because I don't know, I got a true Latino heat over here, puppy. <laughs> I don't know. It's scary there. Fuck. I don't know. Uh, but, you know. Alabama ain't North Carolina. Uh, gee, I don't know. I'm not hating North Carolina. You Folks, mean North Carolina. He got it right. Yeah. So, this is going to be the match of the night. Mm-hmm. Uh, you always said better. Yeah. yeah. This is going to be the match of the night. I got Will Osprey, of course, winning. He can't lose this match. He's going to give Tekashita his first loss. From never going to see the turnaround. Calvary is going to have to make a decision where he's going to go to, and he's going to have to choose the United Empire. I'll be surprised if he does not choose his Will Osprey and decides to stay with the God 
Well, he made me the television champion over here. What are mm -hmm. you doing with that belt, son? Mm -hmm. You haven't done shit. Yeah, I haven't seen you. You got a nothing. TV title that ain't on TV. What the fuck? Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Okay. Thank okay. you. At least Dominic Mysterio, when he was North American champion, was making the North American title something. You think this is a game to me? I served hard time. And he brought that to the TV. Yeah, yeah. He's, mm -hmm. he's okay. I'm okay. sorry. I know I'm going to get shitted on, folks. I'm sorry. But it's just. I'm with you. Mm -hmm. All right. Back to you, Bissville. Do you feel the same? Uh, uh me. Um, this will be stunning. This will be. Yeah, you, Valvinus. I'm telling you. <laughs> I think this will be a stunning match. Like it'll, it'll be great to see both of them. I mean, you got, you got, you got Peak Will Osprey. You got Kanosuke Tashka coming back into these streets. Um, do I think that Don Callis turns on him? Yeah, I'd say so. Um, I think Will Ospreay going to bring a friend when they jump him. I truly believe he's going to bring a friend with him. Um, so I, I think it'll be, I think we may get uh, trios of Kyle Fletcher um, and uh, and Will Ospreay and his special friend who's showing up. Uh, I'll save that reveal for uh, Dom. Um, <laughs> I was thinking the same thing too, bro. All right, fuck it. We'll put it out there. It, it, I don't think Kyle Fletcher is going to reunite with Osprey, mm -hmm. at least not right off the bat. Yeah, because he's been drinking that callous Kool Aid for too long. It tastes yeah. like vinegar. It's terrible. Yeah, that, that's the back take, backwash. That's so I think. I think. This is the other spot where we could see, you know, the Callis family trying to get on Will Ospreay. Mm -hmm. And then we hear the Rainmaker music. Rainmaker! Because yeah. honestly, yeah, they got, I mean, it's a great time for them to come in. Honestly. I mean, it, they, they have, they have the utmost respect for one another. Mm -hmm. and, and let's not forget that Okada brought that man into chaos. <laughs> yep. He kind of made Will Ospreay a thing. So you're going mm -hmm. with the narrow opinion right here. He's pretty much saying that it's going to be Fletcher and Osprey going that. I think so. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. Sadly, De Niro and I share so much of a brain that if somebody pinches him, I'd probably go, ow! <laughs> no wonder why you guys are the tag team champions of debating over economics. Mm -hmm. We got so, that tag so, team chemistry, bro. Yeah, bro. So, we got so. that tag team chemistry, bro. Uh, God, yeah, so I think, I, I think this will be us. Like I said, I think this... I think the fallout from this match will probably be the better story, in my opinion. Like, I think, I don't know if this kills the Don Callis family, but it finally make them fucking, it will finally make the Don Callis family fucking relevant. Unfortunately, and, that, unfortunately that means we get more Don Callis up our asses. So, bruv. Bruv. <laughs> my New York bruv. Oh, God. That's right. Now, 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 now we got the New York going here, British on us. That's all right. I'm waiting for Will. Actually, now, now De Niro is my garden, is my tri-state bruv. <laughs> well, shout out to United Kingdom that are also listening to us on all audio platforms. You can listen, yes. They're listening to yeah. us on Amazon, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. We always, love, we always love the United Kingdom, baby. It doesn't matter if it's Temple or Peta or anybody that listens, watches. You guys are great. <laughs> yeah, so shout, out, and shout out to Temple. And honestly, it's nice to see these to see Takestra really getting a push, like an actual like 
Cause like I said, when you actually like doing some doing some suplexes down the entire damn ramp with a human body, you got <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry. I kind of want some. I kind of want some fish and chips, but that's just me. I mean, hey, you uh, know what? Tell, that shit too tell our boy Denier that honestly, it should be tea and scones. <laughs> it should be scones. scones. Hey, scones is not bad either, man. I can have any type of scones. Like. <laughs> I'm not that fancy. Just give me a coffee roll. I'm good. Oh, man, you got to be fancy when bruv show up. Damn. <laughs> I ain't got to be shit but psycho. That's all I got to be. <laughs> but I do. Uh, I, I mean, you know, mm-hmm. it, it's. I, I know everybody say Osprey's debut, Osprey, Osprey's debut. The man reminded you it's not his debut. Mm-hmm. He beat I, Orange I, Cassidy clean, he beat Kenny Omega in Canada. This guy is a big, it was, as I said, a big deal in AEW already. I said the full time. I'm not saying yeah. that debut of that. I'm saying full time. And, well, I mean, to Kesta, if he loses this match, which I think he will, should. let's not hurt him in the slightest because look at everybody that he's beat. Yeah. No, that's what we said. It's going to be back tonight. It's going to be like a fucking Japan sneak. Oh, I, I agree. Yeah. I agree. It's going to be Noah versus New Japan on an AEW pay-per-view, and my head's going to spin, and it's going to be fucking amazing. So it's not going to hurt him at the end if he loses. It's going to put him over. It's going to put him in a hell of a I'd be a dick and have a broom be the goddamn referee. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> Just have a referee as a broom. Uh, so we can bring what? in the so we can bring in DDT. So we can bring I, in DDT. I, I was gonna say I'm a, bring, I knew I'm a it. psycho I knew and it. I have to ask this man, why do you say this shit? <laughs> <laughs> but now I get it. Now I get it. Because you, uh, you get everybody in, man. We got to bring everybody into wrestling. You know what? I guess I guess technically he's from DDT. Yeah. Both. Both. Yeah. yeah. So because yeah. we gotta come full circle for him. He's boys. co-owned. He's co-owned. Yeah. It's like they have ju- Noah and DDT have joint custody of that man. Yes, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, they did. Sorry, like, I we get him twice a month. You get him twice a month. I mean, in truth, that was a little esoteric even for me, but I'm glad somebody caught it. <laughs> right. So, but either way, I mean, Ivan, I think you're right. This probably will be match of the night. This is definitely the most anticipated match of the night. That I one we can't. Yeah. This is the one I well, want to see. Well, this one we won't. And, and unfortunately, we have to deal with the fact that the other one is, it's most anticipated. But we also don't. It's like the other one that's most heavy is Sting's retirement match. But don't nobody really want that. I'm not anticipating. I'm anticipating this. I am <laughs> yeah. dreading that. There's a difference. <laughs> yeah. The closest thing to this match that I that mm-hmm. I'm most anticipating is probably Timeless Tony and Dion. Hey. Give me what I want. <laughs> You're gonna get Dom what he wants, and she I changed a prediction. I think I should have waited to cut with Callis. the save. Either way, Okada oh, could make the save here. There's two places in this in this pay per view alone where he could debut. Forget the tea and cruptas. I had a fish and chips with a cold brew and play with Judas, and, and play a little Judas Priest, and I made it at the pay per view. Hell yes. <laughs> hey, well, oh, hold on! I'll play for you, Brian. I'll play for you, Brian. I was getting there. <laughs> All right, go for it. You get it first. Go for I'm it. in the wrong spot. Jesus Christ! <laughs> hang on, hang on. What's that? What's that? Where the hell did you we go? Need somebody, we need somebody on production. <laughs> no, um, we need somebody to let me sleep. Is what we need. Oh yeah. 
<laughs> there you go. All right. So let's move on because we're almost there, folks. We we're almost about to be at four hours, so we're almost there. We're in the home stretch. We're in the home stretch, folks. Mm-hmm. We're in the home stretch. Yes, COVID event, which it should be the COVID event because it'd be stupid if Tony Khan decides to book this as the, you know, oh, this is uh, the main event, the triple threat. No, I will not do that, Tony Khan. And it, and right. I just, hold on, I just had a minute to go. What the fuck happened to? You? Oh, here we go. There we go. All right. See, I had a, this is why we move out to layouts, folks. For mm-hmm. all you guys, audio last platform listening, we're talking about the triple threat match, of course, for the AEW World Heavyweight Championship. Samoa Joe defending that title versus Hangman Liar Page and whose house? Swerve's house. All right. Let me get my let me get my shit out of the way for this one. Very mm-hmm. I heard a lot of people saying that Swerve has this belt. I'm not saying that he shouldn't, but it's not gonna happen. I'm sorry. Sorry, folks. I don't. You guys are upset that I said that. I'm gonna tell you why. All right. Just look. I'm afraid I've got some bad news. Yeah, that's the bad news. It's not gonna happen. Unfortunately, Samoa Joe's gonna retain, and we may see this going to a direction that may be going to double or nothing, maybe or prior before. Mm-hmm. Do I think Swerver's ready for that? As of right now, you need to build the hype more. It's too soon for him to get that belt. I, for me, it's way too soon. He got some hype now because he, as a heel, he got everybody in the crowd behind him. But keep in mind, folks, that and you guys as well as wrestling pro wrestling fans as well as us, you guys cheer for the heels, anyways. So it makes no difference. I was there full gear. I was cheering for this man versus Hangman Page, and because he's of course West Coast, West Coast baby. Of course, he's from my side, so I'm very familiar with, of course, with Swerve Strickland. So, yes, I think it'll be a close-up matchup. It mm-hmm. will be, but I don't see him winning this. Like, Samoa just retain. As much people does not want that, mm-hmm. he did. As a matter of fact, difference, the only difference was I believe Mark Henry. <laughs> Mark Henry cried, not, not Hangman. He Mark cry. Henry was selling that shit. Like it, like his, like his next meal depended on it. It yeah. was beautiful. Hangman, on the other hand, not so much. No, I got a bum wasn't. ankle and a cowboy boot. Fuck out of here. Uh, <laughs> yep, yeah, exactly. You yeah. son of a bitch. Yeah, I see. That's what happens. Okay, but I see Samoa retaining, and down the line, I think we're gonna see Swerve and Joe eventually down the line. Uh, do I see before double or nothing? It should be. It all depends right now where this booking was going with, because we don't know as of yet what direction they're going. We don't know. We don't know the status of MJF. We don't know the status by far of Adam Cole. We still got a word who needs to get his title shot caught on that. There's Does a he? lot of things. I, I know. <laughs> I, I, I know. I'm with you. I, I don't know. know. He doesn't. He doesn't. Uh, he really hey, is. yo, what the fuck? Yeah, you know it. it's true. It's true. <laughs> it is damn true. It is true. Like, really? Really? Wordle? 
Really? Really? There you go. That's okay. Hey, Wardlow, nobody cares. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. Blame your puppy, Tony Khan. Make sure you don't hang out with Riddle too much. That's the problem. Mm -hmm. But Mm. other than that, the match, okay, say about this match. It's going to be a great match. I'll tell you that because the booking for this storyline, even though we've mentioned earlier that Timeless, you know, Timeless and Deanna by far has been the story. For the last couple of last dynamites of it, but this one has been really more anticipating because at least one thing we could give credit and credits to do is building Hangman Page to that. Oh, yeah, yeah, we're getting that hell yeah, what we wanted. Should he turn face? Mm-hmm. No, I think it should be controversial. Be you know, just like I said about MJF, be controversial, be a face in the heels, just be like, I don't give a. Fuck. About nothing, just be yourself. Mm-hmm. And that's it. He's probably gonna go. He's probably gonna be back with the hung bucks after this bullshit. Mm-hmm. I, that's that's what I'm feeling too, which is fine because then then we could see, you know, you know, Swerve Screw versus the EVPs, then mm-hmm. might as well. But uh, I I choose some more Joe right away. That's okay. It's gonna be a good matchup. Go ahead, mm-hmm. Pepsi, take it away. Um. Because I don't care if it's not Black History Month, I'm fucking picking Swerve. Um, <laughs> well said. <laughs> but for me, the way I'm, I'm, it, I'm wait, isn't it? Oh, is this? Is it's all? It's, no, it's March first. It's March first. Yeah. No, no. But honestly, for me, um, I want Swerve to win because I think right now. He's had. Hey man, a- I'm black too, all right? You keep forgetting. First of all, I know I like Latino, but I'm black too. I was not saying you were. The hell's wrong with you? I was talking about voting purposes. No, um, <laughs> I'm picking him because honestly, it's been almost a year and a half of him growing into this, probably t- almost two years of him becoming like Swerve, evil house of Swerve. Um, <laughs> and so. I I, I want to see him win. Now, the reason I would like to see him win is because then he wins the belt. Um, Samoa loses because at this point, Samoa did did the job I think he was supposed to do. He changed the narrative, but raised also raised the narrative of the AEW belt. Because after MJF lost it, people were literally like, what are we going to do with it? Without, what's the AEW title going to look like? And a Samoa Joe has raised that profile probably on the same and kept it at that same level that MJF did, which is all and honestly all we really wanted. I think a Samoa's Joe presence, just like you said, raises stuff. Going back to your point with him losing the belt, it opens the door for him to have a match with Okada for me. Um, because like that's what you want. That's what you, that's what that's what you really. That is what yeah. I. Like, I'm not gonna lie. That is what I want. But the reason I really, wish I had the fucking rush hour clip. Like, oh, that's what you want, Jackie. Huh, huh, Jackie? Like, I wish I had that clip. I'm gonna get that next time. Okay. So the reason why I would like that because, like you said, this is like I don't like when Okada shows up. I don't want him fighting. I would like to fight him fighting on the main roster and staying on the main roster. And like All I right. said, after you beat, after I hate you to do this. But mm-hmm. he said it too many times. Give me what I want. Give no, me what I want. So, yeah, and like I think him going after Joe, it, that on that level is great. And then he can pretty much jump on there. Um, and but he can still keep his like beef with the Callis family. But let's face it, who in the Callis family do you want to see Okada fight outside of like 
what to catch it. Right now, who who else could Okada fight that you? Why the fuck not have fucking Will Hobbs? Why not at least put Will Hobbs over? Even like, I mean, I I suppose technically, yeah, yeah. I mean, that could help. That could help Hobbs. Shit, that would be point. It's to help the talent. Mm. So, but yeah, so I think there is. That's what. That's that's that. That's a book, and I would want Hangman. I have. So there is this weird thing that I have where I feel like worst case scenario is the young bucks show up and help hangman win. And then you have the EVPs with all the belts and that would piss me off to no end. So mm. I'm saying that I'm saying it for the last one, but go yeah. Mm. Yeah. So which would be annoying, um, which I know I jumped ahead and I'm sorry about that. Um, I'm trying to I'm trying to ignore that that's even a possibility. (laughs) Bro, I'm same, same. Because right now I think Hangman being a villain and being on his own is probably the best he's been to 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 De Niro's point. Um, So, but yeah, so yeah, my that's my goal. I would like Swerve to win. I would like Joe to lose because that opens the door for him, Okada, to go go slap hands once a few times. Um, and you know that could Okada's Joe at um, Double or Nothing is nothing to laugh at. Oh, hell. great! And, and and now we're gonna hear this. You to stay Khan. tuned to TNT next Wednesday for a huge. We're gonna hear that shit. <laughs> Fucking great! That's, I don't need that shit. We don't need that. Oh, yeah, exactly. So, so yeah. So that's my that's my feeling for this match. But I, think, I got a feeling. Yeah, I'd like it. That's tonight's gonna be a good night on her only fast with Pepsi. Tell us true, champion. A three ninety nine. That's what's up. <laughs> tell the truth, though. A heel champion. I sent my DM. He hooked me up. Tell, tell the truth. The he the heel champion is fun to watch. The heel champion is fun to watch. Oh, yeah. I, I agree yeah. with you. It is. Yeah. Yeah. So it that's, is. That's but, what, like I said. Even though, even though Swerve is liked by everyone, he has not changed. He is still a terrible person, kayfabe wise. He's still a terrible person. He's just a little bit. You more, mean like MJF? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So, and I mean, and then late, and this could lay the groundwork for a Swerve MJF rivalry that comes in. Yeah, that'd be fun too. There is that. He as well. Um, well, he needs to finish with the Adam Cole one first before he gets. There. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I keep forgetting the. I keep. I keep forgetting that. There. Yeah, you, you see what I mean? <laughs> are you, are you, see, stop hanging out with Tony Khan so much. Stop with that. <laughs> He's making us think, man. Yeah. But I, no. But I'm not saying that your points are valid. But fuck that story. I guess we could say we're spoiled children that we're so fucking so used to of a story. We gotta have it, it right now. I was thinking more like the fact that I like linear storytelling, and unfortunately, the 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 dev, quote unquote devil storyline is so far off the rails at this point. Um, I, I, well, again, I mean, I, between Adam's ankle and MJF's shoulder, we kind of got you know. Yeah, you know that part I understand, but the thing is, at this point, is the faction should be making a bigger impression on the roster at this point. Like they are a faction. They need it's not just Adam Cole. They have a bunch of other dudes. <laughs> Wardlow yelling, talking about I got buried. Well, yeah, but despite despite that, they're gonna have they they'll probably have 
three of the guys in the clique wearing a belt mm-hmm. by the time Revolution is over. We'll see. So at least they're establishing themselves. Like it feels like they're establishing themselves. The Bang Bang Scissor Gang is establishing themselves, and then at some point, these guys are going to fight. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're we'll not wait to see that. Okay, we'll wait and see. Torius. Mm-hmm. Man, I am I am so torn because my in my heart, in my heart, I want to see Swerve walk into Revolution and walk out as world champion. I want it. I want it bad. But my head, don't dance too much because here comes my head. (laughs) My head is screaming at me that Joe is going to retain. And the reason Joe retains is because I think De Niro said it, and, and I'll back that up too. I think Joe beats Hangman T.A. and his bullshitting about his ankle and gets him out of the picture completely. Mm-hmm. And then the story moving forward is Swerve and Joe. Like, Joe comes out, starts talking all his beautiful shit about how he, you know, he said he was whooping both their asses and yada yada. Here he is, your AEW champion still. And then Swerve comes out and says, Yeah, but you beat that man. And at one point in that match, because I think it'll happen, I had you and Hangman fucked that up. And then you beat him. Okay. So you beat him. That makes me the new number one contender because I am still undefeated. Yeah. Like all of a sudden, all of a sudden, Swerve gives us the angle that Bianca was giving us in NXT, only it pays out. I'm undefeated. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. And at double or nothing, at double or nothing, we get a one on one match between Swerve and Samoa Joe. Mm-hmm. And that is when Swerve takes the title from Joe. Okay. And from there, who knows? We could get we could get Okada in the picture. It could be Wardlow off the jump. It could be a returning MJF. It could be Okada. The, the, the options are fucking limitless. Mm-hmm. Even if Joe were to lose at this pay-per-view, I am fine with it because this is all borrowed time. Mm-hmm. I never expected to see... Joe with a world title ever again, mm-hmm. especially after the NXT title, he looked terrible. This is all this is the Joe I know, and he's got a world title, and I'm a happy guy for it. But even if he were to lose on Sunday, I'm not mad because mm-hmm. I never thought I'd see this again. Okay. I'm getting the real Joe. I love this man. If he retains, cool. If he loses, cool. I don't care. I thought I'd never see this again. I already have. I'm good. Okay. Either way, I'm good, but I, my, my head says Joe retains by beating Hangman after Hangman does what he's been doing this whole time leading up and screws Swerve. Okay. Okay. Like it looks like it looks like Swerve's got him down for the count and, and Hangman breaks it up and he hits a buckshot on on Swerve. And then as he's going to pin him, that's when Joe revives and just catches him and chokes him out. Okay. Cool. Okay. All right. I hear you. All right. I'm going to pay attention to all of that for sure. Mm-hmm. Made it that time. And we got <laughs> the AEW Tag Team Championship. Nicholas and Matthew Jackson, Red and Stimpy, Spy versus Spy. Spy and Spy, excuse me. <laughs> Dumb and Dumber. 
Dumb and Dumber versus Darby Allen. And of course, I have to play it because it's just for the last, last time. Yeah, yeah man. Mm-hmm. Why, Sting? All right. I'm going to say this right quick. We have one more. I'll, I'll say this right There has to be. I will be pissed the fuck off. Which is why I know why they don't fucking have a I'll be pissed off. And Sting loses the point. Okay. Honestly, yeah. it makes no fucking sense. No, it doesn't make no fucking sense at all to him to lose much. It makes for me even sense for him to win, get him to get the pinfall, and put him over and have his goodbyes. We heard rumors in your windows. Sting, I mean, uh, Luger might show up. Everybody might show up back in the WCW past days. Kevin Nash can't show up because WWE didn't allow him to. Mm-hmm. I know everybody's giving shit WWE. Oh, well, you didn't give him the package, you know, since you own WCW, the video. Well, folks, I'm sorry. It's part of business, and it's unfortunate. It is what it is. Uh, I mean, what, what can we say about it? We can bitch, but they're not whine. competition, no. Yeah, they're not competition. <laughs> but why would you give? But seriously, but why would you fucking give your con? Why would you quote unquote give another company your shit if you had no partnership and no reason to be friends? Uh, because they probably want to do it their own ways. When they probably got when he's done with the contract and have hey, come over. We want to do it the right way because they know they fucked up the further way how they did it. Exactly. Him, but exactly. So I mean, that could be the case. I I don't know that. I, we can mm-hmm. we can predict that, but that's another story for another time. Well, maybe they shouldn't have but, fucked up in the first place. Well, blame somebody who was in charge at the time. That piece. Of I shit. know the scum, it, the real scumbag. The real scumbag. Yeah, exactly. So, but that's that's his ass because he has that ego up his ass and he thinks, oh yeah, I was better than you, I buried you. No, you did not bury him. Blame it all on venereal kink McNugget. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that one dildo. Oh, Jesus. See, this okay, is why you really had to go there. Like, my <laughs> shit wasn't bad enough. Bro, I had, to, I had to read that 18 page complaint and God help us all. Now, this is not, no, 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 not that, no, no. The reason why is that music's only for the consensual shit. <laughs> okay, not true. True. <laughs> it is all, it is all consensual in the land of Pepsi Phil. Exactly. <laughs> That's what it is. And then everybody signs a waiver. <laughs> it's like high school. You sign that permission slip. Right. I need you to sign here, here, initial here. <laughs> now go so, find a witness. <laughs> no, no, no. I got a notary sitting in the corner before we do anything. Exactly. Make it official. No, no. I see Phil will have a fucking notary right there in the spot. Come here. I need you to fucking notarize. I would. Spot. I'm just saying. I, I, I don't. I don't. But I yeah, would. Yeah, if it yeah. I guarantee you, fucking Phil would. You'll have oh, that shit on the spot. Oh, yeah. Too. But seriously, though. My name is Psycho, not Boo Boo the Fool. You know I would. No, no. That's how you know that Pepsi will have a a legit non-disclosure agreement for sure. But yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry, I'm I'm my bad, man. It's all good, brother. (laughs) Yeah, I apologize. It's Friday. I love it. But hey, all I know is I'd rather see them vacate the titles. Sting goes goes to Dynamite. Ends it very well. They have a tournament. Which is why I feel like why we're having that FTR and and BCC turn, you know, feud. Make this a tournament 
they Tony Khan loves tournament, right? Might as well make it a fucking tournament. Turn go over it. Go EVPs right here. They bitch and whine. Oh, we should be part of this tournament. Then Tony Khan make his presence. How we've seen him and MJ, you know, him and Adam Cole, Adam, uh, yeah, Adam Cole and MJF in uh-huh. the office going yelling at each other. What? Make it a fucking tournament. There you go. He can yell at the Bucks, make it a tournament. Bucks compete, come Bucks in the finals, whoever, whoever they put over its tag team. And there you go. Sting can retire perfectly. That's mm-hmm. it. No point in her losing because you rather not have the crowd to be fucking, I get it. I know ass puts in seats, but. What ass is going to put seats after that? Because you're really punch. You're you're ending his career here. He's losing to to fucking spy and spy. And the last thing mm-hmm. we want to see is them, you know, bitching and saying, "Oh yeah, we ended his career." Blah blah blah. blah. Mm-hmm. Darby's going to come out, get his ass whooped, and then who's going to have to partner? He doesn't have a partner. He needs to look for a partner. He has no one have a partner. Then do we see Sting back? We don't know. We don't if he's going to come back as a manager or production backstage. We don't know. We'll talk about that one next. I mean, who would he we get? AR Fox? Like, who the fuck would he get? <laughs> exactly. You know, I, I said it. The, the one thing I would say that I that will compare his, Darby with him will be Orange Cassidy because they both go way back to Shikara. They both go way back in the, in, in the independent circuit. Why yeah, not? And they did team up in the, uh, the, the random tag tournament that gave us mm-hmm. it, uh, MJF and Adam. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So why not? But until then, we'll find out what's going to happen after that. But I still feel that this should not be the way to end it, which thing losing to even not from California, but they're not from where I'm from, homeboy. You know, about to look up for life, they say. But, you know, but they're from, of course, somewhere else, California. Mm-hmm. Rancho Cucamonga. Yes. Cucacunja, whatever the fuck it is. Home of next Friday. Like I'm, I'm sorry, guys are listening. I'm not hating on you guys. You know, you cook among the no. I love you guys. I just don't like these two guys because it's just, yeah, too much cock in their ass. I mean, I love uh, Elroy. I'm just saying. I'm just saying it's just nah. It's not the right way to end Sting's career. I hope it ends it the way his direction. And we'll we're gonna get into we're gonna get into his moments for the last topics. So we're gonna give our moments for what we feel for him. But that all I know is that this one, that's how I feel. It's okay. Yeah, but the yeah, yeah. DOM, take it away. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm I'm pretty much with you, man. I I I get I get why the Bucks would want to be in this match. I know there was a lot of you know chatter from the IWC, but it's like they probably grew up idolizing Sting. And where's Sting from? Venice, Venice Beach, Beach <laughs> California. <laughs> okay, I, I, I'm sure they probably grew up idolizing and watching this man. <laughs> they probably, you know, behind the scenes love him to death, and they saw the opportunity and they thought, "Fuck it, why not?" <laughs> and, and maybe, maybe they use, maybe they, maybe they did, you know, maybe they did use their position of power to get in there. Who cares? Who cares? I, 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 would I rather see Sting have a one-on-one match? Yeah. I I don't know if he's up for it anymore. Mm-hmm. So this is the best, you know, this is the best we're, we're going to, uh, the best possible scenario playing itself out. I don't, I don't want the Bucks to become tag team champions at the end of this night. Okay. 
because it, for starters, uh, it, it just it it uh, it it doesn't. We want to talk about two guys that don't need belts, or just wrestlers that don't need belts. Those two freaking frack right there on neat devious ones. What's up, Lennox? Lennox, a man. I know you're glad you, you finally it. showed up, bro. Yeah. But um uh I and not only that, like you know, going back, say like like obviously they've been building some 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 momentum. If FTR gets the win <laughs> and they get hot and they start making a run. Are we really are we really leading up to FTR the Bucks again? Mm-hmm. I gotta tell you, it it doesn't hit like rest in peace FTR the Briscoes. When they had another match, it was like, oh shit, yes, yes, I'm in. Let's do this. Let's fucking mm-hmm. go. Mm-hmm. First FTR Bucks, amazing. Next one, not so great. Okay, okay, I I don't want a third. <laughs> I, I don't want or need a third match between them right now. Okay. So I would rather have the scenario play out that I've been talked about. I I, I would uh, I I'm picking Darby and Sting in this. I think if anything, uh, Ivan might have said it. If it or or De Niro, if anything, Sting will put Darby over going out. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, yes. And we'll have a tag tournament or something. You know, it, to to figure out who's going to be the champions past that night. Mm-hmm. But it would be great after a almost forty year career for Sting to go out in his last match, holding a championship in front of his kids and Ric Flair, and especially after losing his dad. I, I mean, it, it it give the guy a feel good moment. Not only for what he's done, but for what he's been through just recently. Yeah. Okay. I understand that. That's good. Um, so obviously different direction. So and so and bear with me for this one. So in this one, I I still think Daenerys hit on head. I think Sting's old school. I think for him, he he like 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 everyone from his generation. <laughs> Uh, loot like if you want to retire, no, like I said, going back to as far back, not far back, but like going back to when um, the Dudley boys get retired, they lose, and then I think Sting loses, and then he has his moment with Darby to put him over, but and also say goodbye to the crowd, and he lost. Now, the reason why I could stomach um, the EVP boys winning is because um, if you want, you can have them go. We didn't really want these belts. We just wanted to retire Sting, and then they take the belts off, and then they have the tournament. So then you have all these tag teams. That's pretty much what – that's how I would like it to go because you still get to keep a tradition of if you're retiring, you lose your last match and get to say goodbye. Sting gets to have a last moment. Darby gets to have his moment with his goth daddy before he goes heads off into the sunset. And at the very least, we only have to stomach about 14 hours or at least two and a half, three days before a, they go, we're going to do a tournament because we don't need these belts because we're EVPs. So that's what I would want to see. Um, do I think that, do I think they're happening? Uh, eh, who knows? Um, but truth be told, the romantic vision of Sting holding up a championship 
one more time at the end of a pay-per-view does look nice. But then you have the problem of he just stepped down and, and the belts go back up on the shelf to be in a tournament, which leaves Darby out in the cold. And again, who is he going to choose as a tag partner after Sting? Um, A.R. Fox? Uh, or Orange Cassidy? I mean, who does he pick? You know who you know who would make a great tag team partner for Darby Allen? Mm-hmm. Penta. Yeah. But I think Penta. I mean, right now that Ray Phoenix is stuck in Mexico, so yeah. So I mean that, that would be a that would be a badass tag team. It would be, but I mean again, it's still like your part like what is it? Like after about two weeks, you used to have Sting, now you pretty much dating your first rebound afterwards. I mean, it's not, I mean, and no offense to Penta, but I mean, Penta's been doing work with, um, what's, I can't remember what his name is right now. Um, exactly. Yeah, exactly. No, it's the other dude. Um, if you can't remember his name, it ain't important. You remember Darby <laughs> Allen's name and you know who Penta is. So you yeah. put the two of them together and you get a crazy tag team that everybody knows and will yeah. instantly fall in love with. Yeah. But again, the question I or have... you could keep working with what's his face. <laughs> Which one sounds better? Exactly. Team up with Darby <laughs> Allen, be badass, or keep working with whoever the fuck his name is. Yeah, I guess or, or with Dan Housen. I guess for me, I'm with I'm traditional on this one. I think I think Sting should lose. Um, but like I said, go to the Bucks, then it becomes a tournament afterwards. Um, and then we get a moment where just like I said, the two of them in the ring. Um uh, and because let's face it. We are never going to see angry. We're again. Are we going to see emo emo Darby turn heel? No. And honestly, is anybody going to buy a heel Darby? No. That's what I'm saying, Lennox. Because mm-hmm. uh, no, I'll be honest, man. I like where you're coming from, but I don't see the Bucks in any rendition going. You know what? We're going to give up these tag team titles, especially if they take them off of Sting in his last match. Because they'll literally walk out Wednesday, hold up these belts, and say these titles might as well be Sting's head. Yeah, I mean, these these are our trophy. We ended Sting mm-hmm. and we skinned him of these. All I want to say is I, we don't want to repeat that Vince had with Seth Rollins when Sting had to force him to retire at Class of Champions. Yeah, and mm-hmm. Nick Collins to do that shit. We don't. But want yeah, to- but like you said though, no. I don't want I don't want Young Bucks FTR again. Like I don't. No, I don't either. That's why nobody, I'm I don't think nobody... to retain because mm-hmm. I don't. I don't see. You know, it. It doesn't feel like it's in the Bucks' character to just be like, "Oh yeah, we ended Sting's career and took his title, but we're gonna give him up now." Yeah. So. If that's the case, then. But I mean, is that? But 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 uh, Nicholas and Nicholas and Matthew might feel that way. Well, but see, here's the thing, though. That Matthew, that's the case. If they felt that way, they wouldn't have put themselves in the match. Like, <laughs> I, Yes, but unless they can do this, I know we're jumping way ahead, but unless we do this, that they do, like, let's say they cost FTR their tournament matchup. FTR does the same thing. They became the feuds. They didn't make it to the to the finals of the tag team tournament and have somebody else when it goes to those tag team titles. Okay. That'll be, then I'd rather have it that way instead of for the belts because that, that's the case. Then might as well have a part three with no belts and just let them have their mm-hmm. team. Yeah. I'd rather mm-hmm. have it that way. Yeah, okay. All right. 
Last topic of the night to close it out here, folks. We've been here for four oh, hours. Oh, another topic? Shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, no. And that is... Oh, of course. Of course. Uh, it's a memory remain. I know this ain't Ric Flair's shit, but it stings. Memory. Oh, but I think we, I think we all agree Ric Flair. Will the corners of my mind. <laughs> Sorry, let me do a quick callback. Um, I think we all uh, are we all agreeing that Ric Flair will not play a part in this at all. He better not, because I okay. hope not. Okay. I hope not. Fuck that. Okay. We're I mean, if he wants it. to help Sting win, I'm cool with it. Okay. Okay. But the memories remains, folks, because this is going to be his last one. I heard Thunder Rosa busted her open radio today. She cried. I <laughs> everybody. I mean, I I, I can't say that I'm going to be you know teary eyed. I'm not saying that I'm a big fan of him, but I would say I was. Um, I I'm glad he's getting the right way to retire. Hmm. Uh, his way, and I'm glad that he didn't retire WWE, and I'm glad that he was able to, you know, rebirth himself to the Lord Jesus Christ and come back and really, re, you know, revamp his career and end mm -hmm. his chapter the way he wanted to end it. Mm -hmm. Even though I don't know if this is the way how he wanted to end it with, with, with Spy and Spy, I can't answer that. But I'm talking about for his career. Uh, his, I'm happy that his chapter is closing for himself, mm -hmm. and I'm hoping that you know when the media call, they ask for the call, is going to be uh, back, you know, is going to be backstage. He's like, oh, I offered him, and the offer's there. He's welcome. The doors are open. We would love to have him in a mic set, him producing, him helping the talent, putting the talent over. Yeah, the hurt thunders. Thunder said, you know, he has done that. Even Phil Brooks has gone to him and, hey, I need your advice. And he has done that. And so Sting has a momentum and he loves professional wrestling. Okay. This man made his debut, what, 1984, 1985, before that, before he made his career big. Yeah. Uh, you know, and this man has been in his business for a long time. I honestly, I'm going to say it right now, but people don't really don't talk about this because I heard everybody's, you know, you know, feedback of, of his career. But you have to give one credit for one credit this man has done that he's never been give, given credit for or been vouched for it. And that is what he's done for total nonstop action when it first came out. Mm -hmm. And I know Jeff Jarrett is going to cry a lot more because if it wasn't for this man's name. To come there and make total nonstop action that legit name, no pun intended, non total nonstop action, making it where it was now, where it is now, excuse me. Main event month. And, long before that, that, bro. Long before that. But uh, I'm like, no, nah, hold on. What's the whole <laughs> Oh my God. Like, really? Really? <laughs> You had to say, what? What? I didn't say it. What? wasn't me. What? Me either, bro. It wasn't me. But I'm just saying, you know, when the beginning of Total Nonstop Action, if it wasn't for him, for him main eventing and doing what he needs to do, put, you know, 
Because most people don't want to accept it. He put over AJ. He put up over his matches that he had with Kurt Angle. The matches that he had in TNA with Kurt Angle. And AJ Styles. Small Joe. That he had everybody. Even Christian. He, Christian as well. Christian Cage. When he came over there for the first time. And reinvented himself and made himself who he is. This man did it for the business. Mm-hmm. And he did it. And he wasn't ashamed of that. The big... I think for me, that's one of the biggest moments for him besides his WCW career. Of course, we know Clash, Clash 1988 or 89, I believe. And of course, he's out of here on the channel. On the Bait Network, when they never covered, you know, American Bash 1990, Rick Flair. Mm-hmm. The biggest, the greatest feud they had between themselves, of course, in WCW. But other than that, Sting has done it all for him. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad that, you know, he found the man upstairs and really is helping people for their career and like he's helping Darby. Am I going to cry someday? Maybe so. Uh, I'm just, I'm happy that at least he's ending the chapter his way. Mm-hmm. And I hope that he's still around. Just don't bust a Ric Flair, please. Like don't, don't try to be, stay away from the cameras, mm-hmm. be behind the scenes, enjoy yourself. You know how Dom was saying, enjoy wrestling. If you don't like a pass, you know, give someone else who does. Enjoy that, you. Okay. You know, Steve Borden, enjoy it. And we we love you and we appreciate for all the career that you've given us as children, as teenagers, and as grown adults that we are. Thank you for the moments that you've given us and thank the Lord Jesus Christ for you to be to find him again and to bless you with you and your family. And we appreciate it for everything you've done for the world of professional wrestling. Doesn't matter where for promotion, you've done it, and I wish you nothing for the best in your future for you and your children mm-hmm. and yourself. And hopefully, you get still involved. And hopefully, you this chapter ends very well for you Sunday and this Wednesday as well for you to have your final exit on Wednesday. Uh, and hopefully, to see you again. And we appreciate for making us fans because of you. You be you, you made a hero out of all of us. You're so keep that in mind. And Mr. Stephen Borden, thank you for what you've done for this pro wrestling community and pro wrestling podcast. We talk about you from the good and bad, which is not your fault, from the from the best that you provided. Mm-hmm. That's what I have to say about him. That's my best moment for him is overall what he's done for a beginning promotion. We could talk about his priors, everything, but I feel for me, I know you guys have grown, but for me, it's really more what he he took a company that just came started from nothing to where it is now currently that we were where we talk about on a weekly basis, and that's total nonstop action. So staying, we love you, man. Enjoy yourself your in retirement, and we hope to see you soon again in do a podcast with us. Why not? Shit. Pepsi <laughs> Bill. Thank God. I didn't want to follow Dom because I know his was going to be too emotional for me. Uh, <laughs> so for me, I remember when I saw him for the first time, he came out to the ring being valleyed by Michael P.S. Hayes. Um, <laughs> so uh, thank God it ain't Paul Heyman's YouTube. Like, yeah, Paul so, Roman Reigns in the Rock. Okay, so what ends up happening, however, is he, like, he beach. Then he became he. It was it was be it was you know Muscle Beach, Muscle Beach Sting, um, and then we went to Crow Sting, 
But I think the thing that most stuck out to me is thing when book when when the, the whole WCW WWE merger or F in this case merger happened, um, he saw the way Booker was booked on WWE. And instead of having, and he was so, and like he's from an old school, the same as Undertaker. I know we don't talk about we don't talk about kayfabe like we do with Undertaker. Sting cares about his kayfabe so much. He chose after seeing how they booked Booker to sit on the shelf for ten years instead of going to WWE because he was worried about his gimmick being ruined. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, and honestly, that right there is a testament to how much he believes and wants to do by, right by wrestling. And when he did eventually come to WWE, it was literally on the condition that they do not fuck up his gimmick and do some dumb shit with it. Like, no jokes, no funny. Basically kind of treated with the same reverence they did The Undertaker. Because, and let's just say, and again, still a missed opportunity. We never got Sting versus Undertaker. But yeah. truth be told... Um, for me, that was, I think, the most one of the things that kind of like hammer, hammered home exactly what Sting was to wrestling. Like, yeah, in TNA, he he brought a, an air of like this, like he brought an air of legacy, a wrestling legacy to TNA. Um, and but you know, and he had his like light moments, not funny. He just had lighthearted moments that was pretty good. But by and large, Sting has always been, in my opinion, there is a reason we all want it. Undertaker versus Sting, because those two guys, literally, I think we could probably say, probably for our generation, were the two guys, were the two icons that we look towards that kind of like oh, yeah. define, a, define a generation of wrestling. Like they define, like he was one of the two people that defined the generation of wrestling. Um, he, like I said, he had both sides of him. If you go, he had Beach Case thing, and then he had full on character sting of the Crow, the Joker, um, even NWO Red Crow, uh, um, NWO Red Sting. Like those were the type of things that he did. So for me, that's that's what I remember. That's the thing I remember most loving Sting. Like, don't get me wrong, like his matches with Flair were amazing. Actually, his matches with Eric, like even his match, and even the matches with the Horsemen are amazing. But I think. Yeah, it's the same thing we have with Undertakers. Like, you can name all you can name all the matches you love with the Undertaker, and they'd all be valid. But at the same time, what makes those matches great is the fact that the air of the Undertaker, like the air of Sting, made those matches already legendary just by them showing up. And I think that's what I think that's what Sting. Because I remember, remember when we saw Sting show up the first time, we lost it. Like to this day, there are things he did in AEW that a man his age had no business doing. No, like, we just needed him to show up. We were happy. He out here jumping off of ta- off of ladders and literally missing. And he's like, "Yeah, what, what are you gonna do next?" I'm like, "You sure you okay?" Coming out of the balcony and shit. <laughs> exactly. So for me, like, I mean. If you look, if you want to talk about legend, we throw we throw the phrase "goat" around, but right there, you the him Undertaker. Don't there will never be two two. There will never be wrestlers as great as that as that was, like, mm. and that could just be the era they they grew up in. But right now, it'll be, I'll be hard pressed to see someone who's even coming close to that, coming close to that level. Love it, so. love it. Close it out, Notorious. Mm-hmm. 
Man, this is like an excitingly sad weekend coming up. I mean, I always I always thought I'd get to this point. I didn't know that I would get to this point in my 40s when I was sitting there at eight, nine years old watching Sting for the first time going, this guy is fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. Like, he's amazing. Did you see what he just did? Wow. Wow. Like, that's cool. And here I am watching the end of his, about to watch the end of his career live, which uh, I will cry. That, that, that's that's going to happen. It's hard to pick a moment. I mean, De Niro nailed one with the watch along because it, when people, it, you know, if, if you hear people say like, oh, give a, give a match to a wrestling fan or to a, to a person that will make them a wrestling fan. I said, go back to that clash. Go back to Sting versus Flair in, I think, 90. Mm-hmm. Where Sting comes out all red, white, and blue, head to toe. And he and Flair have an amazing match. And he wins his first world championship. And I know it made him. And I know he was still early in his career at that point. But it is still one of the best matches I've ever watched in my life. And I think if you're not a, if you're not a wrestling fan or if you're, if you're on the fence, go back and watch that. You will become one after. And Sting had a lot of those moments in his career. That's the one that sticks out to me. But I think the thing, the thing that puts Sting head and shoulders above anybody else, because a lot of people talk about it, but he proved it is his love for this business. And, and not just because I can make it and be a big star and go to WWE or whatever. No. Even when WWE was gaining on them, even when they were beating them, Sting was still there doing everything he could to make his name and his promotion be just as viable as the other side. He loved the industry. It's why he stayed away from WWE for so long. It's why he went to TNA. It's why he tried to build something. Because he was he was always... People talk about needing an alternative. Sting was that alternative. You can say NWO. You can say who... Sting was that alternative for a good 20-some years. Minimum. And I'm just damn grateful to have been able to sit here and watch every minute of it. Damn near from the beginning. Every minute. Uh, I've seen all the highs. I've I've lost my mind when he's come down from the rafters or sat there in in in, in the rafters with a fucking raven. I, I I laughed my ass off when he became Joker Sting. I even loved when he popped in when he finally popped into WWE and helped ironically Dolph Ziggler get rid of the authority. Mm-hmm. I thought that was amazing. You can say whatever you want about Nick Nemeth and his career there, but the man was so good he got the icon to show up to help him. And that's the, you know, Sting was just, no matter 
how no matter how he reinvented himself, no matter how old he got, no matter where he was, if Sting was there, that's where you wanted to be. Mm-hmm. There's not a lot of people, you know, there's Sting, there's Flair, there's Taker, but there's not a lot of guys. So like if they show up here, I'm watching there. Like if Sting's in TNA, oh, I'm watching TNA. Fuck that. Mm-hmm. Sting's in AEW, I'm watching AEW. Mm-hmm. I don't care if he's 60 something, I'm still watching. <laughs> and and literally the guy never let you down. Mm-hmm. Like like Pepsi Phil said, he could have <laughs> just showed up at Winter is Coming. He could have just had a, a safe match here and there, and people would have lost their minds. He didn't do that. He turned into a he turned into a senior citizen new jack. <laughs> Just to get people to pop for him like he needed to do. Like, because apparently he still needed that. After all these years, he still wanted to make make a crowd pop. He still wanted to make people think they went home and uh, that when they went home, they saw something they never saw before. Mm-hmm. Like Sting flying out of a fucking balcony at damn near 65 years old. I know I joke and I say protect Sting and all this stuff, but that's just what the man did, and that's what made him special. He put it all out there. Like he said in his promo with going into the book, like, everything I have, I'm bringing. That was the mentality. And I I don't think thank you is good enough, but that's all I got. Just thank you, Sting. You, you were... You are an icon. You, you at one point in my life, were my hero. And now I hope when I grow up, I'm just as crazy as you. And I hope I'm like a fraction as successful because then I will have lived a full life. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, and to, to the next point, uh, I've been watching Steam for my teenage years back in 2010, decade of while while he was in TNA and putting in the instant plastic message where he made his debut in WWE back in 2014. I mean, I got to tell you right now, when I think of Sting, and this is, and I have no idea because Flair doesn't come to mind, it's his match against Vader that I love. Oh, right. his matches against Vader, I think, because here's the thing. You got to remember, Sting was in was in his Hollywood blonde mode. Vader had his shit then, like he yeah, was, the old Mastodon helmet yeah. uh, with the so smoke. If, if you're a kid, you got you got Sting in his costume and his gear, and then you got Vader coming out. You're like, holy shit, this is what superheroes look like. Like mm-hmm. literally, there you go. And then you right, start- this is a Marvel battle come to life. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> And then don't no, get past the fact that he still had the air jets in the back of it. So it's like, uh-huh. where did those come from? It's so. like this is this is Spider-Man versus Doc Ock in real life. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, I know everybody, and don't mean rightly so. If you pick Sting Flair, you absolutely correct. But for me, that was like one of the most formative years, like Sting versus Vader. It's like, oh shit. This, I know, oh, those so were those. There's so many. Like it's hard it, for, for me to. Although although I still love the fact that Wendy, you and Wendy's favorite one is still RoboCop and Sting. 
the oh, greatest, oh, the greatest tag team in history. That's how iconic Sting was. <laughs> yeah, he got the team with RoboCop. Yeah. No, I, I, but even even that, like the 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 soft spot in my heart, go back to the whole rivalry between Sting and Cactus Jack. Oh, oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh my God, like that is so. I I know we, but that is so underrated in, in the history of his career. They even revived that in TNA at one point. Yeah, well, you gotta remember those. Are My man, just man, we're gonna have uh, her next week. Okay, next week uh, you come in with us next week. Oh, here. I'm not gonna lie to you. Um, I don't even think those. Was. I don't think those even earlier matches with, with the with with them still exist. Cause I've been trying to find those. Just cause I was like trying to shoot them over the Brian. I still have them on VHS somewhere. Yeah, because I was hoping to find them online somewhere and go, Brian. Is this is his retirement year? I need this to be Sunday Night Cinema. Right, I need Sting versus Cactus Jack in my life, and the Cactus Jack promos about yeah. Sting alone. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's oh. the thing no one really talks about. Cactus Jack probably like when you talk about promos, we talk about a few other people, but no one talks about the Cactus Jack promos. Like the man is gifted. Like that was like literally like once he he turned a corner, all of a sudden there was like some of the most disturbing. Just, disturbing ones you've seen and you got you got sting who's trying to be like the all-american and, and you're like uh what in god's name is sting doing are you sure you want to do this thing this seemed like a bad idea so i'd like it's to like say a I'm perfect a, villain for sting yeah i mean from a from a trade tapes back in the days perspective i could not find those to save my life and i was and i went i'd heard about them but i've been look i was looking for them back in the day and then you know CDs came into play, and then you could never find them. I'm gonna miss this man. I and I'm glad. Yeah. And facts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, we're we're all gonna miss him. We're mm. all gonna miss him, and, and we're all grateful to have been on this ride with you in, in some small way. Mm-hmm. Like you know, getting to see him live, watching him to this freaking day uh, I don't know how to I, I don't know how to sum it up I'm just uh, I'm insanely grateful to this man for all of the memories because I could I'm not going to make it I'll pass out but I could probably sit here for four more hours and just mm. talk about sting moments mm-hmm. we'll I haven't even brought soon. up what, I haven't even brought up when he took the title from Hollywood and everybody's picking him up and putting him on his shoulders and shit after all that mess mm-hmm. like that uh, I know it got ruined shortly after but that was an amazing fucking moment mm-hmm. it was an amazing payout for sting there are so many more but I'm too tired to even fucking think <laughs> I, I, I mean, I'm yeah. not. Yeah, I, I, I we have all to, are. Uh, We've been here for four and a half hours. But I mean, we could just do an entire show dedicated to the man and just put you and just throw up a bunch of clips. We really could, mm-hmm. and we just might. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Okay, I, I'm just reading Brian's. Uh, yeah, I do remember they did close out. They were the last match of Nitro. The last match on Nitro. Yeah. Yeah, I remember. Before I do, I have a cinema dedicated to Oli and Virgo. Yes. Yeah. yeah, and rest in peace of them too as well. Yeah, and, and also to Butcher Vashon, Luna's father, he passed away tonight. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there you have it, folks. 
Yeah, that was uh, depressing. Let's get out of here. <laughs> like I said, I'm glad I didn't go after you. <laughs> <laughs> D-O-N, hit, hit the button. You know where to hit. Oh, oh, I'm slacking, but I'm on it. I'm on it. Oh, focus eyes. You can do this. <laughs> Um, um, there it is. Well, folks, it's, it's about that time. <laughs> Who the fuck is Autobots transform and roll out? Take two. <laughs> we'll get into uh, that. I just didn't want to touch it because it was more unfortunate. Like, all due respect, really more with the. Steve Borden's ending career here that mm -hmm. we yeah. wanted to touch base upon, and it's over. We, mm -hmm. as you can see, that this was a four and a half hour show that we had a lot of cover, a lot of shit in professional wrestling happening, folks. But we appreciate everybody for tuning in this evening, and we thank you all for joining us here. But we'll be back here Sunday yes. for the for Revolution watch along here on the debate network, here where you can find the host with the most coast to coast. The Latorians went to DOM alongside with Brother Nero that they'll be hosting along with the crew. We don't know surprise guests. Brian, I know it's going to be here. Fortunately, Phil will not because he will be uh, busy uh, with his OnlyFans 399. So we already know he's going to be busy that all night long, baby. Hello. All night long. All night, all night long. Yeah, it's gonna be busy, baby. And we already know you're gonna be busy. We know that. So it's fine. But we'll be back here next week for the recap. And also, De Niro will be back here Monday for Raw Dog and De Niro. I'll try to be here for Tuesday for the watch along for Roadblock. I'll try, mm -hmm. folks. And then we'll be back here for the, of course, <laughs> <laughs> just if you want to come join Dom and De Niro for the watch along for Rev Revolution, you're more than welcome. Oh, Hit definitely. Me up, mm -hmm. And we'll send you the link for that so you come and join. Love to Brother, have you, Brother Nero and Brother Notorious. And also, we're going to have you next week. You're going to come here next Friday with us because we're going to talk to you here because it's next week, folks. I know that I'm saying it too soon, but next week. It's a celebration, yeah. The fuck we celebrating? <laughs> Thank you. It's the birthday boy right here, the one next to oh. me, and that is right here. That is a notorious Ooh. birthday right here. His birthday is going to be celebrated with us. Will we go recap? National that? Psycho Day is coming. <laughs> National Psycho Day. Introduce some notorious cakes. Notorious cakes. Oh, hey, why are you talking about my wife? <laughs> oh, whoa, 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 In the words, in the words, in the oh, words, God. like the mean said, that escalated quickly. <laughs> I mean, she does got them cakes, respectfully. Oh, <laughs> I am not having that conversation. I, I, That's I, why I put a ring on it. <laughs> <laughs> why does he keep saying this? Neutery sweet. Don't worry, neutery sweet. Neutery sweet. I don't think right. it works if you keep the Pepsi name on it. It is just. Oh, it's not till next week, Brian. It's not till that. We're about. Uh, well, technically, it's after midnight. We're eight days away. Okay. Eight days away. That's where we are. Eight days away. All right. Oh, yeah. Let's get out of here. I'm focused. Smart. Right I, oh, I know. I got to get out because I, I, I have to eat dinner. And so I'm still here. 
I have but to folks, get to sleep, y'all. I know. <laughs> <laughs> We've got a long way to go. But folks, do not forget to subscribe and follow us here on the Debate Network here on Circle Debate. And, of course, you can find all the dumb say where you can find the social media platforms. And besides finding TRWT here, but everywhere else, D-O-N. Oh, shit. Well, you can find us on the X at Top Rope WT. You can also find us on Facebook. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that's why i love just oh you're not cake. wrong just you're not wrong cake and you can also find us on facebook best. you can also find us on facebook at <laughs> top rope wrestling talk just search for that or you can find us at the greatest instagram handle ever at top underscore rope underscore wrestling underscore talk but damn it you're a part we're a part of this network so you can find us wherever you find circle of debate so search for whatever social media you're on at Circle of Debate, capital C O D. That's right. Pepsi Phil, let people know where they can find the OnlyFans. Mm-hmm. Just three ninety nine. Where they can find just stay by Instagram under Philip JP two four six zero one for all my socials. Or you can just come here every Friday around this time so you can get the the, the ebullient salient info. <laughs> That you have come to love. Hey, <laughs> what do you think? Why he's not gonna be here on Sunday for that reason? <laughs> I, I love you, Just. We love you, man. That's hopefully you can join you, us. So join us here Sunday and next Friday for Dom's birthday. I will be on Get Show when I can get some damn sleep. I love you, bro. <laughs> but yes, on that note, folks, I'm not as you know. Well, I think before I even say anything, I can't say it. I'm gonna have to let Dom say it. Dom, oh, I get to say it. Yes. Do you I get to say, say my part, or do I gotta say the whole thing? Say the whole thing. All right. Well, first of all, I hope everybody enjoyed SmackDown. You, you come and enjoy the Revolution Watch Along, but just enjoy wrestling in general. If it's not your cup of tea, let somebody else drink it. And remember, whether it's COD, Top Rope, DeLorean. Dogging with De Niro, Meatheads, Title Fight. We don't just, we don't, on this network, we don't just podcast, make music, cut shorts, talk about our wife's cake, (laughs) pimp our OnlyFans. No, 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 no. That's not, we don't do that. He does it. Well, it's a part of the net. He's a part of the network, so I got to include it. We don't just do all that. There's a reason we TVMA. Exactly. That's you're right. And there's a reason there's a reason we don't just do all that. We make history. That's right, people. You already know it. And also, do not forget Sunday coming up revolution. Come and join us for the watch along. And with that note, we're going to end it with dedicated to Sting. You have a fight. On your hands.